So, I not gonna lie, it's been a while, but Alex, I've been really kind of feeling a little bad about the way Brian went out. So Brian, the way he went yeah. out, we brother, literally, literally, Chris, what do you mean by the way he went out? He literally got murdered by my robot. But I am going to add a little bit of twist of karma here. I've somehow copied Brian's brain onto a hard drive. Fuck and you! And I'm going to plug it into Zach's robot. That's okay. not how it Did works. Did you bring the summoning salt? Did I bring it? Of course that's, I that's, have it. that's not how it works. Thank you. All right. All right. Okay, that's a lot. Yeah, it's a lot. Got to make sure that this is right in all ways. So, um... Alex, I'm going to have to ask you to find the port. Find the port? Yes. All right, well, it may take, I need the USB port. It may take a second. It's kind of dark and we're under the I have place. an idea of where it is because of Zach's dirty brain. I've been around for a while. Don't tell me where it is. It's just going to take a second. Okay, you, why, did you pull your, right, why did you pull your pants down? I don't need to I'm turning away. I'm turning away. I'm not looking at this. I'll find I'll, the port. Just calm down, all right? Just all right, I'm calm. Right, I'm just, just like not looking. looking. Just calm down, down all right? Okay. And you don't. Okay, you found the port? Okay. Right. It's exactly where I thought it would be. Right between the legs. Uh, Chris, Chris, right between the legs. Chris, you, you, need to, you need to get your dirty sense of anything out of this. You won't tell me where you built it or how you built it. Yeah, you put the port between the legs, Jim. Alex! Which hole? Which hole? Yes. Oh, this one's kind of tight. I should probably go above it. Here we go. This one makes Oh, sense. God. Why'd you do that? Why? Do I just, I'm looking. I'm, not, I'm going by feet. Ah, All right. I'm going to plug it in. Three, two, two and a half. Wait, I'm counting up. No, Chris, down. Chris, out of the gutter. Choose. Uh, one. Ah! It worked! Yes, Brian's back! Wow, you know, I think Dell should change the sound they make when they turn on the computer. <laughs> okay. Uh, hey, Brian, is that you? Uh, it's nice to see you, Alex. Surprised you're not shitting on people. No, no, I, I, I already ate. You know, I use that for later. What is this? Uh, what's this body I got going on? So it's a ro Okay, so it's a robot. What the hell is this? Yeah. Okay, so you're you're ro you're a robot. Is that a metal dick? No. No, it's no, it's the other gender. Um, you know the. You got a vagina. It's the zero in binary. Um. <laughs> <laughs> I bet all the math nerds love that joke. Uh, so, Brian, you are made of popcorn robot that we were, it was created by Zach so that he could transport himself uh, here for the podcast. He's never explained how he made it. In fact, every time we ask him, he says, Zach, how'd you make the robot? I have no idea what you're talking about. God damn it. Okay, so in the meantime, you're going to embody this robot because um, we actually found another way for Zach to be here. We have two robots. The last one broke. So you're, oh you're a lot more robot. Well, my, mind you, mind you, Alex. Alex. My brother. Right. Yes, but you're in a popcorn box. I want to mind you, Alex. Okay, okay, okay. I can handle this. The robot yes. is, is murderous and is a kind of a kleptomaniac, too. So one of the robots is murderous and a kleptomaniac? Yes. Send her my way. Okay. So in the meantime, uh, <laughs> Brian, uh, wh wh what have you what have you seen in the afterlife? What's it been like out there? What's it what's it like out there? What's it been like out there? I would say it, there's more. First off, I'm used to the 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 world where there's human bodies and mm -hmm. things like that. But yeah. now now that I'm a robot, I. I, I'd rather experience the new world. I want right. to be, yeah, what's this new world I about? Like this I like mean, yeah, I, I want I want to be a part of the the whole new, I, I want to 
I want to be in love with a girl, you know, a male robot because I'm a girl robot, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. They were just it's, it's back. back. They stopped the ports, yeah. Okay, it's I want to, yeah, I want to be in love with another robot. I want to okay. spend a robot life doing mm-hmm. robot things all over the robot world. The popcorn, by the way. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know how people are going to receive you. I don't sit we, down. I leave the compound. Well, I don't know if he has an outboard. He certainly has an inboard. So well, if I sit down, if I sit down, then the popcorn pops. Or no, like, no, no, it no, actually like crumbles, down. right? It's 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 or a few. Smell, like, you are, no. So you are the weight of yourself. The popcorn can support its own weight, and it can you know sit up or down. Oh, like, okay. Can, okay. It's, yeah. It's, it's built it pretty well. It just because it's really the popcorn's really stale. It's a few years old. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, right, so right, what right, made right, you right. choose popcorn to make my body? Yeah, how um, you because... about, Zach? I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> okay, no, no, no. Okay. You, you want to hear my theory? You want to hear my theory? Mm-hmm. Because we have a oh, guy oh, named... Oh, this is a theory? Yeah. You guys are all... Okay! Oh, I theory. <laughs> Chris, um, I need to know. I need to know. Hold on, hold on. Yeah. Chris, hold on. Is this a film theory? Uh, ah, there you go. All right. It's a book theory. So, no, so my theory is because we have a guy named... Peter, who dabbles in like popcorn butter. Peter, I, um, Peter. He's not in the room right now. He's I guess I know him. I doing know. other I guess things. I um, so what we hit the real butter. Remember the real butter from the Buttercast? Uh, <laughs> yeah. The real butter Buttercast. Yeah. Um, airing on yeah. Saturday nights on TNT. Um, <laughs> so um, <laughs> I um. I think that somehow Zach got a hold of that and made a humanoid well, pop, popcorn pop body. Like in that Back to the Future uh, um, episode. Episodes, yeah. Yeah, I mean, well, I, Poppy did make a multi-dimensional trip here a couple of times to talk he did. to us. He did. For, you know, he never gave us his favorite color like he said he would. But I, I, I would assume that since that's the case, some real butter had to be involved. In fact, the Real Butter podcast is coming back, so. Chris, I'm just appreciative to be back. Thanks. Yep. I, 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 I just got nostalgic. I just I just want to be honest here. I don't know why you guys think I have anything to do with Peter's podcast. I'm not even on it. You're not on Peter's podcast, but I think that you may have gotten a hold of some butter, sort of sort of like the Chum Bucket SpongeBob situation. Yeah. Yeah. So, so you're implying that I'm plankton? Wow. Thanks. All I know is, is I can very, move. He's very short enough. All I know is I can move just very small pieces of my body right now so okay so um so the body may pretty much be mostly dead, mostly dead. how does one say so we're gonna need like a chimney blower yeah do you have a chimney your, what's your reason for coming back what's your way i told you i was nostalgic i'm coming back well um i i first off it's a true love I would say that my intuition that I'm I'm needed for a certain reason. I feel like it's a destiny I'm supposed to be here. I don't know why. And I you think know. that you I feel th- like I'm. Uh, it's a story that's been told before. That's you what I you like want I'm. to meet somebody. You want to fall in love in your popcorn robot. Do you think it is true love? Look, back when I was Where? just a young, Where? tiny Where? little robot in, in a vineyard. Mm. Okay. Wait, all oh, he's explaining things. I was a vineyard robot because now all these memories are coming back. Grew I fell, okay. Yep, yep. I, I fell in love line. with a, a small little robot vineyard boy. Oh. And I. Uh, was this, what was I, his name? Was it Papa Pilio? How old was he? He was the age that a, a robot 
becomes a true man, so like puberty is 16 for humans. Okay. Our robot puberty is oh, two you? years in. Okay. Two years. So two years in So you and this Papa I would say you grow what we call robot <laughs> robot hairs. So that's Papa Pilio and you. How'd you do? What happened? How between you? Papa Pilio is somebody who became a mentor to me. Okay. Oh. And uh, initially when I started hanging out with Papa Pilio, I realized that I, I didn't know what I wanted to do in life. Mm. Okay. And uh, Papa Pilio had a vision. He, he wanted to create a robot army. <gasps> okay. Yes. And this robot army. Yes. Wait a minute. Yes. He wanted to go and steal and do a bunch of crazy stuff I'm with. Sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Peter, or, or whatever, Brian, I gotta stop you there. You can't really <laughs> It's not the season finale yet. So you're Papa Pilio? giving away the secret to your Papa Pilio. Yeah, you can't do that. You can't do that. I'm sorry, Brian. Brian, you gotta stop or I'm, I'm gonna pull the, the flash drive out and send you back to where it's UK. It's Papa Pilio. Go on. See, that's why I'm on the switch. We'll utilize that later. Yeah. 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 That'll be So now that you're here um, <laughs> and you had a chance, uh, we gotta ask you: Have you seen the movie Princess Bride? Uh, I have. Oh, I wow. just, I actually just saw it. I wow. literally just saw it. Wow. So you adopted my method of watching the movie. Well, no, I literally just, the minute you said it, I went into my database and I watched it. Well, I, would right. say, I do think it's funny that you are, before you became a popcorn robot, you were technically the oldest of all of us. <laughs> you yes. had an opportunity to see it well before any of us. Alex is yeah, no longer the still oldest person seen in the room. It. Oh, wow, crazy. That's crazy. Yeah, I, yeah, I chose not to see The funny thing was, is I'd always seen it up until the point where the, the fencing started. Oh, well, save, save the information for when we talk about the film, but that is pretty cool. Yeah, in our uh, movie podcast that we... I don't remember. Yeah, they put up fences a lot, you know. I love fences. I think organization's great. Separation, too. Yes. Organization. Organize and separate. Well, I'd like to be a prisoner. I would... I'd call this experiment a success. And so, Alex, can you sweep up the salt? Sure, with my tongue. That's... Disgusting, um, and also like you're. Um, it not only is it on the floor, but it is also salt. As a robot, we think salt is uh, kind of like kryptonite to Superman. But you're a popcorn robot. You don't think you get some salt in your now? Well, you wouldn't. Have, I'm a butter. We like butter. Ah, oh, that makes way more sense. Actually. Yeah. We like oil. <laughs> Oh, well. Explains why he's so yellow. Sure. Um, um, I thought I had bad teeth, but actually they're supposed to be yellow. <laughs> yeah, well, oh, yellow. Black and yellow, black and yellow, black and yellow. Um, <laughs> so for someone who's created me, you're kind of really just letting me just kind of wallow around here. And I could use a little bit of uh, some understanding as to the creation and why you chose this body here, uh, Zach. I, I would love to understand... What what features do I have to work with? Because I'm ready to use the hell out of this thing. Uh, what do I, what do, I do with it? Uh, I have no idea. You ask someone else. You made it. I know. I have no idea. What? You did make it with two holes, all right? You know what you wanted it for. What kind of things did you put in it? Uh, find out next week on the season finale. Hey! Welcome, everybody, to the Nice Movie Podcast. 
Dear God, Zach just Zach, you really cracked the Zach, you are just the kryptonite to improv, aren't you? <laughs> next person, next episode. <laughs> <laughs> find out next time on Dragon Ball Z. You don't even oh. find out. That's the best part about it. Superhero theme is next time. <laughs> Um, so, uh, this week we spun the good wheel. We did. And we got the Princess Bride. Princess as Bride. As you wish. That is... I, I was going to make a joke about consent there, but I'm not going to go into. Oh, uh, okay. Yes. Uh, okay. So, um... I consent to that. We're spinning... Wait, how long has it been since the last Curiosity? Uh... Spinning the Curiosity. We did... We I think this is our second round after... A series. We didn't really talk about this, honestly. <laughs> well, well what, what next movie we were going to do? The next wheel we were going to do. The next wheel we were going to spend. I think we... What was the last series we did? Last series we did was Bond. Ew. No. Feels like there was something other than Bond that was at least three episodes. I have access to one drive. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. It was TMNT. It was TMNT. We did that last. That took forever. Yeah. And so that's why I think this is our second go-around... I think Actually, it's time for a new series after this. Is it time for a new series? I think it's time for a new series. I can always go around the wheels as many times as possible before we hit a series. You know me. But yes. at the same time, if it's your show. If you want to go for a series, I understand. It would be timely because we're coming up on summer soon. It is. It just Fast and Furious, all ten. Don't jinx it, Brian. <laughs> we have a thing. We, if you do say it, it that's going to happen. Jinx it. Jinx it. Jinx it. By the way, really? So we so we've been doing these wheels, right? Yeah, we've been doing these wheels, Brian. We have emphatic proof that they are alive. They are real and alive. For what it's worth, Chris, the proof was when the holiday special came about originally. Oh man, the one week Zach did not want it. The one week that Zach did not want it, he got the holiday special, and it was the greatest reaction ever. So, it's my greatest reaction ever. It was crazy. It's fucking nuts, man. It's so special. The Star Wars holiday special. Oh, okay. So, wait, wait, hold on, hold on. Brian, have you never seen this reaction of his? We're not playing it now. Please. Play it. It's not the five-year anniversary. It's not the ten-year anniversary. You have to wait another five years. So, so Chris... Huge Star Wars fan. We started this series watching Star Wars. Eventually, we started picking wheels based off, picking movies based off the wheels. And then one day, we decided we wanted to separate them and make a bad movie wheel. And one of the first things that Chris put on the bad movie wheel was the holiday special, which he had What's never wait, seen. Wait, wait, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on, Zach. Was Chris the one to put it on, or was I the one to put it on? Chris did. Because he wanted to get it done and over with, and this was his way of forcing himself to do it. Two and a half years of waiting for yes. Zach. The one week he did not speak its name. It's he the gets one it. week he gets it. Two and a half years. Right. So I fucked up with the Fast maybe. and Furious. I'm yeah, sorry. you probably maybe, did. Maybe, 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 okay, maybe, 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 who knows? Maybe the curse gets broken today. That'd Possibly. Because really cool. you spin after each episode, correct? Yes. Yes. Alright. Possible. Okay, so just making sure. Yeah, TMNT was the uh, latest one. Then it was Book smart, the yes. shopping mall. So yeah, we gotta go through the so oh. it's curiosity tonight. Okay, that's fair. Okay, okay. All right, so then. Okay, curiosity. Yeah, one more time. One yeah. more time. Curiosity let's, tonight. Let's finish spring and then hit the summer hard. Yes. Yeah. Um so yeah. So curiosity tonight. Um so then 
Hold, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, guys. Okay. I do have one thing I want to say. So, Alex, Chris, yeah. Peter, yeah. In the, is Peter? No, in not the, yet. Not yet. He's coming. Right. Alex and Chris. Right. There is a very good chance that I may hold up my end of a deal we made earlier this year. Uh oh. Dinner soon. Dinner soon. Dinner uh -oh. soon. What are you thinking? Uh, July. Okay. All right. Okay. That's good. That's good. Perfect. Okay. We can plan ahead really well then. Yes. Very well. Nice. All and, right. And hold on, hold on, Chris. I'm going to okay. get another reveal. When I finally make it in, inevitably. And inevitability. Inevitability. Okay. Why are you guys switching chairs? <laughs> don't you don't want to know. It's a it's an audio podcast, Zach. What were you gonna say? If we told you, you'd just say next time anyway. There'd be mystery. <laughs> this has to do with that. You know what? We don't know what you're talking about. Well, what I was going to say is when I'm finally back in, I'm going to reveal the origins of the robot. Oh! Right, right, right as you open the window. <laughs> right as you open the window. I... I I have been, I will, I will have been sitting on that secret for almost a year at that point. I think we started the robot bit when I moved down here, right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So it would have been, it'll probably be close little, little before probably will come out after the one year that I've been out here in Nashville. So I, were, I, I picked up a conversation you were having one time where I was around the corner and you were you didn't notice I was there. So I, I remember hearing a lot of information that I know that you you said that you don't know that I know. And one of the things was that uh, you made me because you wished that you no. and I were best friends. Yep. No, wait, I remember that. You know, I can. Yeah. It's all July. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, wait till July. <laughs> Fine. No, we're best friends. Peter is like having. Peter's gonna like have an orgasm as soon as we tell him. Yeah, he's I, already having an orgasm. We can't. Right. Hear a lot of them. He's having yeah. a lot of them. Yeah. Um, yeah. So okay. So with that, um, if there isn't, is there any more bombshell news you want to drop on us, Zach? It doesn't have to be personal. Yeah. I mean, I have new bombshell bombshell news from the news, but that that's a movie news, news. please. All right. Well, well, Alex is upset about this one based on his reaction. Um, all charges against Alec Baldwin were dropped this week. Okay. I, was, I wasn't upset, but I do think it sucks because he does bear some responsibility as executive producer of that project. Yeah. But, like, how far would that go, though? Like, manslaughter? Because he uh, wasn't the one who loaded the gun. I mean, I think he has culpability. I think he has culpability from an insurance standpoint, clearly, but like... It, it depends on whether he wants to executive produce another movie that could put people in danger again. It's about it's about you as a boss. Yeah. Like, if you're on a film set and something horrible happens and you're responsible for it, how much responsibility do you have for that? How much did you allow to happen? Like, this is a movie set during the pandemic, so there's a lot of corners that were probably cut yeah. in a lot of ways. So um, it's a really interesting case, but he did bear some responsibility, and they, it's a pro this probably. This is the thing. Can I give a little bit of a? Because Alex has mentioned this before. Mm. 
This goes to some other aspects of life. So for instance, I'm in the restaurant industry. Okay. And there's somebody that I work for or worked with or for that was a well-known more, someone I would say on the famous level seen on national TV, stuff like that. And then he represents a restaurant, but not necessarily is going to be the one that's making the everyday decisions. Does that make sense? So like, there's a general manager right. for the, those locations that there's often, middle management. Correct. There's oftentimes people that are put in charge to make those mm-hmm. high level situation decisions, but they will always be superseded by you know the 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 Alec Baldwin's of that. Yeah. But but the quote unquote Alec Baldwin's will not always be on the premise or even around. They're a lot of times they're off doing promotional shit or they're traveling all over the world doing stuff and so they're not necessarily there at the quote-unquote restaurant or movie set right so i see where he can be culpable and responsible on some aspects but there's other aspects where you're like that really wasn't necessarily him you know that he wasn't really the one who pulled the trigger he wasn't the one that was there to check on the guns like he wasn't there to do all that actually he was because he was on set because he's the lead actor too i mean he did actually pull the trigger he did actually pull the trigger right yeah well then there you go okay because he was like that's why i was thinking it's like he's right there i I get your point there's a lot of the story that i don't know and there's some stuff like but i know the bare bones of it the bare bones was they had hired a guy who had problems before with guns on set, bringing real guns on set. Stuff that's like that. there. That's an issue. There you go. He was an exec- and Baldwin was, an, Baldwin was an executive producer of this film. So were other people. So the question is, who is responsible for hiring this guy who allowed real guns on the set with real bullets? Is everyone keeping their mouth shut as to who hired the guy? It's tough to say. I haven't. It's a legal situation. You're never going to get that information. Alec Baldwin obviously has the most money out of this entire endeavor. It makes a good possibility that there's a fall guy on this set for this entire thing but it's really even more complicated when he is actually the person who pulled the trigger that killed the cinematographer right so it is both things i don't think he should be responsible for pulling the trigger but i do think he should be responsible if he's the one who okayed the decision to allow a man with so many problems on his set during a pandemic shoot because they couldn't find anybody else yeah or the guy they didn't have walked off Oh, yeah. One of those two things. There happened. were a lot of other problems on that set of people walking off outside of this. this a lot of like union stuff that, that didn't come through. Yeah. yeah. And talk about to the, the <laughs> fact that uh, someone like him's been in some really crazy controversy already. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like if he can get through this and continue acting and stuff like that, it's like, damn, man. He's going to keep acting, but at the same time, I don't think he'll have such responsibility on his set as he did before. He probably yeah. won't get the roles that he had before. He does have a lot of probably he won't. He probably won't get an executive producer role in him for like a really long time, if at all. I would say something like this: if this happened during Thirty Rock, he probably wouldn't be on Thirty Rock anymore. Oh yeah, probably wouldn't come back. It would be my guess. But he doesn't have anything he's attached to right now, so he can go away for a bit and then come back privately. And he'll probably come back and act again. Yeah. Imagine if his character was still alive in the Mission Impossible universe. <laughs> Uh, yes. Um, yeah, he is gone. That's right. But I mean, every every senator who supports that company or that agency dies in those films. True. We went through them on the Meister Movie Podcast. Listen to those apps. Yes. Yeah. Any, any more news, Zach? 
Uh, I, I have, there's a couple actually. So, uh, before we kind of get into the, there's a meaty one here, but we'll, we'll talk about that one. That's what she said. Uh, we got a new Monsterverse trailer this week. Oh, yeah, Godzilla, Kong, Sizzle Godzilla, X, Kong, right. um, whatever, it's, I don't remember the actual, like, title, new something. It's, it's Godzilla V, it's Godzilla X, Kong. Yes, because he's an ex-com. Yeah. I'm hijacking uh, I, th- I, think I think it's to say that both of them together create something. Hey, hey, are you on my computer? Oh, my God, Chris, get out of his computer. Get, get the hell off. off. Get off his computer. Oh, my God. That's my thing. Oh, my God. Peter, we're, we're recording. You can't be mean right now. you got to be nice, Peter. Also, I brought Brian back from the life. No, no, exactly the world can't know you're in a hateful, hateful, hateful piece of Brian! shit. Oh, there you go. Uh, Zach may or may not be back in town in July. He may or may not reveal the origins He's of the robot. He's gonna maybe be back in town. So you maybe get you might get the answer to your robot question. Okay, we'll see. He's maybe gonna. When you got him in person. Wait, wait, wait. I, I'm sorry. This is, has nothing to do with anything. But we were talking about the Godzilla X Con trailer, and as I'm looking. Oh my at, God! Zilla. As I'm looking at that thing there, you know what it looks like? It looks like the Beast Titan from Attack on Titan. Maybe the new thing looks like the beast type. So a lot of people, Alex, are theorizing that's Orga, and that's why he looks kind of monkey-like. Is that? Well, I, or the new one? Uh, enlighten us on Orga. I knew an Olga. Orga is a yeah, from the Godzilla. <laughs> she was from Rhode Island. What was that? <laughs> All right, Peter's doing a bit. That was Brian. Whoever you. So Orga is a character from the Godzilla mythos. Who can absorb and take on the powers of other titans and monsters? What does he look like? Uh, ugly. Oh, okay. That really interesting. He's Metal Sonic. Uh, hold on, hold on. Let me let me look him up for you. I love ugly. He's a he's a alien monster crazy thing, but. Uh, yeah, he's very—he's like a—he's uh, like a snake and a crab. Jesus. Uh, no, like a snake and a crab. I mean, if Jesus looks like, Chris, look it up. Yeah, like what the hell? Yeah, it's like a crab with, with like claws. You mean the newest? Where was that in Jurassic Park? He can transform into a giant amphibian wants to. Yeah. So it's a change. Let me hold it. Yeah, I know. Let me hold it. Let me play with your toy. That will that will kill you in your sleep. Oh my god, does his mouth open up like a snake too? Yep. Damn, we're looking at some dope pictures of this shit, man. So, his mouth is like a giant funnel. It so, looks like a, that's, that's what she said. So the, 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 big, the big theory is that it's either Orga or Destroya. I'm. Destroya? Yeah. Hardly knew it. Either way, it's a, Mexican, it's a Mexican feminine end to the word. Yeah. Okay. Damn, what'd that mouth do? Look at that. Oh my god. 
That is the scary thing. R slash do not put your dick in that. Oh, so it has a false. WWW R slash do not put your dick in that. That has a small mouth, but then the whole body opens up. That's cool looking. It's got a vagina mouth. That's cool looking. You guys, are you guys talking about destroying? Don't put your dick in it. We just typed in the name on Google and we're looking at images. Yeah. Uh, hold on, I gotta look up Destroya now. Her name's Ingria. Alright, let's look up Destroya. Yeah, look up Destroya now. Destroya, 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 the Destroyer. It's a Bye. song by, uh, My Chemical Romance. It's a band, too. Uh, Destroya? Destoroya. Oh, Destroya. There we Okay, what is that though? <laughs> what is that it's chest piece? Chest that, look at the thighs on this. Ooh, it's all got of dummy them, thick. All of Godzilla monsters got like dummy thick thighs yeah. for some reason. Yeah, okay, running, backs. <laughs> running backs. Running backs. <laughs> 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 I trend and you don't know why. That's I feel like Orga would give a little bit more like diversity. As like monsters go, because this looks like Godzilla with wings. Yeah, I mean, because Destroya looks a little. Destroya is a, a very unique looking monster. It's got a lot of spikes. I just I like the the idea of a monster that can turn into anything and eat you. Yeah. In like one. Eat you. In in one gulp. Back. Yeah. Eat you. In the Godzilla mythos, there's like three main bad guys, kinda. That that like all the movies end up boiling back down to it's it's Ghidorah which they've already done, uh, Destroya, or it's Space Godzilla. Because they've already done Mech. Space Godzilla. Oh my gosh. Okay. I'm actually kind of like looking forward to this. Let's, let's Google this real quick. Like, I, I, this is our first dabble. I'm okay. probably just saving that for when the franchise is suffering, because the minute they put Space Godzilla versus Godzilla, I'm at the theater. Yes, it's got giant crystals coming out of it. Like giant kyber crystals just coming out of its back. It's like Glam Godzilla. It's like if it grew out of solar blades. <laughs> Glam Girl Godzilla. I'm David Bell. I'm Hedgepe Godzilla. Godzupa. <laughs> I like the look, but I, I would like German. I would like to see a monster that we haven't like seen before. This looks yeah. a lot like Godzilla. Whoa. Well, I mean, I, well, that's kind of what I'm thinking because I want to see like I want to see like Orga, who's like a much. I want the ultimate monster. <laughs> I'm at it. Listen, I want them. I want them. No, 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 I got it. I want them to put the ultimate monster in there, and I mean uh, Army Hammer. I, oh, um, talk about Taika Waititi's movie. He's just sitting on it because Army Hammer's in it. Uh, I would say this, Peter. The problem with that is, do it. Say it. in each of the movies they've already done, they've kind of already done cool designs on wasted machos already. Yeah, they just kind of threw them all out. Like the fucking monkey tusks one. That was fucking gnarly. Oh, that one. That one was my favorite. Yeah, it was so cool. King of Monsters. Yeah, they just brought. It was like a sloth monkey elephant. You know. Yeah. So, um, I think like they gotta go like do the space monsters now, which is like Destroya, Space Godzilla, and Orga. I'm out. I'm in. I'm out, bro. Be in for that, dude. Like, honestly, it's it's weird because like. The MonsterVerse kind of came out during that, like, weird period right after Marvel came out where, like, everyone was trying to do a cinematic universe. Because you remember the Dark Universe that never came out, which is the Universal horror movie universe. Yeah, and out of all of it, it seems like the MonsterVerse has kind of found its own niche, which is great because those movies are sweet, even though they kind of suck. But 
No, they deliver. They deliver on what they are. Deliver. They they do what they. I didn't finish that second movie. That second movie blew for me. Uh, I think the second movie is a step up in terms of what you want from the first movie. I think the first movie is still the best, but at the same time, and Kong is after that. But uh, I liked the third one when they went to the, the center of the earth. That show. Yeah, that was Godzilla vs. Kong. That movie was pretty good. So well, yeah, well, here's the thing. So I think the best of the four of them so far is is Kong Skull Island. That movie is actually really good. I think that's the most entertaining out of them all. Yeah, but I think the I think the first one has the best direction to it. Yeah, um, I think Godzilla vs. Kong is just like the movie everybody actually wanted at the end of the day. Uh, it's a great movie, dude. What if What if Kong was in Apocalypse Now? That's pretty much what yeah. it is. It's fucking great. It's super anyway. sweet. Um, I'm excited because they obviously found their niche and they found what people want out of these movies. They're minimizing the human cast finally. Like the only the only like main human cast is like Doctor Lady and the girl who are like have that like personal connection with Kong for the most part. Yeah. So they, like, they've gutted like all the Godzilla characters that no one gave. Oh yeah, I remember that. I would like you know what I want Aaron Taylor Johnson back. I want him to get a second chance. Yeah, like um Josh, he could be like the Josh Hamill from Transformers. Yeah, yeah. and he'd just stand there and be like, all right, we're going over here now. We're going over here. And then five minutes later, he's like. And then occasionally he will fire a gun. But yeah, I, I think they've kind of, I, I think Adam Wingard finally kind of figured out that people go to those movies because they want to watch giant monsters just rumble at each other, and that's kind of. Extra large. I like him for that reason alone. I think they nailed it. Yeah. So, so small. So what's so the next bit of news? Next bit. I think they've kind of just accepted that like they have to have a human plot, but it doesn't need to be relevant really. As long as at the end of the day, the two monsters just get into a giant rumble and it looks fucking cool. I think that's all people care about with those movies. <laughs> yeah. uh, so. so what's the next bit of news? Next bit. Okay. So we're going to talk about some Disney nonsense here. There we go. So we're Wait. Gonna talk, we're going to talk about the Lilo and Stitch live action. Battle. Okay. All right. I've never seen what? Lilo. I've never <laughs> seen Lilo and Stitch. Oh no! Are we, cir- oh, are we like freaking circumventing the wheel today? Let me get you to watch Lilo and Stitch. <laughs> you want to circumvent the wheel for this one? Yeah, yeah, I know. So, so you gotta put on the wheel again. Fuck! Before you come over, hold on, hold on, hold on. So, so let's let's boil down to the the main problem here. So, Lilo and Stitch is a movie about Hawaiian culture. Okay. And, and people who live in Hawaii and normal day-to-day stuff, and they had some alien nonsense. Disney's getting in a lot of trouble because they're white. They're whitewashing a lot of the actors in this this movie. Sounds about right. Well, <laughs> um, but the problem people have is that there are a lot of really great uh, Pacific Island and Samoan and Hawaiian actors who do deserve to be recognized and shown. You know, Dwayne Johnson comes to mind in some of this. Uh, for the actress from Moana, uh, uh, Modavi, I don't remember her name, she's some 16-year-old girl. Um, and people think that Disney making easy choices and picking white actors who are known in the industry rather than spending the time to actually find good Hawaiian actors is not okay. Okay, so the only notable person I see, okay, two, that Chris Sanders is is reportedly talking to come back um, as Stitch, who created sure. the whole thing. Which is fine. And then there's Bing Rames as Cobra Bubbles. 
Outside of that, I'm not going to lie. Who are these people? <laughs> that's the other thing. They're kind of nobodies and they're white. And that's a lot of people's problems. No, like, that is not it, it seems like it's they're... Not they're Okay, I've seen three casts in the last two days, and they've all been different of who Bubbles is. Uh, at one point, Bubbles was a woman. I'm like, okay, and then now Lilo is a white chick. They have casted um, Lilo's sister, Nami? No, yeah, no. Yeah, was also a white girl. <laughs> but I'm saying I've seen three different casts, so I don't even trust Google. Well, I mean, guy. IMDb would probably be the better place to check. I mean, I'm seeing yeah, I'm seeing issues on CNN, dude. Yeah, they announced it on CNN. Tonight on CNN, there was Trump, a, there was a, Ukraine, war, Lilo and Stitch cast, whitewash. I mean, I mean, I figured it's on I can do CNN, I can do Hollywood Reporter, I can do IGN, I mean. Dude, yeah, the whole, the whole, it'd be like someone redoing Black Panther and using white actors. Yeah. Problem. I mean, this is literally the whole Lilo and Stitch is literally a Hawaiian concept. The yeah. whole movie, yeah. the whole show is based on her love and faith, based on the Ohan tradition for in Hawaii. That's literally Hawaiian wow. descent people. There should be only Hawaiians on this. I'm gonna yeah, wait. Except Cobra Ball. And Cobra even? No, I'm just kidding. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> but it should not be white people. I'll tell you that. Well. There's one white guy and he drops his ice cream all the time. It's the only white. Zach Galifianakis. Oh, that'd be great. That's a great bit. Yeah. The sunburn guy and he like always drops his ice cream or his snow cone. But there's one image specifically where it's Stitch and Lilo and it's actually a fake. But it's been going around. People are like, oh, it looks terrible. Yeah. But it's not real. It's just a fan design. Right. And it just looks like crap because so random person. But Um, yeah, all this now coming on the precipice of they casted a black Ariel. Like that's even that's even crazier. Well, I mean, Ariel. Okay, so I, I, a prime example of something like this. I knew a person who was dating somebody, and I was sitting okay. in the room with this girl, and we were watching a trailer. Oh! It was around the time Black Annie came out, like that Annie with an all black cast, so like Jamie Foxx and everything came out, and it looked good. And I was like, I mean, watch that one day. And she goes, Why did they even make it? And I'm like, What? She goes, I love Annie. Why did they make her black? And I was like, I'm sorry. And she's like, why would they make her black? And I'm like, does it does her race matter for the plot of the movie? She's like, no. And I'm like, who gives a fuck? It matters here. Her Hawaiian culture matters. Yeah. That is important to the text. It's important to the I themes. I can't even agree with anything. Wasn't it about like a white girl with freckles and red hair? But that's not important to the story. Her being right. white or that's, even that's ginger is that's that's iconic in that. There is a question of. Yeah. Like, it didn't matter. If anything, she, there are more yeah. black. Uh, I think people get weirded out by. People just get weirded out by using a different character than what they've grown up with. And they're yeah. not happy or cool with people changing that character that when it comes to a story, especially yeah. if it has to do with sort of mm-hmm. like a European sort of mentality when it comes to a storyline. Because they've utilized that for so long to manipulate people and society when it right. comes to things like religion, economy, all sorts of things. So things like... You know, the Catholicism using the Jewish backstory, or I'm seeing the Jesus backstory and using mm-hmm. that over and over and over and over. And when they try to change Jesus into someone other than a white Caucasian male, it's a huge deal. When in fact, he really was 
a man that came from the Ooh, Middle East, yeah. you know, which would theoretically yeah. not be a white European dude who would bake in the sun. You know what I mean? Like, no. it just isn't right. It just doesn't he'd make have sense. He'd be a crispy boy. He'd be a crispy boy. He'd if he was that boy, he'd burn he'd all the time. Crispy he'd burn. But that—that's why this stuff, like what Disney does, and that's why when you get into like real thought process behind Disney and like the super underground thought process behind what they're doing, and also the thought process of like you knew what you were doing when you were putting dicks on the front of fucking Little Mermaid, like you guys knew what you were doing. So there's this weird like stigma of like what really is Disney? What really is behind Disney? What is truly going on with the people that are in power there? Because there's this is not a question. You don't whitewash this story. But guess who can get away with it? Disney. Disney. They are the monopoly. The monopoly, guys. It's, just, it's really interesting to me that they went from, let's make an animated movie filled with the culture, filled with these characters, right. brewing with it, but when we make it live action... We're gonna whitewash that real quick. Right? I mean, so they're the, taking steps back. And then, if anything. and then kill all the color in the movie. Yeah, like what's gonna happen when they make Princess and the Frog live action? It'll be a very, it'll be a very muted color palette. Hercules is next. A blue frog. No, it'd be um, the opposite. So it'd be oh, like this, a red. Yeah. This person. Um, how do you even concept? No, I think it's from the original that, movie. Yeah. This is the original was, cast. She was the original movie. You're looking at the cast from the 2003 anime. No, I'm looking. I'm looking at the. I know that. That's what I'm saying. Um, well, I mean, if Hawaii is in America. So, uh, Disney poured bleach on. So, um. <laughs> true. So, uh. You always forget that, don't we? I, I forget that. It's way out there, yeah. Yeah, it's way right out there. It's way out there, you know. It's so count. So, Disney poured, uh, bleach all over the cast of Lilo and Stitch. Um, all right. <laughs> that seems like they did for the cartoon as well, so. I mean, the voice is behind it. So, uh, next bit of news, Zach? That's all I got. Not much. Oh, that's all he's got. Oh, there is one more, and we gotta get a little dark. We gotta. Hey. You're a little dark. Just a little. About half. Okay. Fair enough. A lot of. Uh, Vanilla I, chocolate. I'm also half. I'm whole. Let's get him. When what? Alex was in the sun back when I was alive, he used to turn into a little bean. Like yeah, an man. actual bean. Like, oh, yeah, he's turned into a little, a little yeah, brown bundle. bean. Like, I'm dead serious. Like, he yeah. looked like a little Mexican child that ran off the fucking border. I think I've, I think I've basically done away <coughs> and killed all of the melanin <coughs> in my body by sitting inside and watching a film, but it was very cramped. I was like a little, like, fat little bato running around. I wouldn't even. I, I was chubby back then. For a little bit, but I would say. A little bit. And, I would say, but it was really funny because he looked like a legitimate. I did, yeah. Like, yeah oh, sure. you mean you mean Jose Maria's kid? Yeah, yeah that's Alex. But the weird thing was, when I was even younger than that, I looked like an Asian kid. There was an <laughs> yeah, he did go through an Asian period for sure. For his age, We're really like, jumping around what, here. What is Asian? Asian? Dude, I have to see the movies. What right? Asian are you talking about? He looked like I would say Chinese. 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 Yeah, 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 Chinese. Because yeah. you're a 
It was honestly the hair. The hair, but also his he had really he had like he was always smiling, he was really cute, and like he just always was like this he just squinting when you smile dude but like dude. always and it was that like he right age, and his hair was jet black you know and he he wasn't out in the sun all the time so he didn't look you know like a little little out of being mexican being you know yet so he did look like a little asian baby i looked like a little asian kid and then i turned into a bato middle schooler and then by high school i like really <laughs> look good like, but I've, I've seen pictures of me at, like when I was 18, and I was like, damn, dude, you didn't know. And so, like, yeah, I changed you didn't around. Know. He was a good looking dude. Dude, by the time right. I, I, someone posted a picture on Facebook recently from like senior year, and I was like, ah, all right, okay. I, I, I had hair. Myself. I was like, damn, dude, you idiot. All right, come on. You idiot. Yeah, man. Spawn. Okay. <laughs> Can still, you can still exactly. throw weight on no, I'm, I'm actually confident with how I look now. Good. Yeah, Good. that's what I learned from the thing. To be I'm confident jealous. now, you look in the moment. Um, all right, Damn. so hold on. Wear a wig. Piece of shit. I, mean, I love you. No, I one's, just, no one's shaming you. I love you. Real quick, guys. I seem to, I seem to, <laughs> What's going on? I seem to write something down. Alex had yes. hair. Um, okay. Uh, oh, yeah, dude. He had hair. Oh, I had hair. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Don't you know? He had a lot of hair. You guys will love this story. He comes up to me one year, this, and, and I'm standing there. <laughs> when you were alive. Yes. When, when I was alive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is when I was alive. So he comes up to me, and he goes, Brian, I have a very serious question. And Alex doesn't ever do that. He doesn't pull people aside. He doesn't <laughs> go over and say, hey, can I ask you a question? I, that's just not how he rolls. So he pulls me aside and he goes, can I ask you a really serious question? I'm caught off guard. And I'm like, what's up? And he goes, when do you think I should start shaving my head? And I look at him and I go, brother. And I put my arm on his shoulder and I go, two years ago. (laughs) And he he goes, oh. And I went, yeah. And then he's like, okay. Very next day, completely shaves his head. And looks a lot, awesome. Yeah. He yeah. did it, and immediately person. everyone was dude. like, "Who the fuck like, is this dude?" Like, if you move people a lot much longer, it's like, yeah. why? <laughs> I have very, I have very thin, very straight hair. So like, when I grow it long, it's just like, it doesn't look good. So now, now I have to wear sunglasses every time he's in the room because of, you know the sheen off the forehead. And then our father growing up always had this tiny circle. It wasn't tiny. It was a circle that was probably the size of like a Coke can Is bottom. Island? Yeah. And sure. it was a circle of hair that sat right tail? here on his head. It was like kind of like a unicorn thing. And it looked great. <laughs> we he all pulled just it like accepted it. He pulled it, it off because he, wow. he was very skinny at the time. Yeah. It um, looks good. And then, yeah. So yeah. when it was finally gone, everyone was like, oh. Who is this guy? Um, so uh, I do. I think very much. I don't think that's a great story. Um, but I do. I do. I, okay. So we do talk I about serious shit every now and then. This is a big you. thing, and it is something we talk about often. Um, do you know anything about Jonathan Majors? Jonathan Majors. Oh yeah. yeah hold on. Hold on. Yeah, hold on, hold on, on, on that, Alex. Alex, hold on on that. I figured you were gonna stop me, Zach. 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 I figured you were gonna stop me. <laughs> Okay, so yeah. just this afternoon, they, they confirmed how much he's getting paid for Kang Dynasty. So he's, I mean, I don't think he was not going to be in Kang Dynasty. He's already shot Loki too. Well, there's other talks because they are talking about recasting him and, and stuff like that. But obviously, yeah. it's not true because 
gonna get paid twenty million dollars for that movie. Yeah, he's if they're still if he's still getting paid for King Dynasty, then he's still gonna be in it. So because there because if you didn't hear about the news from the last couple of weeks is that Adam Driver's in talks to be Reed Richards and It's a rumor, yeah. That's a hell of a call. That's a hell of a call. There's more. That's a hell of a call. Oh that's a hell of a call. That's a hell of a call. That's a hell of a call. Hold on, everybody. Hold on, everybody. So, and then people are now talking about maybe John Boyega replacing Jonathan Majors as King. Now, that's a much bigger depth. That's a much more accurate definition of a rumor. Yeah. Yeah. That would be that. Hmm. Yeah. Adam Driver's, Adam, the mill on Adam Driver. That would be a solid call. Adam Driver has sources. Yeah, that would be a solid call. If you were I, haven't, I haven't seen enough of his acting to know. Boyega? Yeah, just like just I don't know. Okay, so no, uh, I'm not educated. He, can you do some of the stuff he's outside of Star Wars? I was gonna say, yeah. but like here's the thing: he hasn't done a lot outside of Star Wars, but these are the big ones. Attack the Block was it's his breakthrough performance was 18 or something. That's right. Yeah, he's a big room on prizes. He is making the sequel to that currently You're with right. the same director. Pacific Rim Uprising. He's yes. in Pacific Rim Uprising. Okay. I know you're talking about. He's he made a movie last year that's basically kind of a remake of Dog Day Afternoon about a guy who tries to rob a bank. Yeah, my dad was watching that one. Is it I hear it's very good. Breaking. He's pretty good. Yes. Um, he was also um, he was also in the Circle with Emma Watson. He, what, he was in that. He was in that. He was in that oh, movie. God. Yes. Um, the the Woman King. The Woman King. That's right, dude. We gotta watch the Woman King. I've seen enough to know I gotta finish that. Um, he, that was. The one that where the it's oh, all about the women fighters in Africa. Yeah, yeah. yes. That um, was awesome. He was also in Detroit. Detroit. I'm gonna need you to find that. Exactly. So he he hasn't been in a lot, but he's very specific about what he wants. After Star Wars, he was like, I'm taking a break from that shit, and he's going back to the Attack the Block sequel. Also, yeah, we there there's another bit of news. Like he's in talks of being in that Ray film. In what? He's going to be in that, uh, that oh, movie with Ray. Ray's, the Ray film is for sure happening, but people want him in it. He has so far said nothing about it. There's no, a lot of – the reports are flying. Let me put it this way. If he's, in it, if he's in it and Poe's in it, then it's basically Star Wars 10. That's fine by me. Which is all I want. Yes. Is them to just fix what they did with Skywalker. Just fix it. They gotta build their way back. But like it. we all know that Boyega got the worst in those last in that last movie. Right. And he also feels like he didn't get a very good arc in the second movie personally. And he got the worst along with Rose in terms of the fans shitting on him for he being bitch slapped. So like he in every he way was like, on every direction. Done. Done son. Fuck you and your Star Wars. I'm done. Never so, come back. So, so it, it would make it, sense it, if he came back and he was like, so, but so, not like, boy, everyone knows that he's going to come back. And the reason he's going to come back is because everyone who grew up with Finn, who's a pretty good character, is going to go, dude, I, I, I'm in the business now. I make good stuff. You've seen my good stuff. Let me make a good Finn movie for you. One day it will happen. It has to. But I don't think it's, I think it's a little bit too soon for Bayega. Whereas Ray, I think, is like, I think she had the best arc out of the three of them. Yeah. So it was fun was... to watch people still bitch about it. So the news started out originally with us talking about Boyega, Boyega taking over as Kang, right? Mm, Correct? Yes. yes. So I would Maybe. like to say this. Mm-hmm. I haven't seen him play Kang yet. I'm really excited to. Also, I think 
this actor who, who's playing Kang right now, Maybe, yeah. he comes off as a much more intimidating figure than Boyega. And Boyega's got too much of a endearing, charismatic um, sort of wholesomeness around him. He could have I don't know if this is a smart casting, and I would be interested to see how this works hmm. out. But I do, I, I would say this. I think Boyega is incredibly talented, and I don't think it's right to sell him short. Yeah. You know, I think it's right to see maybe maybe he can pull out of this character something different that would be really interesting to see. Because there's been other um, versions of um, bad guys or other characters that have switched on me where I wasn't very happy with it at first, but over time I was like, fuck yeah, so dude, this works. I would know? say I would things say, like the Joker. You know what I, I mean? Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if in the Woman King he plays a pretty aggressive and has to like fight in an aggressive way, which I don't think he ever has done on film really the way that you would want Kane, like yelling at someone and like blasting them with lasers and shit. But the one role I would say that proves that he can be at the very least a character with gray moralities is attack the block. And I don't, I, I won't ruin the I movie. I forgot what the um, plot line was for attack. The I'm going to tell you right now without ruining, because I know you don't like to know too much. I'm pretty sure I've seen it. So uh, there's a group of muggers. They, uh, they mug a woman. And yes, they do. A, a, it's in Britain. So mm-hmm. there's a group of black kids. Stop, 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 stop. No, I'm just kidding. They mug a woman. Okay. And then immediately after they mug her, they all witness an alien land in their neighborhood, like in, on a meteor. You're so, right. Okay, cool, cool. Yeah, so okay, like it's really interesting to watch this group of like gangster kids be tough and intimidating pair up with this woman that they just mugged earlier. And all of them band together to try and stop this alien from basically attacking the black. Sure. What? So he is, he is basically a character that goes from, I'm tough, I'm going to rob you because I'm paying for my sister's medicine, to I'm going to save the block and be the responsible one. And it, like, it is a star-making performance. It's why he got Star Wars. Sure. So I do think that there's a possibility there, but I think what you're saying is correct. Do I think that he could be the kind of intimidating figure that Majors is like major the two versions of Kang that we have seen so far there's a reason he's playing the opposite in Creed 3 yeah you know like, what I mean? yeah but it also it's makes huge. more sense that he uh I mean the anger comes from someplace now and we're all like shit yeah and we're like fuck oh and it's even well, scary too, really. it's like no it's like when I I, I said this uh, last time we, we were talking about this it's like when you and uh you find out that um that uh, Mark Wahlberg once said that, like, I pulled my experience as a father into um, Transformers 4. And then, you know, the context of Transformers 4 is like, ooh. Yeah. It's like, oh. I think um, it really sucks that uh, there were stories and none of them really came out until now, until this incident happened. But at the same time, um, are those rumors true now, or are they still up, up in the there, air? There are. He did attack his girlfriend. He did. There are witnesses. There's video footage. Yeah. And, yeah but yeah. the rumors are that this is not the first time he has done this to one of his relationships. Yeah. Hold on. Hold on. There's now a report that the inciting fighting is not even his fault. Like they they talk about like um that he like punched her and like strangled her or whatever and like apparently there's a bunch of footage that just got submitted like this week that 
she was at a club earlier that night and was like beaten by the DJ or something and like had all that stuff before all that and that there's a distinct possibility he didn't do anything. He just yelled at her. She meant she said in the text that he hit her. Ooh. Yeah, I understand that there are things that she said, but the problem is that there's video footage saying that she's a fucking liar. That's the problem. Uh, okay, look. Uh, Let's not linger on this. The, the, look, the best, the I would not say necessarily that you aren't bringing doubt to this, that there isn't some doubt to it. But sure. the thing is, she did say to him that there was a fight between them and that he did hit her. And the thing is, is that's admittance in some way. And I don't, the way that the text goes along, it just doesn't, I have my own reads on those and it's because they brought them to the attention of the population in the first place. Yeah. But what, here's, here's the thing that makes it really interesting. Everyone is dropping him quietly. Yeah. It's not, like they, it's not like they did it out of the blue and they're like, they came out and they're like, we're announcing that we're going came for, no, it happened a couple weeks afterwards. And then everyone quiet was like, shit, we're dropping him. Like, the, there's some it's like army hammer something like the moment that army hammer yeah. that stuff came out everyone was like okay maybe we'll wait a couple weeks and then everyone was like okay we don't want anything to do with this guy anymore so that's what's interesting to me yeah, so, rumors yeah. that are what's interesting to me so yeah even rumors because literally this footage is was submitted to the manhattan da like this week like it's it's gonna be part of this trial that she was at this club and got fucking beaten by this dj and then she okay. goes. Oh, yes. She could yeah. have been that, beaten look, twice. That dude. doesn't mean doesn't that, that he didn't hit her. Yeah. And that's. I'm not saying they didn't do it. I'm just saying that like he could come out of this innocent at the end of the day, and then all these be whether or not he actually did or not, we'll never know the truth. That's the truth of the matter. He could I come. Mean, okay. Um, okay. She called the cops on him for him touching her, and she admitted in the text that he hit her. So there was an incident where he hit her. Like, that is true. It doesn't mean that he didn't do the immense amount of damage that was done to her. It doesn't mean that she wasn't starting fights or drunk earlier that causing things. But he did hit her, and she did call the cops because of that. Whether that was an extreme thing or not, that's not the point. The point is there's more to it. There's smoke, there's fire, and it turns out that other people have come forward and said that there's fire well, about and, this. And the other thing about that, though, is that there's chances that some of that might not even be true. We don't know. Of course, they're roots, dude. Oh my God. Look, I look. I get what you were saying, Zach. I do. I know that there's more stuff that's gonna come out of here that's gonna I, make this. I, I said that, Alex. How many people came forward about Johnny Depp after that whole shit? And then look where that is now. I do also think Johnny Depp. I I don't believe Johnny Depp fully, and I don't believe any Amber Heard fully. But here's the thing, Zach. At the end of the day. It's not our decision. We are the, we are the public appeal. We that that's all it is. More stuff's gonna come out, sure. And here's the thing, I don't care anymore. Yeah. If you hit your girlfriend at all, yeah. and you're a movie star and you did it in front of people and people saw it, you gotta come out. You gotta be it. Cause look, it's not about the action in this business. It's an image-based business. Yeah. The best, like some of the best people get out of something like this because of how they handle the response to it. Like for example, James Gunn. James Gunn didn't do anything big, but he lost everything for it. And what did he do? He went, you know what? I deserve it, and I'm going to go away. So when he came back, everyone was like, oh, yeah, that makes sense. Because he handled it well. And i, I got to be honest. I don't think Jonathan Majors has been handling this very well, in my opinion. 
but there are other things happening behind the scenes, obviously, that we don't know about that are coming to light, both on your side and on my side. But, like, I understand that you seem to think he's innocent. Well, and I'm not saying I think he's innocent. I'm saying there's shit that's coming out. He might get out of this, and he might get out ahead in the court of public opinion, too. Whether anyway. Hold on. Anyway. No, my show. I'm putting the kibosh on this now because we've gone too long on this. That's final. Okay. You guys should date each other. Very much. They really should. Yes, Alex, please date me. I think it's be, fine it's to talk fine. about serious things sometimes. I know, but like... I, first off, I, I don't even know what this is. Here, here's, a quick, here's a quick end to this subject, okay? Okay, we'll make it quick. First off, I hear both of your sides. First off, Zach, what all you're trying to say is, is there's a chance that the public opinion of him could be a positive one, or not necessarily positive, that he could come out of it um, on the latter side, which would be the better side of it. Yeah, so which I don't, I'm not saying that he, he deserves that either, mind you. Exactly. You're just saying it could happen, whereas Alex is saying his side too <clears throat> and saying this is the way things. So both of you have valid points, but Chris is right. This subject is beat up. Let's move on, pun intended. And, uh, and but um, the thing about that stuff is, is, this, as big of a subject as this is, the minute that it is brought up, you guys have to both realize, especially you, Zach, if this is going to be a subject that's brought up, that this isn't a subject that is an easy one to two minute conversation. This is like sure. some shit where people like have, yes. well, then I there you go that. on Alex. Because you know? yes. it deserves more than that. Before. Yes, it it deserves hours, though, worth of talk. Yeah. Worthy of it. True. Sure. Are we moving on? Yes, we are moving on. Mm. You want to hit up another one? Which one? I'm good. Okay. All right. What did we Alex, watch? This sorry, week? miss you. Uh, I'm fine. <laughs> all right. Uh, that's funny. Just put the heart out too. <laughs> um, all right. Um, what did we watch this week? Uh, Zach, do you want to go first? Okay, go first. <laughs> So ironically, I didn't watch much for movies this week. Um, in fact, I really didn't watch movies this week. Uh, it was a busy week at work, but I spent, uh, I think, I, I watched the Mandalorian uh, season finale. Uh, okay, you want to talk about it? All right. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I might not even talk about that. Uh, that my, my, very my, sweet of you if you didn't. I will not. I will not. I will, I will. I will tell you guys to not listen to my ramblings about that. Um, I watched my usual cadences of anime and other nonsense. Okay. Uh, did you watch? I watched uh, some Demon Slayer because I've been keeping up with that week to week. Uh, <laughs> that was pretty good. Is that right? Uh, I, I don't know, like, I, to be honest, this hasn't really been much of, like, a watch of long-term stuff this week. It's been a lot of watching YouTube this week. Uh, just okay. Anything Anything really uh, stand out to you at all? Um, I've been watching a lot of Horizon, the Forbidden West stuff. 
Ah, okay. So the Horizon Zero Dawn sequel. Yeah. Video game. Yes. Well, the DLC specifically, uh, people people <laughs> losing their minds over Alloy kissing a girl because people are crazy. Ha! Alloy's gay. I always knew. Is that the main character? Yes. That is My name's Ben Robles, and I don't sign off that anything Chris just said. Well, that was a sentence. I'm like certain of it. You don't sign up for croissants? <laughs> no. I, if if I that's said, what he genuinely said, I wouldn't believe it. I said very quickly in almost like commercial terms when they like when a medicine no, comes no, up, no, they're no, like. No, no, I said uh, my name is Brian Robles, and I do not sign off what, on what Chris just currently just said. Wow. I heard croissant. I love croissant. <laughs> All I did was say <laughs> like, like, so Alex, that I always knew she was gay. Like that that was my name's Brian Robles, and again what? I don't sign off on anything Chris is just Yeah. It's like <laughs> of course she's gay. Why is everybody bitching about that? Oh, it's just known. <laughs> no, I, I always figured because I played enough through the game, I was just like, yeah, they're gonna yeah. That's probably where this is going. Oh. Like the first game, you know. Play. I was like, yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. Is there any other characters you guys thought were gay when you were playing them? The robots. Yeah, the robot dinosaurs. Yeah. <laughs> the robot dinosaurs. <laughs> robot dinosaurs. <laughs> um, I don't Denver. know. Yeah. Shinji, maybe? Or maybe Evangelion? <laughs> Link had some. I like, think he was more like bisexual. Than no, he. Link is ace. Link could have been a Tucker. No, I mean, come on, ace. let's be honest. Okay, fair enough. He's totally ace. <laughs> <laughs> he's an ace. <laughs> Peter's reaction is frightening. Gary, get over here. Is it that was um? No, no, no. That was uh that was Orga's nickname actually. You know Tucker. Tucker. She's from Rhode Island. <laughs> yeah, it's it really hasn't been a very movie week for me. I just haven't really watched a lot. Um, what is I, the game? I don't know it. Um, oh, so is, go ahead. I was gonna say, uh, Alex, I think we described Horizon Zero Dawn to you a while ago. Is the video game character looks like that looks like uh, Amy Adams? Yeah. Yes, yes. Yeah. Gotcha. So, so I've been watching a lot of gameplay from the DLC to the sequel that just came out a couple days ago. Um, so, uh, and the internet, being the internet, talked about stupid shit because, you know, it's the fucking internet. Um, yeah. So, uh, yeah, it just, it's been kind of a dry week. Not, not really too much going on for me. I wanted to go to the theater yesterday to uh, catch some movies, but I didn't end up doing it. So. If you were to go to the theater, which movie would you have chosen and why? Good job. Oh, that that is actually hard. Um, I I still. That's what she said. What? That's what she said. Well, so uh, Brian, I don't know if I've told you my issue with movie theaters here in Nashville, but I don't like paying twenty dollars for matinee. <laughs> That's fair enough, dude. That's kind of the price. I was actually just thinking about that. Like, I enjoy watching movies at home. So, for instance, Ant-Man's out. I love Marvel. I want to watch that movie. But it's 20 bucks to buy it to watch it at home. But in my head, I'm like, that's literally how much it costs to go out and see a fucking movie right now. So, yeah. Um, so, probably... Probably... Yeah, 
if I went out, I'd probably do another double feature, kind of like what I did a couple weeks ago, and I'd probably go see Renfield and John Wick. Nice. John Wick. John Wick. I'm ready for it, man. I just watched all three. I'm ready to go. Damn, so good. It's great, Brian. It's really good. Nice. Great. I'm excited. But yeah, I I would probably go. Renfield would probably be the one I definitely want to go. Nicholas Cage was uh, Dracula. Yeah. yeah. Nicholas Holt and Aquafina have to deal with it. That's what I guess. Part of me also, like, it's coming out in the next couple weeks, but uh, part of me also is very likely going to go see Knights of the Zodiac when that comes out. Hmm. What's Knights of the Zodiac? Uh, it is a live-action anime movie based on the Saint Satya movie uh, series. It's like an old 80s anime, and they, they made a live-action movie. What? Is it Chinese or Japanese production? Yes. Oh, wow. Uh, but the, the, the movie... <laughs> what? I said it won't be whitewashed. Uh, no, it I... won't. I'll be your Chinese friend. Yeah, uh, the director <laughs> is the guy that did uh, the game intros to The Witcher and Cyberpunk. Uh, wow. He was an wow. executive producer on The Witcher show. Um, yeah, I mean, he's kind of a, he's just kind of a, it's a Polish dude who's just kind of made movies, and this is his first uh, big budget. Um, well, big budget is relative, and it's budget sixty million. But this first major kind of film to get released in theaters. Nice. Wow. Okay, so Knights of the Zodiac, and then you play a little bit of Horizon uh, Forbidden West. Uh, do you have a quick thought on Mando season three? Um, thumbs up. Thumbs not the down. finale. Not the finale. Just a quick thought. Yeah, it's overall. I gotta think on this one. Sorry. Um, if you guys could fill some some. Oh, I'm saying. All I wanna do is run the river dry, and if I don't, then I'll cry until the river tonight. Right. I got. You. It. He's got it. My pubic hair. Sorry. What? <laughs> <laughs> like to cut the pubic. Ow, ow. <laughs> Are you both? Anyways, if you have it. Anyways, um, I like this season. Uh, I would say the first season is probably still the strongest. Um, so if I were to rank them, I'd go one, three, two. I still think the second season is probably the weakest season overall. Ooh. Interesting. This this season definitely sets up where they're going. Like uh with the Ahsoka oh, show and the Dave Filoni movie and Skeleton Crew and all that. Uh they are definitely heading in a direction. They have a plan and it definitely plays to that plan. Um yeah, I, I like it. I like what they're doing. Uh, I liked what they do. And, uh, 
It's a good season. Uh, I think that the marketing of the season was terrible and did not explain the season at all, but I think that was on purpose. Uh, Chris's confusion over the season is a big indicator of that because the market. Oh, I thought they were doing one thing and that they just went in a completely different direction. And Um, the only thing I will say on it is I wasn't like, I'm like. It'll, it's, it's I don't want to say anything because I don't want Brian to get mad because I don't want to spoil anything. Yeah, I'm going to say... It's, it's I, all right. Yeah, it's good. It, it's all right. Uh, a, not disappointed in it. Uh, I, I still think the first season's the best season. Uh, but the first season, in my honest opinion, is a honest-to-God true Western. And it's really good at doing that. And it really plays the whole lone wolf and cub thing going the whole time. And I love it. And I want them to do more of that. And I think that they probably can do more of that. They they certainly have the opportunities. They had sex. Okay. Yeah, they did. They definitely did. Yeah. yeah, they fucking broke him. Yeah. Oh, Jesus. <gasps> he's 50, man. Like, it's a, yeah, he's 50. It's time. What? 50-year-old virgin. And it's even worse because he can't give consent because he can't speak yet. I mean, he can use the back of the line. He's not force sensitive. Tim Jarn isn't force sensitive. Here he is. He can move rocks. I mean, he is in all no, right places. You know can. what I mean? Not the actual, not Pedro no, Pascal. But he, but he can make, he can tell Pedro Pascal through his thoughts that it's okay. He has not done that. It's with about his eyes. It's about the eye contact, eyes, man. Well, there's a helmet there, as you can imagine. There's a lot of. No, no Gro- Grogu can yeah. come make communication. I'm talking about the Mandalorians. Like, how I know, but like, you can see the helmet during sex. Maybe Grogu wants that. Don't look at me. Yeah, Grogu. I'm, I'm, just I'm, just, broke, I'm, I'm the one who brought up the this. sex thing. I'm yeah. the one who spoiled it. I'm just saying that he wears a helmet when he just sandbags the shit out of Grogu. I'm back, guys. I'm back. <laughs> ow, yeah. ow, 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 ow. Sorry. Why did you, why did you just do Wing Chun on Alex, I very much, I would love for you to see Mandalorian, but I know that you're waiting for rainy day when you're... This is what it feels like. This is what it feels like when he wants you to watch something. He will ask you for ages. I did did the same thing to you, but at the same time, here's the thing. I I expect it because... Um, but what I think is funny about this is not that he's asking is that when people ask me, I'm still like, there's only three seasons. Like, it yeah. wouldn't take that long. Right. <laughs> there's nothing. I could say, well, it's a little weak. Yeah, it's not the wire. So watch that yeah. shit. <laughs> love the yeah. Do it. I. <laughs> Mando season three. All right. Dude, there's there's and, stuff I could dangle in front of Alex to, to tempt him to watch it. No, probably not. I know so, a lot about the show. He knows what he's doing. I'm gonna watch he's, it. He yeah, knows what he's doing. So, um, Brian. Yes, sure. The way this works is you have an honorable mention and then a main thing that you want to talk about. Sure. <laughs> so if you have an honorable mention movie or show or whatever sure. that you want to bring up. Or then, then a main thing that you actually want to bring up to the group, to the book club, if you will. I write people about not making movies and should be whatever you want. Okay. Honorable mention. Is our stupid guest. Yeah, a fidget for you. Honorable mention. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I had. Hey, you guys, make up in the bedroom. I'm done. Moving on. All right. You two are crazy kids. As you wish. (laughs) Why do you have 
Get out! Pull it back in the window! Pull it back into the window! He loves you! Because of the movie. The honorable mention would be Love is Blind. It's this stupid reality show where they take contestants from both sexes and put them in a pod where you can't see each other's faces and you just you talk to each other for hours and hours and hours and learn about so each other. So it's blind dating pretty much. To the blindest. At the start. Oh. Okay. At the start. And then they get to meet each other and see if they want to take it further from there. But oh, okay. it was really interesting because it was nothing like I ever expected. I didn't want to watch it. I had a friend come over and I was doing something in the background and they just turned it on. And then I started asking stupid questions and then I got hooked and I was like, what the? And then I started crying and then there was more crying Same. because I think love is great. And it was, uh, it was a really interesting way of dating. I thought to take people uh, and really learn about who they are from the inside and then see the superficial people who saw each other at the end and were like, no, I don't want to be with you. And then the people that were like, no, I love you. Like this is I lo- I've loved you since we were taught. That's that's all that matters. And so there was a couple couples that came out of this that I was like, that's a nice twist on dude, this dude, sort of dating. It show. was. It was this awesome. Also, it like, was awesome. Like, I feel awesome. like I watched season four. That was a season that I watched. So that, I think that's season one or two. But so that was my honorable mention. And then my actual movie that I want to talk about was Alex told me um, a couple times I was like. Dude, there's this Guy Ritchie movie called Covenant that's coming out, and it looks really good. Uh-huh. I want to see it. I'm not a big preview guy. I don't like to watch previews. I like to go in fresh. I just enjoy appreciating art mm. from the actual, like, from a from a person who's saying, I'm making this art for someone who doesn't know what the hell's going on and walking into it. Uh-huh. And that's on every aspect, but sure. specifically movies. So, and TV shows and videos and things like that from a visual aspect. So Covenant looks badass. I caught just a couple glimpses and then I backed out. Uh And then I told Alex about it and he goes, dude, Guy Ritchie's been crushing it lately. There's a couple movies that he did pretty recently. I would suggest checking out. So I went, cool. So then I had a friend come over. We were hanging out and her and I were trying to figure out what to watch. And so we went and we watched the Jason Statham, The Wrath of Man movie. That's the name. The Wrath of Man. And it was fucking awesome. Chris, you would dig that movie. Dude, it was so good. It was so so good. good. And not only was it a good movie, it was a great storyline. It was an incredibly well-told story, but the fucking visuals are beautiful in it. And his fucking, his camera videography, everything that he does is just awesome. He's such a great storyteller, dude. And I love visually what he did with this. Everything about this story, the way it looked, this was one of the most badass movies I've ever seen. It had everything I wanted. It had fucking guns. It had action. It had thriller. It had suspense. It had Statham. And it had Statham with zero emotions. It was fucking awesome. It's the way you want Statham. like Mechanic style. Dude, it was so good. It was fucking awesome. So I highly recommend watching it. And I'm probably going to end up checking some other shit out for him, too. The but... Gentleman was the next one. Oh, I've seen The Gentleman. But okay. th- this this was cool. And uh, I, she watched it with me, and we were like, we, we couldn't move our eyes. Like, we were just like, oh, my God, this is just so good. And, if, and it keeps you on your toes. You don't know who's what, where's what, what's going on. Like, it's got a really, like, confusing, suspenseful feel to it. And you just, you don't know who's who. It's cool. 
Yeah, dude, it's hard to. Josh Hartnett? Oh my God. Chris, Chris. I haven't seen him in anything recently. I would agree. That's what he said. It's very hard to predict how this movie goes. Second of all, Josh Hartnett has had a huge resurgence through Guy Ritchie alone. Dude, that's epic. Guy Ritchie has brought Hartnett back for sure. Especially in this movie, I was like, because you think, because every preconceived notion you have of Hartnett when you walk into this, you think he's going to do something, and then you get to the end of the movie and you're like, He's not even that big of a character, but you're like, you utilized him so accurately. Yeah, and it was perfect. It was great. Yeah. Wrath of Man. Okay, Brad, have you seen Den of Thieves? Yeah. They're very close to this kind of movie. Yeah. yeah. Each, a lot of stuff like that. It's just, it, it was a very well done movie. And, you know, it's, uh, like I said, you, you're, the whole time you're watching it, you're confused. And that's okay. And I felt great the whole I, the whole time. I was just like, "What the fuck is going on? What the fuck is going on? Yeah, what the fuck?" And then when yeah. it all kind of came together, I was like, "That's awesome!" Uh, there's a few. He's made so many movies with Guy Ritchie that, and there's some like some bottom ones like Revolver or um, there's a. I think that's the one with Chess, but like this is certainly a huge comeback for them. And they've and they've they've got another one coming soon after the Coven. So I'm very excited for it. Yeah, I haven't, I haven't really... It's Hugh Grant back, too. Yeah, I haven't really seen anything of Guy Ritchie since Game of Shadows, um, the second Sherlock Holmes movie. So I've been out of the loop, kind of. No, wait. We did, we, did, we did a Guy Ritchie movie, didn't we? I don't believe so. Interesting. So, but, like, yeah. This looks pretty good, but I haven't really seen anything of Jason Statham since the last Fast and Furious movie. Oh yeah, he was in the Fast Furious. Because a lot of times he uses his he uses his uh, personality and he's talking a lot. And <clears> yeah, he has a lot of the same character when he gets in a lot of movies where you're kind of like, but this one it was great because you you saw the perfect parts of Statham that you want to see, which yeah. is he's meticulous, he's right. calculated, like his movements are really cool to watch, especially when it comes to like fighting and all that sort of stuff and it was just it was cool it is post yeah. Yeah. So oh, here, wow. uh, he's just in it yeah so here's the thing um, it's for you peter well, well, I, you know me for your audience I well, love post malone, well, no, you know? post malone is part of the genre that peter loves he's not an artist that peter loves he came, I, mean, I don't hate him I'm he came from that oil but like that's not what he paints with oh, uh, come on man make some enemies uh, he's, he's, making fun of him. Uh, he's a cool guy so this is what i said he's right behind Statham is oh, interesting uh, because in the first two Statham movies that he did with Richie, it's a lot of talking. He's like, oh, hey, boy, it's your fault. It is your with your egg and you go yeah. with the dog that's going to snatch. Like, a lot of that. And then the transporter <laughs> comes along, and it's his first real action series. And it's a balance between him being human and being like, I don't want to touch this. You don't go near my house and my car. And then also kicking ass. And then later he gets those like movies where he's just doesn't talk and it's direct to DVD action films like The Mechanic and stuff like that. And they're not bad, but he ran that game for a bit. It wasn't until about Spy that he everyone was like, oh, yeah, Jason Statham's funny again. But what I love about this movie that Brian's talking about really well is that he doesn't talk much. He is mostly quiet and you don't know what is on his face. And it's because he's worked so well with the filmmaker in understanding what to do behind yeah. the scenes with the character. Yeah. That he puts it all on screen. So I'm going to utilize him so well. I'm going to talk through something mm. for a second. Yeah. If you'll indulge me in my thoughts here and then we can move on. Mm. Um, so that whole thing about Fast and Furious about how like the rock and the diesel and like Jason Statham will all calculate how many moves are made and taken to make sure it all equals out so nobody, you know, 
gets over and the story is just that and the story can suffer for it. Like that, I, that really irked me because that really has a cadence of, well, then there's no tension in any, in like any of this, in anything that like Jason Statham or The Rock will do. Because like, I know they're not going to die. Why would The Rock die in his own fucking movie? You know, why would Jason Statham die in his own freaking movie? He's not, his ego's that big. He won't do it. So like, I just go in there with that, like that, preset then i've then the thought just occurred to me as i'm thinking about this as you guys are talking because i can multitask but like um that's kind of what john wick is and i love that so there's really no reason for me to not see this just because jason statham's in it because like if, I, if you guys are saying what i think name like, a movie where keanu died matrix um no Revolutions. He's alive. No, no, he dies in the third movie. Yes. Well, but he comes alive. Like, let's be honest. Not like, what, name choice. another movie where Keanu's like dead, yeah. dead. Shoot. Um, Spoiler, because it's what movie was oh, it? Oh, that's right. That's right. I remember, and it's a hard one. Mm-hmm. It's a hard one. That's what yeah. she said. Um, or didn't say. Well, now that Zach's back, is can I also indulge you on this? Okay. I wanna, I wanna throw this out there too. Okay. In my, I know you guys know a lot deeper. I, I know your backstory and a better understanding of the whole Mandalorian world and what, right. what it's moving in and things like that. But I do think it's fair to give the casual fans perspective. Okay. So I am someone who loves Star Wars, has always Nerd! cherished. He judges. <laughs> So I'm the casual fan, Star Wars fan, but I love Star Wars. So like I'm I'm the type who probably (laughs) I didn't watch Andor. You know what I mean? Like I I I I probably gotta go back to Andor, but I didn't watch Andor. Or I did think that the first one, two, and three were not that great Star Wars. I mean I we could get into all that stuff. I feel like I have a valid take on it. But that being said, I do believe the Mandalorian third season is far better than the second because I think that they were caught off guard with how well received that Mandalorian was going to be taken, especially that first season. And like Zach said, it's a fucking Western and it's awesome, dude. You fucking love it. You fall in love with Grogu. You fall in love with everything about it is so good. And when it came back in season two, highly let down. I was like, I don't understand. Like they obviously they're together now, but these yeah. little yeah. mini journeys and stories didn't really make sense. I think what they were trying to do was show the relationship between these two building, and that was what it was doing. But as a fan, I would have preferred that in season three, <laughs> you know, what I mean? or season four. But well, this season well. for me, I'm ex- super ecstatic. Because you're starting to get to see more of the Mandalorian world, which is what I've always appreciated and I've wanted to see. And then you're starting to get to see more of the community of the Mandalorians that came to help his ass out and help him get Grogu out of, you know, firefighting and shit like that when they were uh, in it in the first couple seasons. But you start to see that relationship happen. And that's all I ever wanted. Did I feel like they furthered that storyline a little bit more than I was anticipating in season three for sure but 
Um, what they've done with what they've had, I'm so fucking pumped for every episode. I'm excited for where it's going to go. This finale has been a great buildup. And I would say everything that I've uh, wanted as a casual fan has been that, which is a more of a continued storyline versus a story per chapter situation. Mm -hmm. And also more back into the storyline between the Mandalorian and him fighting um, the Moff Gideon, Moff Gideon, which is Moff Gideon's fucking crazy. And it's cool to see oh, yeah. this badass it's, dude. It's, kinda, it's, it, it's really fun it's to see it. his like his take on his um, his nemesis and, and who he is as a as a um, antagonist. So but the, right now, very excited about three. I, I do think Zach's right. One is the best. Two was not very uh, satisfying, and three has been very satisfying. I would say, as a casual fan, I would rate it between an A minus and mm-hmm. an A, like a like a 90 or 91. Yeah. Because uh, some of the things you, are a little confusing. They they're leaving a little too much. I think they're trying to jam a little too much into the season. So, so to give you some, to give you some, walk the tightrope, Zach. Walk the tightrope. I know, I know, I know. I'm gonna be very quick. That's pretty good, right? Without revealing too much. Yeah. Yeah. So, so Brian, um, they are, they have an end game planned. Ah, end game. Um, they they have a plan that they're building towards a movie right now. That the 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 guy, the main lead creative guy behind Mandalorian is is going to be in charge of. We've got uh, two more series left to go. We're getting Ahsoka season one and the show called Skeleton Crew, which is Jude Law and a bunch of kids doing adventure shit. Cool. Um, it is building towards something. So, so it, it, I understand you're, um, you're, they're stuffing too much in. But they are trying to get to a point in the series where I wouldn't expect another season of Mandalorian before this movie. That I, makes sense. It yeah. makes sense. I yeah. mean, they, they, it's I, got that very uh, Marvel feel to it. Mm. So I, so we, uh, we, so Ahsoka comes out, I think, in May, uh, May or June, Chris? No, August, right? Uh, yeah, uh, Ahsoka's in August. So, and Skeleton Crew is probably going to come out probably in December, something like that. And they're so probably... Who is who in regards to what character within the universe? They're, oh, 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 oh. I got it, I got it. So, Skeleton you, Crew... No, you want, no, listen, you had the last part. Come on, you gotta give me this. Well, without getting too hardcore, just give me kind of like a... New characters. Oh, brand God, where do I even start? Um, brand new characters. Skeleton Crew is going to be pretty much brand new characters. Okay, but you're asking... No, well, I'm talking Ahsoka. Ahsoka is, is tied directly to, like, Clone Wars and, like, the Rebels show. Clone Wars, Rebels, animated character turned live action, now played by Rosario Dawson. Um, Long green tentacles. Blue. Uh, no, 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 that's Hera. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I know what you're talking about. So yeah, we're going to be introduced to a main character of that um, race of people. Yeah, no, no, Brian, so you've already seen the character. Hold on, Chris, I got this. So in Mandalorian Season 2, you know the the episode where he goes to that one planet and there's that Jedi girl with the white lightsabers? Yeah, so this is the story behind her, right? This is her, yeah, this is her TV show. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. 
So we're showing Brian the trailer. No, now. I'm out. I'm out. He I'm doesn't out. like trailers, guys. He doesn't like trailers. Not the stuff I'm gonna watch, dude. Yeah. That looks awesome. Exactly. I no, just didn't yeah. know that was her I'm name. I'm sorry, but Brian, the fact, I know yeah. exactly which character you're talking about. You gotta be very careful with him. He literally so, can't show any images. You can't tell. And him so anything. that's probably why they did that with season two was because they were gonna. They had to do these little mini adventures in season two in order for you to understand some of the complex characters that were gonna come into play in the later. Yes. Story. And this is all, uh, so I'm guessing Skeleton Crew is probably going to come out in December or something like that. We don't know much about it. And they're probably going to start shooting the movie the year after that. So what happened to Boba Fett? Why was Mandalorian all over Boba Fett? (laughs) Great question. Great question, Brian. We'll find out when the movie comes out. Best answer Uh, I have for you? Um, Yes. Probably not. Uh, another another season of Boba Fett, or yeah. actually, it's, it's in the end. Because theoretically, it would make more sense to just bring that character and put him into the Mandalorian world. I just want to see. I just want to see. I just want to see Boba Fett doing more of this, like riding a banta. All right, all right, all right. Okay. To, okay. To they're not done with the Boba Fett character, right? To, to, to speed, for the sake of time, because I know Chris doesn't want this to go down a, a rabbit hole. Um, not much. They are le- unlikely to do another Boba Fett season one because the first season didn't do that well, and two, they're gonna nervous. they're gonna use him in the movie. Perfect, good. That's the, all I want because they should keep the character. Yep, they're gonna keep all the characters from like Boba Fett, Mandalorian, Ahsoka, and Skeleton Crew in this movie. That's that's where it's all leading to. That's that's their big big brain plan for this this part of the universe. Cool. So Wrath of Man. Yeah. Put that on the list. Yeah. You'd like it, but it's I'd so like good. In fact, you'd like a lot of Guy Ritchie. I know I would. Yeah. Maybe not King Arthur. I don't know. I think you'd like King Arthur. I'm starting to come around on him. It's a I good, feel like that storyline's been told so many times. That's the reason why I'm staying away from it. Oh. But the Guy Ritchie part is the appealing aspect. That is the appealing thing for me, too. I'm not really that high on Charlie Heenan. Uh, but I would love Excalibur. I think Excalibur fucking rules. I volunteer to go next, because it is my show. Uh, <laughs> um, honorable mention. I forgot to mention this last week. I don't know why. The Batman. You rewatched the Batman? I rewatched the Batman. And, um, Am I allowed to play this trailer? Yes. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I, I love that movie. I've watched it many times. So wait, 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 hold on, hold on, Krebs. Alex, yeah. why are you and Brian switching seats every single time? We we know that we know that it's causing weird weird uh vibes for you. It's so throwing you off, man. Throwing also, off. it's an audio podcast, you don't have to point it out. It's driving me crazy. And we say when we're saying weed, we mean like we'd like to tell it's, you what we're talking about. But we wait, can. hold on. It's we did a movie. Uh, it was Indian we was seeing him. We do not Roller. recommend it, but do whenever not. the guy would go like beat somebody up, he'd walk over and be like, you make me crazy. Whenever he's whipping innocent civilians. Oh, yeah, he helped a lot of people with belts. It was pretty. Just takes the belt off and just. Listen, out of context, it looks hilarious. But when you think, when you're actually, when you're in the know, it's like, oh shit. Yeah, if you were in that moment, like watching someone getting beaten by a cop with a belt. Yeah. Their belt. Anyway, Batman. Anyway, the Batman. (laughs) Speaking of police brutality. um, So um, I watched this and I'm just like, I'm baffled. 
by a couple of things. Baffled? Baffled? Yes. I'm baffled by a couple of things. This should have been nominated for Best Cinematography. Nominated. Agreed. Rip, man. Yeah. Like, I, like, the more movies I see of last it's year, beautiful. the more I'm like, why? Dude, last year was that whole year got that whole category got wrecked at the Oscars. Yeah, the whole category got wrecked at the Oscars. That was a project one. Such a great Roger, no, that, that's what I was trying to say. Roger Deakins is right. The wrong people. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Such a cool scene. The, the greatest living cinematographer right now is like the Batman should have been nominated. What the fuck is Tucker that? Maverick should have been nominated. Like all these other movies yeah. should have gotten nominated. Like, cinematography is a but that, but it also points out just how good this year was. Yes. Like, oh, fuck God. the Oscars. Look how many good looking movies. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't care sure? about the Oscars. I don't want to fuck it, man. I don't know. Oscar, Oscar, you mean Oscar the Grudge? No, I just don't care about that. The Oscars have some merit in the in the right that when they do it's come unfair. out, they. So it's what's unfair. unfair. Yeah. What's unfair? <laughs> Competition. No, it's uh, it's the whitewashed version of a Disney movie. I mean. Okay. I, I feel the Oscars. Don't you I, feel like they? In fact, it's always been a huge argument about how I, many black no, actors are nominated. I see what you're saying. Being, I do, but I feel like over the past five years they've been starting to change. Yeah, it's it's they're going uphill. Yeah, a little. Well, they're, they're, they're trending upwards. A little faster. Every every. But yeah. you're but you're chop, over. Chop, chop, chop. You're over. <laughs> you're almost a hundred years of evidence. <laughs> yeah. Whatever. Yeah. Dude, these past so, five years, they're kind of on the way to a good Kind of. I had to point out a stupid sounded. Anyway. Um, That's how I sounded? No, how's it sounded? I sounded. Oh. I'm sitting here. I'm sitting here. I'm like the last You're five standing. years are like the last almost century. And I'm like, yeah, I know, but five years though. <laughs> like, yeah. They kind of They okay. are starting to change. Like everything everywhere all at once is a huge like everything Itch. everyone's parasites Itch. and moonlight are Itch. prime examples of the last five years that they are changing. Because they're like, let's sneak in one black president. I don't know if that's necessarily the case anymore. Because I'm uh, the last five years. New world order. I am new world not, order, no, not deleting that. Uh, <laughs> in the past five years, dude. I'm a conspiracy theorist. Three movies in the past five years show that they're starting to change their colors a little bit. No pun intended. Pun intended. Well, well, the Batman. Oh, good. Speaking of black characters, um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> emo, no parents. No, um, Darkness. That's it. I don't no know. That was, I don't. I don't know if that was a better joke than my binary joke when we uh, at the, the beginning. Uh, right? I said that women were the only binary. Um, so, yeah, I again baffled. This didn't like get nominated for be- for best cinematography. This movie looks. Gorgeous. It does that muted color palette gimmick, but it actually uses it to the story. It's a David Fincher. It's, it's, it's definitely it's a Fincher movie saturated. made by Matt Reeves. Yeah, yes. dude. So um, this, this kind, yeah. Oh man, this is so good. This um, movie pushes me into watching it every single time I think about it. You are. You, well, you don't want to leave. Well, wait. There was a trailer I, for the Penguin Show too. Did you guys see that? Yeah. Wait, say that again? Say that again? There's a trailer for the Penguin Show. Because he's got to see this. There's a trailer for the Penguin Show. So they're going to do a, a movie about the a show. show. An HBO Max show. About um, Colin, Colin Farrell and everything. Oh, cool. Yeah, trailer came out this past week. No, Remember seriously? Here's, that's yeah. a, so speaking Danny of Colin Farrell. played a great Penguin. Yeah, yeah I thought Colin Farrell was pretty good. No, too. Colin. I got you! I got you! Yeah, 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 yeah. Colin Farrell was a great Penguin. Yeah. So and this started in this. So show. they're gonna keep that that universe going. Then. Yes. Yes. Cool. Yeah. Thankfully. Um. 
Now, yeah, Colin Farrell, speaking of him, disappears. Like, makeup yeah, all that makeup. Have you seen the video where he where he gets the makeup on for the first time? He's just in the back room. He just changes right there. Yeah. And the camera guy's like, oh, okay. <laughs> no like, way. Not even just, like, makeup. Are you serious? Yeah. That's awesome. Not even just, like, makeup. It's just, like, he performs it so well. He just turns around and just looks at the guy. And he's just, you know, they're just filming behind the scenes. And he's like, what's going on? Yeah. He's over here. He's doing it for him. Yeah. Yeah. So I I really I, I really did enjoy it. Like it was just so many people died in that car chase. Oh yeah, so many people died. Um, so many people died in that flood. What I did. Oh, the car chase doesn't matter. My main thing that I want to talk about, Alex, you, um, since we landed on the Princess Bride and it was a movie that we have mostly seen before. You yes, we're both swing. Yeah, because. I'm, I'm intimidated, intimidated right now. Yes. And we don't do this to make people intimidated. Right sure. Now, but it doesn't. Well, don't say don't say anything off cut then. We won't hurt you. Okay. We're like the shirts. Yeah. We're swinging in different ways. We're gonna cut you. Take his money and his jazz. Dude, you got blood on me. I need your jazz spirit. Give it to me. Like he had the blood out of his neck. Um, so anyway, the main thing I wanted to talk about. Okay. So since it, since it was a movie we had all seen before, we're all familiar with, very popular word, movie. Word. Alex, Maverick. you said oh. yes. Um, I almost did. I almost Watch something that is new to you. Yes. So I kind of, it was in the genre that I'm familiar with, but it was something that I had not seen before. Dope. It was a movie that I've had my eye on for a while. Mm. Peter, look up. Kate. Oh, yeah, because we well, talked about Kate. it. Mary Elizabeth Winstead of uh, Kicking Ass. After the princess, you're going on a run now, aren't you? Yes. Yeah. Um, oh, a small run. Mm, I want to see it, too. Um, I've been putting it off for a while. So, I, so yeah, I, I just I, I popped this on, watched it, and it's just like, this is, this is really good. Mm. Really good shit. Like, 8711 did the action for this? Oh, man. It yeah, really just good. right up your alley. Yeah. Oh, I'm going to watch it tonight when I get home. That's um, great. Almost still at the train. I'm just kidding. No, 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 no. So I'm going to... See, I wanted, I wanted to... Yeah, he, that's what he does. So, okay, I got, then I got to dance around this. So I'll no, do no, 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 no. I mean, oh, okay. dance. 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 <laughs> so basic premise. Basic premise. Um, so Mary Elizabeth Winston is a, is an assassin, and so she um a, a, a hit goes wrong. Is she part of like a company or is she? It's very like a shadow company. Uh, is of assassins, and so she's working with them. A um. Oh my god, that clip scene was great. Oh man, I gotta tell you, I gotta tell you about like there is one of the best kills I've ever seen um, in this movie. So she, it, it, it's a hit gone wrong, and then her, and then um, somebody, somebody's just like, you know what? I'm gonna poison her with like weapons grade uranium. Jeez. I'm gonna put it in her wine. Yeah. And so now she has like pretty much 24 hours to live, and she needs to find out who pretty much killed her. And why? It's a remake of an old 40s film noir called D.O.A. Dead on Arrival? Mm-hmm. I see. Um, but obviously cooler. They've remade yes. it over and over and over again, and this is just another form of doing it action-wise. Oh, Crank, yeah, no, no, Crank no. is pretty much that. Yes. Uh, Crank was pretty fun, too. I watched that. So, um, 
So yeah, that is it's like just watching her like her like you're seeing this out of order, but like she's degrading throughout the entire the movie. Yeah. yeah. But it, it it they work it into the story, into the fight too. Because like she has to fight while she's poisoned with like freaking uranium in her freaking system that's killing her over the course of like an 18 hour period. Mm-hmm. So period. Yeah. Because it's a woman, I got it. Thanks, Peter. That's where we're all. Here. Thanks a lot, Peter. That's where you're that at. is not at all Jeez. where he was going. Whoa, whoa, guys, don't you do that to him. Don't you do that to him. I said, don't say anything. I've killed her. I'm just saying, I got a girlfriend. I got, what? I got a platform. Oh, now you do oh, yeah, as a No, he's always said no, comma. As a girl, he always says comma. Oh, comma. Period. He's throwing stuff over here. Anyway. What you doing? Whacking a fucking can over there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <Ooh>, Great one. Is <laughs> Banksy sexy in the gift shop? I call it her banks. Yeah. So I forgot. <laughs> so I forgot that uh, Woody Harrelson was in this. I'm okay. sorry. He's all right. Uh, he's Woody Harrelson. Yeah. Um, Most people thought this movie was all right. Yeah. I thought I thought it, I thought it was pretty good. It looked, I mean, it because really of her, good. I have a magical action movie crush yeah. on Mary Elizabeth Winstead. She yeah. So, I, so um, much ass. You got yeah. shot. She's going to be in Star Wars as well. She's going to be. She. Place. Yeah. Is there really much that Woody Harrelson can do wrong? Women. Oh, you know what? That's yeah. news. Apparently, Woody Harrelson and Matthew McConaughey <laughs> might actually legitimately be brothers because of how horny their parents were. And he's like, I'd love it. And Matthew McConaughey's like, I don't want to do a DNA test. And Woody Harrelson's like, but you gain a brother and a father who might have killed JFK. That's so what weird. The Whoa. Whoa. What the What's up with the Oswald shit? Yeah. Woody Harrelson's father probably was involved with the killing of JFK. His father was legit an assassin. We all know that. That's true. Yeah. And he was probably involved because he was there that day. What the fuck? But, but what's with the Oswald connection? <laughs> it's not Oswald. No, he was there. He was a patsy, right? He was he probably was the guy with the gun on the grassy knoll. Right. Oswald Harrison's Woody <laughs> Harrelson's dad probably is one of the men who actually killed JFK. He's a he trained assassin. assassin. He happened to ha- be happened there. to be there that day. So this we're the odds. Like, right. <laughs> Right. Is his dad still alive? No. God, no. And he's talked about this before. Yes. Anyway. So, he's in a movie recently about the assassination of JFK. Like, he's about it. This is like... That's yeah. mind-blowing. I know. The fact that they might be brothers in McConaughey's... Like, don't, you, yeah. don't you feel like there's is some under-the-table stuff going on here, guys? Come on. Just a little. Don't you um, think that's a little weird? I think it's a... You're cool really, look it up, man. It's a crazy story. Wow. Yeah. Crazy stuff. It's been knowledge for a while, so there's a lot of evidence and history <laughs> no. to it. Well, then Peter didn't know. I know because we're all we're standing on the shoulders of giants. So there's a lot we don't know. Yeah. Anyway, Kate, we're standing Kate. on giants. Uh, um, I thought this was wood four. What does he say? What does he say in the movie? I can't do an injury to giant. Yeah, yeah. Um. So I really liked it. It's on. It's on. Uh, it's on Netflix. It's a Netflix movie. Um. Yeah, I've been putting it off because of all the neon lights wanting me to watch it in a specific way. Sure. I Pants off. Yeah. <laughs> um, I have to say, Alex, I know you like. Well, I really like Mary Lou's blue ones. No, but I really, I really like. like you you said it was okay to to like say something about John Wick four about like Stairs? specifically no okay. fire. Oh, fire. Yeah. <clears throat> I'm sorry. The flaming shot. I have heard about that. Yet. Okay. I have to tell you about the best kill in this movie that I think you'll get a, get, get a kick out of. What are you whispering for? No, because like I'm trying to make sure that 
Brian is okay. Uh, <laughs> I love when we all forget from time to time. Uh, this no. is a recording. Yes. We are recording. Yes. It feels like um, we're just talking. Yeah. Okay. It's a good feeling. Yeah. So it's great. My favorite kill in the entire movie mm-hmm. is in the club scene. That emergency defibrillator. Like, you know, like that you use. The hell did you yeah. say? Emergency defibrillator. Emergency defibrillator. Like that, you know, that. Clear, clear. clear. Yes. Yeah, yeah, I got, okay. No, I know. I was going to say, sing it for a third time. It's going to make yeah. me understand what the hell is. <laughs> okay. But you know what I'm sing talking about, right? Clear. So, <laughs> favorite. She just, she takes it in the club scene. Shoot. Right in the freaking head. And it's just like, I'm like, oh, God, that's the best color I've ever seen. Like, it was just so good. All right. But like my favorite visual moment is when she's just like, she's worn out and like she's because she's dying from like freaking weapons or uranium. She just needs a coffee. Right. But like no, she's fighting this guy in a penthouse and like she takes two like champagne glasses and she's like tired. She's like this, but then she's gotta like fight this guy. She warms up and then just like bam. Like she's got oh, two shards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Oh, she uses them as like. Uh... Yeah, she uses them as like nine rain claws. Dude, yeah. Dude, have you seen Birds of Prey, Brian? Uh, isn't Michael Keaton? Yes. No. no. Birds of Prey? No. <coughs> Harley Quinn. Harley Quinn. The solo movie with Harley Quinn. Uh, yes. And I loved it. She, I'm in love with her. She's yeah. Huntress, yeah. She's yeah. with the bow and arrow. Yeah. That was what I was like. Hell? Isn't it the one where they go onto the island right away? No, that's Suicide Squad. Okay, that's Suicide Squad. No, Birds of Prey is you is, McGregor is like an evil boss. Harley Quinn is just trying to eat a breakfast sandwich. She gets a bunch of girls <laughs> yeah, together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so the one with the bow and arrow is Mary Elizabeth Winstead. She's, she's also in Scott Pilgrim. She's the main girl of Scott Pilgrim. Yeah, yeah she's Ramona. So she's Ramona in Scott Pilgrim. She's in love with her. She's mm-hmm. kicked around for a while, but like the moment I saw her in Birds of Prey, I was like, hello, you're really like... Because I, I pay attention okay. to... Women who kick ass as action shows like Charlie Theron. That's why he doesn't talk to my yeah. sister. The next one, I'm telling you, what? Joey King. She doesn't kick ass. Joey King was in Bullet Train too, um, as well as The Princess. We yeah, watched The gone. Princess, and I'm telling you, she's the next one. Yeah. So um, I'll watch her do anything. I think she's a great actress. Yes. She's cool, and she 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 uh when she kicks people's ass, I believe it. Oh yeah. So like, I think the moment. <laughs> Like the well, like that the whole like, like kicks ass. That whole glass shattering moment is actually that in the trailer. Sick as fuck. It does. But like it's yeah, so, inside of her car looks dope. Yeah, it's so it's so much fun. So um, so like okay, um, so Kate, I really enjoyed it. Like just Mary Elizabeth Winstead, just kicking ass. One thing I did notice though, I forgot how tall she is. She's very tall. Yeah, she's like freaking six feet easily. Oh yeah, Gemini Man too. Gemini Man, oh yeah. Some kicks ass in Gemini Man. But she, that movie's shit though. Uh, uh, she's great, man. Yeah, I guess. You know, like, I mean, like, yeah, I really just think it's fun watching her kick the shit out of people. But um, Jesus, she has an intensity that I just love. Yeah, she just gets into it. It's awesome. Oh yeah. So like, she's gonna be. I also watched the movie as like scouting for like, cause she's playing Harrison Dula from Rebels. So I was just like, okay, what is like, what's the small sample size that I can get? Like, god dang, wow. Okay, yeah, she could be here. She could be here all day. She did, I, I would like I'm okay with this with like nerd. <coughs> yeah I'm a nerd. Um but like yeah, it's just it's it's a lot of fun. Also the the teenage Japanese girl <laughs> that she's like with is also really good. Um like yeah, that whole character is like, oh that's such a great movie. Like she's got the comments, start starting to stab the guy. Um but like yeah, so Kate. 
enjoyed it. Dope. A lot. We are going to have to take a break because Zach's got to go. Because we have to deactivate the other robot. All right. You know how to do that, right? Alex, you haven't forgotten how to do that? That's the other plug. But that's on the <clears throat> other hole. Plug it. Plug other it. robot. Plug Brian. Brian. Yep. Oh, what? I got to find it on Brian? No, we can't turn off Brian. No, but it's turn off you. And then a different you robot. can't turn off a ghost, man. Don't worry about that. All right. Well, before we go, Zach, uh, how'd you make the robot? Not till July. Not till July. No, now. Shut up. Um, let the man have his bit. Do you want to talk to you like that? Alex is 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 very needy to one right now. Yep. Yeah. So okay. So first off, uh, thoughts on Princess Bride? I obviously I love it, dude. It's one of my favorite movies. Love it. Okay. Obviously. Do you, like you want to go into detail at all? Do you just want to leave it at that? Uh, I mean, like I. We've all seen it. Like what? Like what more is it? The movie's iconic. It's it's great. You know, it's so good that Ryan Reynolds made a whole movie making fun of Fred Savage just to do it. Brian looks very confused by this. and they framework it with Deadpool reading the movie to Fred Savage. Oh yeah. That's pretty clever. All right. Um, I, the movie's great. I mean, it, my name is Igneo Montoya. You killed my father. Prepare to die. I mean, it, it's perfect. I mean, it's... It, I think you said it a little too many times. But it's inconceivable! Inconceivable! I think that you was using that word in the wrong way. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, the I don't know what he, that means. <laughs> he's a very lovable villain. I mean, it, it's all great. I, I love it. I love it. All right. So, grade? Hey, dude. It, it would be nothing less than A. Hey, 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 hey. And uh, curiosity pick. Um, curiosity pick, huh? Yep, putting you on the spot. Bottle Barber. Zach's trying to pick a curiosity. Zach's trying to pick a curiosity. Pick film. Pick it out of your phone. List. Look it up. It won't be pissed. We'll find you in Tennessee. Kill you. We'll fucking kill you. We'll break down your door. We'll rip off your knees. We'll rip off your head and we'll sneeze in your face. We'll pick the neck hole. We'll fill it with stuff and we'll whip you off a bridge. But before that, you better give us a curiosity pick. If you don't give it to us, we'll keep you alive and we won't torture you. We'll just let you live your life. And you, the moment you give us a curiosity pick, then we will find you and murder you. Zach, do you have it yet? I'm, I'm looking, man. I'm checking. Oh, okay. okay. All right. Wait, you got it? I said, give me a couple minutes. To... All right, a couple minutes? Christ. A couple minutes? All right. Why Mississippi? Two Mississippi? Do you need to give him a laptop? Right? About that. I think about a heart attack. Yeah, when oh, I think no. about that, I think oh, yeah, about I got it, I got it, I got it. He's got it, he's got it, he's got it. Hit the pause button, hit the stop. Yeah. What is it, Zach? Edge of tomorrow. 
Edge of Tomorrow. When was the last time we I saw that? I love that movie. Yeah. Or, uh, I believe I believe that the actual name of the movie is Live Die Repeat. That's <laughs> what they actually. Live Die Repeat. Edge of Tomorrow. When was the last time you saw it? Uh, when it came out in 2014. Oh yeah, that rewatch re- it not. Yes. Yeah, it is. I've rewatched it. The- that movie feels like it came out fucking yesterday. I'm watching the wrinkles form on Peter's face right now. Like, I mean, it really feels like it came out fucking tomorrow. Anyway, God, okay. What's wrong with you? Fucking. Why even try? Why even try? It's almost ten years ago. So, Edge of Tomorrow. Yes. Edge of Tomorrow. That's a solid pick. I didn't think. Funny story about that movie, Chris. I. Real quick thought that I have. Did you know, Chris, that movie is based on an anime? I wouldn't oh, be surprised. Really? Would not be surprised. Yeah. Every every damn good story is, right? The Bible? Yeah. Oh. <clears throat> uh, probably, actually. There probably is something. I want to see the But it is, it is based yeah. on an anime called... Jesus. Kill. Jesus. All right, man. Okay. Did you Edge of Tomorrow. Draw. I'm going to have to okay. watch an anime now. All right, guys, so we're going, so we're going to pause to turn off uh, Zach's robot. Uh, out Brian to is still going to exist, right? Yes, Brian's okay. still going to exist. It's a different robot. Okay. All right, so uh, uh, guys, make a noise. Okay, Alex, when I said turn off Zach's Robot, I did not mean immediately put your thumb up the other port in Brian's robot. Oh. Get your goddamn finger out my ass now. Brothers of Panama. Oh, you've stuck your finger up his butt before. Come on, man. It's a song. Come on. There's an actual song called Get Your Finger Out My Ass. That you wrote? It is yeah. a song, yes. That 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 you so wrote. Spotify right now. No, I wrote it. You do go to Spotify. right, but you but you guys made it, is what I'm saying. You didn't make it. I no, know. no, I did this to him right now to promote the song on Spotify. Okay, yeah. but you you've had someone stick their finger up your butthole when you. I were never alive. said that. I just made a song about it. Okay. Like to hear. Is every song go. real? We don't Chris, know. How, we don't know how you died. Butt. I'm just saying. No. R. Kelly's never been to. I've had a finger in my butt. Oh, you had to bring that up. Our smell. Oh. Gotham City! <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Gotham City! Up. Peter, look at the waveform right now. <laughs> look at the waveform you guys singing. He's just like, he's like Muppet dancing yeah. on some steps. <laughs> Get out of justice! City of Peace. He's got a bed in the middle of the city. It's like, fuck you. What are you doing? Goddamn. Uh, Some homeless guys in the background, like, puking, and he's like, I got a bed out here. Gotham City. It's so bad. Not, like, even in that situation, not even, in Gotham that situation, City. not even, like, a condom would help. Like, that would not what? even help. Oh, God, no. No, like, if you're looking, like, if you're in bed. has got demon seed in him. I no, 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 here's the thing. Oh, if you've got, if you're, if, you, if you've got a bed for sex purposes in the middle of a fucking street. Especially yeah. Gotham City. You know I agree. A condom's not going to help you. No, you're getting something. Yeah. Yeah, there's no protection for that. Yeah, you're getting laid is what you're getting. God damn it. Like the chips? No, like the sex. Oh. All original. <laughs> Did you just try to start your car? Like this gym? <laughs> it's just not working. Dude, you, you, listen, just get just get a jump start. You mean get the sex? <laughs> <laughs> Super funny. Like delays? Like the sex? <laughs> no, like the chips. I said like the chips. Sorry. 
No, like sex. Like get it right next time. Like I'll pay the price. Like you mean like Laser from American Gladiators, often used oh, with Jesus. the nickname Lays to okay. determine Laser. <laughs> what a probably they did to get that big. Um, American Gladiators. Oh, has watched that back in the day. I watched Hulk Hogan's. Hogan's. He loves wrestling. So. Oh yeah. The 2008 the same era. Yeah, the 2008 reboot. Yeah. Oh, they did reboot it. That's yeah. Right. Oh yeah. Yeah, when Hulk Hogan hosted it with yeah. uh, Bill Ali. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Anyway, so. <laughs> Alex Peter. Chris brought his nipple. Yeah, it is. Um. <laughs> I'll, I'll go real quick. Okay, go ahead. Um, so that because I'm going to talk a lot about the before the movie about uh, how it was done and stuff. So yeah. Uh, uh, Spoilers, um, Brian. I watched I watched some stuff involving <laughs> the movie, so that was pretty much it. But I guess the thing I want to talk about is they put out the movie for the. Uh, it's a movie that f- completes the TV show The Last Kingdom for Netflix. Oh. Um, no marketing. It just sort of came out. I had no idea. Came Surprise. Out. Exactly. Um, and I, you know, it's okay. It's okay. I, okay. It's got the main guy in it. It's a story really circular. What's it called? Uh, the Last Kingdom. Last Kingdom, Death of the Seven Kings, I think, or something like that. How many kings? Seven Kings Must Die or something like that. There it is. First thing. Um, so, uh, yeah, I mean, it. the one thing that was great about the show is that it had a great cast to it. And over a while, a lot of the great characters stuck. And this is a time jump, about 15 years, so most of those guys are gone. And it becomes very central on the central character of the show, which is not bad, but he has, as Peter would say strongly, um, plot armor throughout the show. So, like, you get used to the fact that this guy's going to live through every single situation. He's going to be Exactly, yeah. but everyone else you really care about because you're really invested in the world and everyone. And, like, at, by the point the show was ending, I'm like, no matter what this movie is, I'm going to like it because I like the show. And it is a step down. There's some huge, huge problems that I had with it. Outside of that... It's fine. It's fine. I mean, I think the show is much better, and the show's ending gives a, a more interesting ending, but that's that's about it. You know, I'm keeping it short. I didn't really get a chance to watch much, and this was fine. Mm. Yeah. How seven, many kings? Seven kings must die. How many kings? Seven kings must die. But they did. Are there seven kings? Yes. And they, they all die? die? Yes. Okay. Oh. Not only that. Damn it. But there's more to the prediction, but seven kings do die. Okay. Just make it sure. Titles, titles, are titles are important. Titles are important. Titles are important. Titles are important, Brian. Titles are important. Yeah. So if I don't see any, any men taking upon uh, Wrath in that movie, then we're going to have some problems. Men? Jason Statham? Wrath of Man. So if there's no Wrath. Well, you have to watch Take it, it upon by a man. You watch. Okay. Peter? You there? Wow. Uh, <laughs> so I was really hoping that uh, Zach would have stayed just a tad bit longer, so I could have said this. But um, this this is my honorable mention. Okay, I'm gonna, okay. I'm gonna play it. I'm gonna play through how my night went. Okay. So I was having a, a somewhat poopy day. Get home. Friday, I, I never. November fourth. It was a Friday. The night was cool. <laughs> and. I never go on TikTok. I just randomly went on TikTok about after I was working on my computer for like an hour or so, uh-huh. and I scroll maybe maybe a couple times, and then I see um, like a like a trailer for like Mario and Luigi, and they're like doing a bit. I'm like, oh okay, I'll watch the trailer. And then I look down and it says it's a live stream, so I click on it, and I thought like the guy was gonna talk about it, 
And then it was just the whole movie. Oh my god. The entire Mario movie. Was on YouTube? Was on TikTok Live. Live. So someone just snuck their phone into a theater? Goddamn right. Fuck yeah. And so I I told uh, Celery and I was like, it's just, it's, yeah, my girlfriend. It was, it's just on here. I don't, I don't. Like everyone's just watching it. She's yeah, like, but the... once it started, you can't go back, right? right or exactly. If it's live, are you able to rewind it back exactly. to the beginning of the video? So I was like, okay, hang on, how how far in am I? Because I don't actually want to like yeah, yeah, right? fuck it up. Yeah. And I look in the comments, and everyone's and everyone's like, oh no, it just started. And I look at I look at her, and I'm like, I think I'm gonna watch the whole movie. And she's like, you're gonna spoil it. I'm like it's not spoiling, but I watch the whole movie. Yeah. How was the audio? Fine. Everything what? Was, everything oh was my like, god. Camera technology on phones is getting so much it, it better. It was like 95% there. And was the person just doing it like this? They, they must have had a tripod thing going on. People will do that. Yeah, yeah I get it, but in a theater? No, yeah. no people will go in at like it's not, 9 or 10. Not every theater show plays on a contact security guard. For a kid's film where there just isn't anybody there. They'll go at 10 p.m. at night when there's no kids at a kid's film. And, and I'm not... set up their tripod and they'll just sit back there. Man. Yeah, you're that guy that holds the theater staff there. I'm not going to say his name or anything because I don't want anything bad to happen to this guy. But, like, um, at the end, the credits were in Spanish. But the whole movie was English. Yeah, yeah, So I don't know where if he just found like some Spanish showing. Sure, sure, sure. Um, but he looked he looked to be Spanish. Sure. Hispanic. So it was And how'd you discover him on TikTok? It I I literally was just scrolling on my homepage. You know how you just open the app and it's yeah. just like, here's a video. Mm-hmm. And so I just went a couple times and then all of a sudden I just see Mario and Luigi like, you know, fixing a pipe. Your algorithm must be also focused on the fact that you're in the movies and must have given it, that for you. That's it was a gift. So yeah, no shit. It was That's a awesome. fucking gift. So you I'm and the lady watched Mario Brothers. Yeah, I'm like, I'm just, I guess I'm just going to watch the movie. So did you put it on here and then just sit in here and watch I, it? I thought about it, but I just didn't. What did you I, do? Just I watch just watched it on my phone. phone. He watches shit on his phone all the time. It no, bugs yeah, the yeah. shit out of and it was, and it was freaking shit out of Alex. Whatever. And it was in freaking uh, vertical, right? <laughs> that's the best part. What the fuck? That is so... That's, that's infuriating. That no, is but, but it wasn't. it wasn't being cut off. Yeah, but if you go like this, you're still getting a third of the actual movie even that way. No, no, no. It wasn't being cut off. He it, had the whole movie. It still makes it smaller. Yeah. No, the entire screen no, but I was, was just incorrect, crying, yeah, is what he's saying. I still hate you. <laughs> you watched your film. Like I watched the Mario movie. Yes. I laid it on my. I laid it on. Or do you watch it at least like this? No, you I, can't. I couldn't it. turn it sideways. But not TikTok. You can't. Not TikTok. You can't do that. You can, but this guy just chose. Not Mar- to we're getting. We're getting. We're getting. Mario Mar- is worth watching in that capacity. I think. I and this is. If it was any other movie, you probably wouldn't have done it. Right? Exactly. And I'm not saying Mario is a bad movie or anything. I actually thoroughly enjoyed it, no. and I probably will watch it in the theater. I was going to anyway. It's like Sonic or something, right? And I'm just not... Yeah. I don't have the passion that Zack does about it. Like, I, I think that universe is cool. I never... I've never played video games. It's just... It's not my thing. Have and you I, seen the SNL Pablo Pascal version of Super Mario? What Brothers? the hell? Dude, watch it right now. I'm dead serious. Well, not right now. He's talking about the movie, Ryan. It's oh, going to be sorry, 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 sorry. sorry. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, audience hold up there's a there, it's a it's like a 
the Batman style gritty version of Mario Brothers. Oh, so he's playing like a Mando sort of yeah, Mario. Yeah. Mando Mario. Yeah, Is it but, short? Huh? A digital short? It was a digital short they cool. did on there, but it, it looks so cool in that world. It's also, something where you're like, wow, I would not <laughs> only watch this, but I would watch numerous movies like this. Also, <laughs> Brian, real quick. Pedro Pascal. Pedro Pascal. He said Pablo. Yeah, you're right. And I laughed well, inside. Well, it's Pablo Francisco. Which is the first person I guess. Spanish. Spanish. I'm not great with names. I mean, whatever. Spanish I'm a robot. <laughs> you know, I'm a robot. Fucking good, good robot. Good save. Thank you. I'm a ghost and a bot. Adrian, a robot. He's made of popcorn. He can't be taken. Um, Super Mario. But yeah, I, I, I really did think about like, is is it worth watching right now like this? And if, if it was like, you know, The Lighthouse or The Batman, where I'm like, I've been waiting and waiting and waiting for this movie to come out. No, I'm not going to watch it. Like yeah, that. if this was Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning, I would be like, screw you, I'm going to a fucking movie thing. No, it's like a going to a vending machine and the Snickers is hanging yeah. by a thread. It's and then it drops for you. Yeah. You're going to play. But yeah, it was, it, was really, um, it was a really fun movie. The It was really saturated and it wasn't the guy's phone because i've seen the trailer it's just like it it looks lots of color oh my god it looks amazing anytime something's glowing like the the sunlight or it's golden hour or you know the um what's it called mario kart you know the rainbow Rainbow road the rainbow road is oh my jesus christ i wanted to like eat it that's awesome. It'll probably be great on the TV. It's like an airhead. And the and the comedy in there is good. It's like obviously it's geared for like families, but it yeah. it is it is decently funny. And it's played by funny people mostly, like Charlie yeah. Day, Jack Black, Chris Pratt. And yeah. The the only part that I was confused on was the Peaches song because the way that Zach was like fucking hyping it up was that. You know, it's gonna it's gonna be nominated. It's gonna be the same. The song is the song is like thirty seconds, not even. It's like twenty seconds. There's a longer version. There's a longer version on YouTube. There's like a music video with Jack Black playing piano and everything. Yeah. Oh. Oh. But that's not in the movie. That's the credits. I've actually heard a lot of shit about it. He must not play it that long then. No, it's it's a it's a it's a yeah, it's a small thing in the credits, but like they put it out big and it'll it'll still probably be nominated. Yeah. Yeah. Because I thought he was goes, talking about from like the movie specifically, and he's it's like a bit that he does for like thirty seconds. No, like, no, no. This one he has a back, a drop of white, and he's on a black piano. Yeah, they. I'm sure it's in the credits probably later. Yeah, but there's a longer cut on YouTube, and it's actually blowing up. So yeah. So Thank Jack you. Black Thank must you. have probably has made the best song of the year. Well, it's Jack fucking Black, man. He's great. Song. I'm interested to hear yep. that. Yeah. Yeah, good movie. Awesome. Turn on now. <laughs> <laughs> pull up! Pull up on TikTok! Yeah. I'm not gonna the All of the comments when the movie sure. when the movie ended and it was the credits, it was like a bunch of kids like, no, please, we started, please. Come on. I was like, oh, it doesn't work that way. It doesn't no. work that way. Literally. Please! Welcome to the picture. This is how people are gonna watch movies now, just vertically like this. You know, it's like. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if that's what the language turns out to be. Yeah. That would piss me off. I was like, it would it. suck. Yeah. I don't want us to be right. Okay. This is the The language. The language of cinema is right now horizontal. For example, that movie, 
that's yes. like that, but people watch TikTok vertically now on their phones. There may be an age where people, like Quibi, for example, was a network that didn't last very long because the videos were like 10 minutes long and stuff, but they were specifically made to be vertical content because they believe that down the line people are just going to start watching no, things. Vertical is, will always be, will always be there. I don't think. Horizontal. 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 I mean horizontal. Will always be well, I think like black and white, for example, you can still make a movie out of black and white, but the like the standard is color, for example. Things may change, and people will like like a what's that Peladon thing that that exercise thing? It's just a giant vertical TV that people use, and after a while, wouldn't it, wouldn't it be any different if people had a TV that was vertical? Like there is there is no Peloton like real sports? reason to have it vertical or horizontal. It's more of just personal would, preference. I would never watch sports vertically. You yeah. watch that sports, shit horizontally. You like, want as much of the field as that, possible. Yeah. Like when it, when sports I, doesn't, I, it doesn't matter. When like, I, I do, do same with the theater. I want as much of the field well, as possible. Well, yeah, they're not going <laughs> to rotate the screens. Well, like, or you actually lay down on your side. I was already thinking that. <laughs> you, well, everybody's going to shoot people at the side laying theater, right? Well, everything used to be cubed, and now everything is... That's what I was going to say. When I yeah. do my animations, I make it a square so I can put it on YouTube or I can put it on you TikTok. You do animation? Yeah, I send it to you. Huh? Oh, <laughs> I probably checked out a long-ass time ago. It was a long-ass time ago. Can you resend it? Yeah. Do send you, it. Well, Alex send and I do, obviously, we make... We'll talk about this out In the future. Mostly because it'll take time. I get it. Yeah. Time. Because you're gonna sell, you're gonna sell him a lot on it. Also, I'm gonna show you my uh, I'm gonna show you my animation. Dude, it's a big production. You make animation too? I made it in college. We'll talk about it off air. Yeah, I'll talk about it off air. We're we're talking about networking. <laughs> I'm just saying I get it, but like Brian really wants to sell you on the idea. Of it. I'm not selling you on shit. I'm being in the production company. What? Yeah, okay, now you're no, now we're bringing it up. Now thinking. you now you've just brought it up. Well, now it's on air. I was literally just going to say, you know, if you go to songs on Spotify, they have those little nine-second uh, yeah. like animation. I was saying, would you want to do one of those? <laughs> well, there's a Panama, and Alex is like, he's not joining your your club. That's not what I'm, I'm saying. Like, you're I'm called? Saying you... Yeah, you're called. <laughs> That's not what I'm saying. That's not what I'm saying. It's called? <laughs> no, I do laugh can't. like you. You always fake laugh at me. Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> 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 no, what I'm I'm saying is like I did I knew, play you in a play once. Uh, Shut up, Brian. Uh, yeah. Did you guys do some shit on a fucking podcast where you had to pretend to be me? No, you yeah, had to, no, so to, to, to be David Lynch. You had to be there. You never even watched. He hasn't busted out that. Either pay for the membership or don't come. Okay. Either watch my animation. That's I got a new phone. Anyway, Super Mario Brothers. Uh, yeah, I'm I'm definitely gonna watch it um, in theater. That way, I can redeem my um, my way to heaven. Cool. Uh, yeah. I'm gonna. I, 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 no, I'm just gonna. I'm gonna watch it in a movie theater just to spite the idea of ever watching a movie in vertical on TikTok. <laughs> I want. I wanted to wait so I could tell everybody. Dude, dude I used to watch cam footage of <laughs> shitty versions of movies like. I don't to get Who cares? Lights. But at the same time, no, I don't you care. care. You care. I'm no. at the age now where I care. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. Do. You do care. My mom uh, used to get a bootleg DVD. Because that thing looks gorgeous. That movie looks beautiful. I yes. don't want to watch it that way. Yeah. My mom would get um, 
from a friend. She would get uh, bootleg DVDs of just like somebody just sitting in a movie theater with a camcorder. At first, I thought it was just like a, a download, yeah. you know, and it just the quality wasn't there because it was a live stream. Mm-hmm. But yeah. then, after, like sometimes, I would hear like a, <gasps> yeah, <laughs> or they, or like they're they're like, oh. yeah. <laughs> I'm like I'm I'm in the movie theater right now. Fuck, <laughs> and, the, and the best no, but it was like it felt like you were there. Yeah. And the best thing is he put like cartoon movie theater seats below the the horizontal so screen. Awesome. It was like, God, I'm right here. I'm already no, in the movie. So that's funny. funny. That's funny. <laughs> Do you guys remember in Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles in number two where uh-huh. Danny is, he's doing that? He's go, Isn't he going into theaters? Donnie? Donnie? Isn't he going into theaters and fucking... It's the first movie and it's Raph. He's going to see Critters. Yeah, he put, he puts on his little okay. fedora yeah, and his okay. trench coat. Yeah. And he, like, takes up half of the screen because he's sitting down. He's just, like, a huge shell. And like, you can run away. <laughs> Down in front! Do you want to sit in the back? That's please? a huge bitch! <laughs> God damn! Anyway. Uh, and then my main pick is um, the Buttercast, where we are running the indie train. And I haven't watched these... God. I don't even know how long. It's been a very long time since. Welcome I've to seen the train. Movies. We have um, fedoras, <laughs> fedoras, and um, I totally I not poisoned. Uh, uh, <laughs> happening is full moon. Empty train. Uh, <laughs> okay, so what? Okay. Uh, yeah, and so we the first the first movie obviously Raiders, mm. and um. That is my main one for tonight because Ooh, I. Rule. I thought you guys did that as a. He wasn't on that. He did. Then he was I guys. didn't exist yet. He didn't huh. exist then. Hurt. I was hurt. Hurt. Was he, didn't, he, he didn't. He uh, didn't show up until Spider-Man. Yep, that was my end. Mm-hmm. But that. But like, what got him in yeah. was an episode. Yes. Of the Nindy episode. Well, yeah. I was like, we'll get recommend me an episode to listen to, and so I, I listened Crystal about. Skull. No, I listen. I listened to about uh, blackface. Oh, indie blackface. Forever. So, so there's a TV show me. version of Indiana Jones called Young Indiana Jones, and I watched it for the podcast. And a oh, lot of it is it was a good. Dude, a lot of it is really good. But I think you told me that before. The first it's episode. It's a rabbit hole of an episode. The, okay, like, so, the, so the, when the show premiered, the way that the show went is that they would show an episode of Indy as a kid. And he would find a trinket or something with his dad. And then the next episode, it would be Sean Patrick Flannery. And he would be an adult, and he would find the trinket as an adult. And the season would go with him back and forth. Some days he's a kid, some days he's an adult. Well, I like when, that concept. Now, yeah. when they released it, and the only way you can watch it now uh, on YouTube, for example, is they redid it in the early 2000s as videos, as movies. And they would combine 40-minute episodes together into one movie. Cool. And they would now to do that, they had to get some writers to come back and add new episodes to extend some of the extra episodes because they had filler numbers. Yeah, yeah, we'll fill so they had a woman come in and she wrote the first episode of him as a kid in the videos version, not the TV show. So if you start the video version chronologically, the very first episode is this indie getting a slave, then getting kidnapped because he's wearing blackface. They get sold into slavery. It is all canon, and it's fucking nuts. It's the craziest thing. And then you get episodes directed by, like, Frank Darapont and shit, and they're amazing. They're like Sean Patrick Flannery on a genuine adventure. 
but like that first so kid one. So do you think it has to do with the fact that she's a woman? No, no, no. It's not that she's a woman. It's that she's the a, a woman wrote it. So, and I was like, who is this woman? And she wrote another episode that's like, it's not even about Indy. It's about Indy's mom having an the affair. Fuck? And it's like, he's not even in it. It's just from his perspective. And it's like, none of this has anything to do with an adventure or Indy. And then I looked into it more, and she's only made one movie. And it's like the craziest thing I've ever seen. Why did they give her the reins to be able to do the first episode? She was, I don't know. She was just a writer at the time in a television show, and they gave it to her. That's interesting. Did they have any other guest writers do any of the other episodes? Uh, yeah, some of them were really, really good. Like, Lucas wrote most of it. Uh, Bond is in it. Catherine Zeta-Jones is in it. So many people are in it. How many seasons was this? It was one season, but it's what? really good. Harrison Ford is in it. It's really good. That's awesome. Yeah. The show initiated with 90-year-old Indian What What, what, um, uh, what uh, network was it on? Because uh, that probably must have been a network, right? CBS or ABC. So anyway. Really um, good. All on YouTube. <laughs> yeah. But that's that's the thing that sold Peter was I was in The Last Crusade telling the extension. If you listen to The Last Crusade episode, I really go into the depth of my journey of watching that episode, and it's just... Phenomenal. Nice. Uh, so Raiders of the Lost Ark through Peter. Yeah, this is this is a real curiosity for me because I haven't seen these. Wait, 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 wait. Oh yeah. Raiders. I haven't seen these. Um, spoilers, Brian. Just call me. Spoilers. <laughs> I have it. Don't. Raiders of the uh-huh. Lost Ark. So Raiders of the Lost Ark, 1981, Steven Spielberg. We have th- we have done this. We have done this. Yes. But we were now doing. Peter's the, now doing for it. the Buttercast. So I, I got to watch it, not as like. It's just sometimes it's different podcast to podcast because yeah. the Buttercast I don't have to be as critical because <laughs> no. we're because we're being we're not even us. Right. We're like we're like hyper um char- caricatures of like yes. ourselves. So th- we're not gonna be like reviewing it critically like we are on this podcast so it was fun to watch it in a different light and just watch it like i was a kid again watching Mm -hmm. like these movies because obviously i wasn't around when this movie came out but i was around for um which one was it crystal crystal skull Skull. for sure and that one that one hyped me up because i was like oh my god i've watched these movies throughout my childhood and now i get to like go into the theater and like watch a new one right i felt that yeah yeah, it was it was it was a fun ride, and uh, it was really interesting um, watching some behind the scenes and and what really happened for for this movie. That was that was pretty awesome, and I it's just I did I had no idea that a lot of these locations were already used in like Star Wars, and they never really went to any of the actual locations that are in this movie. Like they went to Hawaii for the jungle scene. Yeah. At the beginning. Wow, that, that's not that. I did. I will say, like, I didn't have an honorable mention, but I did rewatch the Raiders adaptation. That is just phenomenal. Um, but then I, that that aside, you know, I can't help but like watch it as like me now. So there there were a lot. I've of, spoiled all of you. Yeah. Ugh. This There's, is also that that one too is a really good one because it's where Indy is the main point of view for a long time yes he has his uh female counterpart in this but this is really like him in his prime well, yeah, it's whereas the other ones you've got the, yeah. the storyline of like the family style when he's got the the little kid with him mm-hmm. and stuff and then his dad comes in into the next one right 
So there's yeah. there's more there's more supporting character help in the other ones following. I feel like this one's more like about him. Yeah, I I forgot so many things that he's based. I mean, he's literally a superhero slash like American version of uh, 007. And he just he has this alter ego where he's just this teacher and he's just like teaching a class and all the girls are like, oh my god, I love him, I so much. Yes. Um, so that that was entertaining and um, a lot of the the stunts fucking blew me away. Right. And and then when I was doing research on you know the behind the scenes and realizing that he did most of them, really blew me away. Cause then I just went back to these scenes and like, oh my god, yeah, that's that's him. Because, you know, sometimes you just automatically think, oh, yeah, it's Stunt Guy. Cool cool shot, but, like, obviously that was, you know, why would he do that? Nope, he did that. Nope. He fucking broke a rib mm-hmm. doing doing that uh, car chase scene where he's, like, tethered to the to the truck in the desert, and he's just, like, sliding on the ground. Yeah, that was him. Yeah. That would be <laughs> fun to do. It would that be. That would be fucking painful. It would Still, be fun. be fun. But now, I love now, like... We, we see a different version of Harrison Ford. Like, for Blade Runner, he couldn't hold... Um, Blade Runner 2049, he couldn't hold uh, a metal version of the prop gun. He had to have, like, a rubber one. What and a lighter because one. it was so heavy? Because, yeah, it was, like, hurting his fucking arm. He's like, oh. I, can't, I can't fucking do it. <laughs> wow. Yeah. I mean, even in this movie, he's like, it's not about... Um, it's not about the age. It's about the mileage. That's what he says to... Uh, What's her name? Marion. Marion, thank you. I must call her Moth for no reason. Um, Mon Mothma? Mothma? Yeah, that's why. It's the Godzilla shit. It's printed in my head now. But yeah, fun fun ride. The, the movie is incredibly tight as a story, as an action movie. Yeah. Just the, the lore. It's it's fucking wild. I wish I was I wish I was around when this when this movie came out. It's it's just so unique in so many ways. And I can't wait to watch the, the next one, and the next one, and the next one, and then the next one. That's right, you weren't around when I said this. This is one of my grandfather's favorite movies, was um, The Raise of the Lost Art. Yeah. He just, re- he just really liked it. And it was fun to to have some you know childhood memories come back and play right. with my friends in my backyard, and we're like, our faces are melting and shit, because we're like, we found something. Real quick, did you watch this? In, like, widescreen. No, I watched it on my phone in vertical, like Mario. God damn it. Fuck, you're young. God damn it. So, actually, I'm, like, two years younger than you. That's true. Every time. Fuck, I'm old. Um, I'm old. He's old. Fuck off. (laughs) Well, you've been silent. Age is just a number. It's about the mileage. (laughs) Okay, anyway. So, but, like... Okay, so you see this in widescreen, obviously, for the movie, because you sound on your computer screen like a normal person. Um, yeah, my, my computer screen can actually rotate God, no, please all no. the way. No, 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 really? No. Yeah. That's, That's awesome. awesome. So I, watch I watch it. So I can watch verticals. Yeah, because so the language it. of cinema is changing. Yeah. Huh. <laughs> We're doomed. Um, so, awesome. but do you remember, like, but do you remember, um, like, when you're a kid... Obviously, the, my thing was like watching them on VHS, and they would be in a four three, so they would do a lot of pan and scan. That's how I remember the movie, because like it would do a lot of movements just to fit into four three. So like, did you have that when you watched it in four? When you had watched it in widescreen, like, did you watch the movie when you were a kid in like four three on VHS? We had to have. 
I, I definitely watched it on VHS. I probably still have the... A right. lot of and times, they're just worn out, yeah. A lot of times, too, like, these movies, when we were growing up, too, they would be syndicated at that point, and they would be on, like, USA Network and oh, yeah. TNT. You like, wouldn't have to. You know, like, literally every channels. weekend. You know what yeah, I mean? Like, every, every weekend. weekend. Yeah. So we would we were used to watching these in that sort of, like, non-4K style, and so everything past this sometimes is almost, like, unbelievable. Like watching a new movie. Yeah. It's like hard to stomach. Like I remember watching. Yeah, that's right. It's how you watched uh, Milk Money. <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember Milk Money at all? Milk Money. Yes, we did a whole app, man. I was hoping you would remember. It was the best episode we've ever done. Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay, so a bunch of kids get together. Sorry, yeah, um, sorry, one of them wants a mom. They get to well, all three of them get together, get their milk money together. They get the prostitute. Yeah. Dude, it's one of the funniest things we've well, ever Well, it's done. not even that. I'll listen to that, but I also like I fondly remember that movie. Thank you! I fondly remember because she's got such a motherly instinct. She's charming. She's charming, she's so great, good. and she's beautiful. God. She's fucking stunning. She's leggy. Very leggy. Anyway, Raiders, yeah. dude, man, like let's watch the movie and listen to our it's my drink milk to this day. It's the funniest thing ever. <laughs> it's so dude. That's why I love money to this day. Oh my god. That that, that that one of the best things we've ever That and Zardoz. There was um there was uh That's there was certainly hilarious. coming. Anyway, Raiders. they never knew about it. It was blew their minds. It was fantastic. That's awesome. It was amazing. Blew their dicks. <laughs> blew their dicks hard. Blew their little baby dicks. Hard. I remember the Brian, I remember the dollar amount those kids had. $103.62. Dude, That's the imprint that movie left dude, on me. It, like, there are three moments in that episode where we literally almost all died from laughing. Like, because it broke me. Pants laughing. Three moments. Because it broke me. Like, he says two of the funniest things I've ever heard in my life, and then Peter does something that's just one of the funniest things ever. It's particularly when you find out what happens later. Sure. It's so... Do I have to re- should I rewatch Milk Money then listen to it? Rewatch Milk Money and then, then listen, listen to it. Or we money, also... Yeah. What we tend to Don't do... Don't they go to like a school function at the end? Yes. Okay, okay, yeah. Okay, so like... Okay, so... What we do... What we tend to do, Brian, is we tend to watch the movie at the I'm end of the episode really while we talk. Just watch the movie. I'm just asking. Does she get doused in milk? Yeah. No. Fuck! What do we watch the movie for? Because milk money. It's not about milk on tits. It's called milk money, not milky tits. It doesn't have to be on our tits. It doesn't have to be on our said milky tits. Oh, he said gross. Raiders. Raiders. Please. Um, I don't even know. But anymore. you, but you said you are excited good to movie. see. You are excited to see great. the other two, which you do not remember very well. Correct. Yeah, and it's three. It's, no, he remembers Crystal Skull very well. But the the ending where you know their faces melt. Spoiler alert. Yeah. Their faces melt. I thought that was like the you know in in the third act, but that's like at the end of the third act, and then the movie's done in like two minutes. Yeah. So, yeah. Wow. It's the it's the last bang. Yeah, it really is. <laughs> and people are melting and uh, igniting and giant. Yeah. Light orbs are piercing into Nazis and their eyes are glowing. Yeah, what the fuck? I always the... appreciate like <clears throat> fucked up deaths in movies and shit. Cause I'm like, thank you for not like PG thirteen. Mm-hmm. You know, like I want to yeah. see some really crazy. Like, the the buildup yeah, was, was yeah. so interesting because I never really realized, I never processed it. These movies, how they're you know, especially for this one, since this is the beginning. 
how right. the majority it's it's fairly grounded you know it's an action movie yeah but it's it's grounded and then at the end there's like literal like a fucking portal opens and the arc opens up and people melt and then everything just stops like two seconds later and you're like oh what yeah he embraces that black magic other world shit like and and it's so natural for him and right like, Ooh, wait till temple of doom fuck? baby wait yeah. till temple of doom dude that, that, that so part... you legit haven't seen them no he has no i have it's just it's not like, curiosity. Yeah, yeah. so i very much curiosity gotcha 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 so i didn't really process you know the I'm fact that Kate that this was just that this just happened to this guy and the, and the majority of the movie like he's going around p- playing fucking you know wild goose chase with his arc and it's really entertaining, and then at the yeah. end, it's just, oh, yeah, yeah, there's otherworldly presence and manipulations on this planet. Anyway, uh, whole warehouse full of this shit. All right, yeah. good night. Potential WMDs, you know. So that's um, the, the way that they've um, blended, I guess. I don't even know how to describe it. Yeah. There's, there's so many different genres for this movie. Yeah. And they, they just... It's got it's national treasure touch. Right. It's got any St- any Steven Spielberg esque anything to it because he's got like an energy to it. It's kind of like hearing a musician yeah. play and you're like, that sounds like a. YouTube it's song. that. It, I like the way Alex described it during our our uh, our run through of it. It's just like there's that. Like I liked Last Crusade more as the movie, but like there's a magic to Raiders that. That you can that definitely just bleeds through even through this even to this day, because like, man, just like that early Spielberg stuff is just really. There's a reason he's one of the best, you know. Like, like tonight, I would say there's just some magic to it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like the movie tonight. But Harrison. Harrison Ford's a shit. He, yes. Like he's. That's why he was perfect. He's been for this. He's been pivotal in creating a foundation of a leading a, a, an awesome leading man and character example for us like growing up yeah and i mean where we can look at star wars harrison ford you can look at indiana jones harrison ford you can look at the fugitive versions of him where he's mm. doing stuff in air force one. Oh man that's such a great movie that's such a great movie witness witness like he's just a witness man because he's like he could be this he could be this charming you know teacher, and then you know he could fight you know Nazis and be super serious and then you know close your eyes close your eyes yeah like it's madness yeah it's madness he's charming he's and perfect he has a way with his voice his voice is captivating and it's also the way that he deli- like the actual like way he moves his mouth and it kind of comes to the side a little bit. Mm-hmm. Like, the way... You just kind of are, like, enthralled by this guy. Like, there's this fucking confidence in him that is... you. That's not... That's him in his soul. Like, you mm-hmm. can sense that in every character yeah. that he has. Like, it's awesome. I love it, it. Even in the action scenes, that's why... It, that's why it works so well. Because it's it's still him. It's still him hanging off of a car and, like, the bars are coming off. And he's like, ah, ah, ah. And he just can't get a hold on this. The, the fender of the car, the front of the car... He's got and those are yeah, the fun the way he scenes. Moves. Those it's are the, the way fun he moves scenes. Is so good. Yeah, for sure. He but does yeah, have I mean, a. It's got a little bit of a hokiness to it though. Like when he does the fighting scenes and stuff. Like you know that thing where like you're going to punch someone and you like bring back your arm like this. Well, they didn't really have that many other takes. Like they shot it and then they moved on. Oh, fair enough. To, that makes sense. To make the movie so. 
And they're all sick. Yeah. They were what? They were all sick. They all caught like a really bad one. You know the scene where he shoots shoots the sword guy? He's like, ah. (laughs) (laughs) When they got sick of Indian food, was it shot in India? Tanzania. Yeah. You said Hawaii a little bit, right? Right. Egypt. Now Tanzania. For what the, were you saying the before jump. I said that? The, the sword guy, when he shoots the sword guy, it's such a classic Yeah, scene. Like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's because he was just he just got over Dude. being super sick. There was going to be an elaborate fight Oh, scene. so that, he made he's that like, up? Yeah, he's like, fuck. What? They that's made, hilarious. There was an elaborate sword fight that he was going to do. You can watch the other Showed up on set sick. And was just like, Steve, I can't do this. And they were just like, just shoot him. Dude, rich history of Indiana Jones, man. That's funny. There's this movie Apparently called... Apparently the sword guy was pissed. Lore. Of course. Kill Box Soon. Kill Box Soon is this Asian film that came out and popped up. But anyways, it's it's that sort of scene comes up where it's that sort of thing. But mm. I highly recommend that. Check that out. It's on. Also, yeah, well. Kill Box Soon. You'd like that. You would love that, Chris. Ooh. Yes. Very violent. Love that. My father showed very, me. Very, very. Like, the night Whoa. comes for us. Oh, okay. Yeah, super cool. So yeah, I'm I'm super hyped for these episodes for the Buttercast. So are you doing uh, Temple of Doom next? I, I we talk we were talking about doing all of them, and I feel like I, I don't know if we're gonna end up doing that, but at the same Eventually. time, I mean, I would like to, but I mean, I I we could do two at once or something. I, I don't know. I I don't know if we're going to. I would like to. I think we're all jazzed for the. We'll, idea. we'll talk about it. But I can we'll talk about it. <laughs> I, tr- I can see this way. This is so It's a long story, and then I'll talk about it off air. So I, I just just will have to talk about it off air, and if you fucking bring it up again, we'll talk about it off air. So, uh, uh, okay, fine, we'll talk about it. Brian, what do you want him to do? He already did. He said. No, no, could you elaborate more? Because I wasn't listening. I really had to pay attention. Talk about it. We'll talk about it. Okay, all right. So we're cool with that now. Yeah. All right. So we won't fucking talk about it again, will we? Are you? Yes. Scary. I never. I like the Nazis in the next Indiana Jones. Spoiler. Spoiler. If you haven't watched Temple of Doom, I'll watch it with you guys because like that's the one movie I haven't watched yet. There's no Nazis. That like that's the one movie I haven't rewatched yet for leading up to the new Indian movie. Doom. Yeah, tell about him. I remember why. Yeah, because my mom, my mom hates the screaming blonde one. She just keeps screaming. My mom's why? Screaming. It's, it's annoying to her. Let's just say it's a common, common uh, problem people have with it. Buckle up. Interesting. Anyway, mm-hmm. so Raiders. On to maybe the next one. Let's see. I, I think the thing that I'm most excited about is we're, I think we're all excited about is we're playing kids. Yes. Yeah. Like, Kid, Kid Kid make, making the story yeah. for for this episode. Are you getting actual kids? No. Probably not. Probably not for the best because Alex is on the list. Yeah, I know where to get the. Kids. It'll take too long for them to grow to the certain age and. <laughs> we only have so much water. We're not Richard. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so we already took our break, so we can just go into the movie. What the, okay, we're just watching Peter's like freaking struggle. Did you did you find like Wesley trying to after he gets mostly dead? Did you find a place to watch it? Yeah, you did. 
Same place as before, homie. All right. <laughs> so the Princess Bride. And we're starting it so, now. So I'll I'll lead us in. So uh, like I always do. So the story of how I first saw this. So my this was the movie that my friends quoted all the time when I was in when I like early teenage years. Really? Like they kept quoting this like inconceivable. Um, they kept this was the movie they kept quoting. Play that game so um, and I was in that. I was okay, angsty teenager. Um, I was just like, well, you're hyping it up so much to me. You're making me want, want to watch the movie less. So then, so it was actually very late. It was in that. Um, I was just in a mode. I was like, okay, I'm just gonna watch whatever. And so finally, I just bit the bullet and I watched this movie. Damn, that's painful. I know, right? Like, Jesus Christ. it was moving. You the really? bullets really move fast. I know, okay. Um, so, I don't know what you were about to say, but okay. Uh, <laughs> so, um, I, remember, I remember just being like, okay, I guess it was alright. You know, because like, I wasn't, I wasn't, I wasn't high on it back then. I was just like, it was fine, but it wasn't like the movie that it was hyped up to, to me being. So, like, it's not in my mind. Because, like, I was expecting, like, this very melodramatic fantasy movie instead I just got, like, freaking Rob Reiner. Um, Rob Reiner fantasy movie. Um, so, and I'll be honest, I have not watched this movie start to finish since then. Which is why this is more curiosity to me than me, but curiosity to me than anything. But I understand it's got a 98% on Rotten Tomatoes. Like, also, this movie's highly regarded as like very much a classic film. Yeah. So, coming into this, I was just like, okay, can it surprise me now? Like, are we, like, I'm freshly removed. I'm not as much of a stickler of, like, stop hyping shit to me. But, well, it's more of just like, well, it's, I don't know, sometimes it gets on my nerves, but like, you know, I'll talk about it off air. I do. Um, <laughs> um, I do it to you all the time. Yeah, you do. Uh, so does Zach, but he does it even worse. Um, he's not here to defend himself. That's yeah, but when have I ever put, proved you wrong? True. True. Um, so this was very much a movie I was just like, okay, what did I miss as a teenager? Like, what What else did I miss as a teenager? So, Alex, I have a feeling we've talked about him before, but in a different capacity. Maybe we've done a movie of his before. I have totally forgotten because it's getting late and I'm getting tired. No, I don't think we've ever done a Rob Reiner movie. Who is Rob Reiner? Um, well, I'm actually going to talk about Rob Reiner in a little bit. His story's really long and we're only actually going to talk about half of it. Oh, okay. But I want to talk about the writer for a second. All William right. Goldman. William Goldman's actually a pretty important screenwriter. He's he a, gold. I'm sorry, is he, he made gold? No. Fuck. It's just his name. Damn it. The titles I've recently <laughs> got through this, the titles of people are not that important. They, <laughs> they were mean once, something they were once, but not now. We're not made of oak trees. What? Exactly. So <laughs> But I do get stepped on a lot. Ah. Well, uh, as a oh well people don't step on roses, they actively try to avoid them. Shut up. 
Okay. Okay, so William, William Goldman, very famous screenwriter, particularly in the 70s and 80s. Um, all the President's Men, Marathon Man, Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid. These are all very, very, very important movies. Um, but he was also a novelist. And um, he would write a couple books. He loved books. And, but he didn't always start out that way. Mm. Um, and so this movie is based off of a book... Uh, that he was involved in that is actually a um, adaptation of The Princess Bride. He condensed it, mm-hmm. is what it's called, and that was out in 1973. And the way that that uh, actually goes, the story as it is, is there's a foreword in it. William Goldman talks about when he was a kid, he didn't like reading, he didn't like literature that much as a kid, and a teacher tried to get him into it, but he just wasn't into it. And then um, one day his father... Um, who was an immigrant, um, couldn't really speak English that well, uh, sat down and he read him the book. And um, because he couldn't read English very well, he would skip stuff every now and then. But the Goldman didn't know this, but he read the book to him. And as a kid, he's like, wow, I really loved it. And it got him into a whole bunch of other adventure books like C.S. Lewis and all that stuff. And then he told the teacher and the teacher started giving him more and more books. And eventually he got older, became a writer really loved it, and then he became uh, a father. And by the time of the 70s, he was becoming an amazing screenwriter. He was kind of not being a great father, so he's like, I'm going to sit down, and I'm going to read this story. To I'm going to give this book to my son. Mm-hmm. And so he gives the book to the son, and he reads it, and he's like, so what would you think? And he goes, I got through the first chapter, and it was kind of boring. And his dad was like, what? It's so good. And he's like, yeah, yeah. And so the father gets it and he reads it and he's like, yeah, okay, there are some chapters in here of long, like, world country building stuff that my father never read. And it's because he just skipped it. He skipped to the adventure and all the violence and all the, like, fun stuff that was in the story. And so he readapted that book and he put it out in 1973. And it turns out all of that is bullshit. He made it all up and he wrote it as the foreword for the book. He made this entire story up himself. He doesn't even have a fucking son. His dad is a fucking banker. <laughs> this story, this movie, is about storytelling. It's about how you tell stories about what the truth comes out of a lie. One of my favorite books is The Things They Carry by Tim O'Brien, a Minnesotan in his platoon in the Vietnam. And he yes, you've spoken about this. He yes. the exact same thing in that, too. Is that why he does that in that scene where he grabs her by the arm and he goes... I will raise my hand and smack those who tell lies or some shit like that. Basically. Yeah. Yeah, he says it's like a really prevalent line. Like, I, he's I'm, like, I'm putting in there the... I mean, it is it is prominent that that you... The point of fiction is that you can tell a truth with a lie. Like, you can teach a kid not to cross the street if you tell him a story about a kid who crosses the street, the street and gets hit. Exactly. Yeah. It doesn't have to be real, but sure. it learns from that. So that, that's kind of the point of what this is in a lot of ways. It's also just, I think in a lot of ways, really interesting that it's about fathers telling stories to son and Igor Montoya and his dad, the grandpa telling it to his son. When they remade this as a COVID thing with a bunch of celebrities shooting it on their own, like in 2020, they remade this for Quibi, the thing I mentioned before. Oh. All of it's vertical. But at celebrities would film, remake this movie, and they would have to shoot them by themselves because it was quarantine. So one person would be, and they would change different actors for different scenes. So, for example, it starts with... It's um, like a high school play. Let me, yeah. well, let me put it this way. I grab my phone, and I pick it up, and I shoot the first scene where I'm climbing up the cliff. 
and it's and I'm Jack Black at my house, and the other person up the cliff is somebody else at their house, and they're pretending to be uh, the Inigo Montoya guy, and it's Pedro Pascal, and they're shooting it at their house, and then they edit it to seem like they're together. Right. So then Jack Black sets his phone up on a tripod and goes and hangs yeah. from the door. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And they do that, and they change yeah. the actors over and over yeah. again. The very last scene is Rob Reiner in 2020 in bed with Carl Reiner, his father, reading the book to him. Oh, fun. The year Carl Reiner died. Oh. That's pretty nice. I really do like that stuff. So the book comes out, massive fucking hit, because people love that whole forward lie bullshit. And it becomes a big deal. But it takes years for this thing to get made. Like, studios try over and over and over again, and no one can get it done. Cut to Rob Reiner. Now, Rob Reiner is three very important things. He is a nepotism child. He's the son of Carl Reiner, one of the most famous. <laughs> I'm looking. I'm looking for Rob Reiner. Guy, got it, got it, got it. I the running joke of like podcast. So that is the runner for the episode. That and you can't, you can't. We'll do it after the podcast. So sorry, hold on. Crass. You're making it worse. That's what she said. Oh, you mean me. I'm drinking. Okay. okay. Right. That's what he said. So Carl Reiner, in, in the fun oh, way. Beat me. I was drinking. <laughs> I was drinking. You beat me. Uh, uh, Jonathan Major said. Um, so, uh, so. Uh, <laughs> too soon? No, no. Um, so Carl Reiner is a really famous, famous television writer. Uh, like one of the most famous top ten important writers in television period. Mm-hmm. Um, so Rob Reiner, while an and baby, he earned his right in Hollywood on his own. He's also a star of one of the most famous television shows that ever existed. And he's a famous filmmaker, probably one of the most famous filmmakers of the 80s and 90s. So he's earned three different rights to be remembered. Um so he was born in the Bronx, his father Carl and his wife Estelle. At that time, his father was writing for radio for Sid Caesar, eventually started writing sketch comedy in the 50s and wrote the first situation comedy that would get really big in the 60s, The Dick Van Dyke Show, the thing I kept talking about last year. Yeah, so Carl Reiner was around all these people, including Gary Marshall, for example, who um, was a writer on that show whose uh, sister, Peggy Marshall, met Rob Reiner growing up. And they would eventually marry. You want to look for a pink sweater, how about the fact that the last good movie we had was made by the ex-wife of Rob Reiner? He also may have killed A league of their own? Yeah. So Rob Reiner starts getting into theater in... Oh, so what about JFK? Hold on, what? Uh, we're talking about the Woody Harrelson thing. Oh, He's a jerk right. I think they're all oh, as well. Unless you're being serious. He's also we his father. Um, yeah. Unless <laughs> you're being uh, serious. Uh, what? How many people are we talking about? Uh, I'm they're sorry. all related. How many people are we talking about that killed JFK? Oh. <laughs> Two people had guns, okay? Were, honestly, most likely, there were at least three or four assassins along with Woody Harrelson's dad. So they're thinking there was about three or four people. And that's that assigned to the magic bullet theory, oh. which is that... The bullet goes like boop, bat, beep, boop. No, there was more than one gun. Like, yeah. JFK's a Yeah, all that shit. So, anyway, um, they're so, overcomplicating it. Like, there had to be one bullet. Exactly. Yeah. Well, 
They just lied. So Rob Reiner, uh, as you do, starts starts theater in California. He starts get or not California, but Philadelphia, away from his father. Starts earning and cutting his own teeth. He starts doing TV and acting jobs, and eventually starts writing for the Smothers Brothers Hour in the late '60s with Steve Martin. They were the two youngest writers of that TV show at the time, and eventually, based off of his work on that show, he got a supporting part in the most important sitcom of the 70s period. Not the best, but the most important. And that's called All in the Family, starring uh, Carol O'Connor as Archie Bunker. Basically, imagine if Cartman was grown up, had a family, and then they made a sitcom about him. That's what it was, in the 70s. He was incredibly racist, he was rude, he was misogynistic, and he was the lead of the show, and the whole point of every episode is that at at the end, that would be his undoing. For example, he hated black people, but he loved Sammy Davis Jr. And of course, what happens? Sammy Davis Jr. ends up at his house one day, and he freaks out because it's Sammy Davis Jr. He's like, "I love you, I love you." And then at the end of the episode, that Sammy is the Davis power Jr. Of the gives him a kiss on his face. Wow! It was one of the first interracial moments that had ever happened on television, and it happened to a dirty, dirty racist. And that's the point of the show. That at the end of at the end of every episode, Archie Archie Bunker gets his comeuppings for being the asshole that he is. And at the deep, deep, deep down, may be a nice guy. And was on television for like over a decade, that character specifically. Not just on that show, but other shows. Carol O'Connor, amazing in it. And in the show, he had a ditzy wife, a blonde daughter, and the daughter eventually married a kind of hippie-ish boyfriend and eventual husband, Rob Reiner. Went for six years, one of the most important shows of all time. So after that's done, he's like, I don't care what the fuck I do for the rest of my life. I'm going to be known as Meathead. I could win the Nobel Prize. I'll be known as Meathead from that show. But eventually he starts working on writing his own stuff. He starts, he starts writing a TV show that lasts about 10 episodes long and has beats and bops in it, like little sketches and stuff. It has like this, little, this little band in there called Spinal Tap. And so he um, ends up Super cash. writing a small movie with... Peggy Marshall, who he was married to at the time. And Penny. it was basically... Peggy. Yeah, sorry. Peggy um, Marshall. Uh, so, Penny Marshall. And so she and him basically write a prototype for When Harry Met Sally, one of the most important Rob Reiner movies of all fucking time. Probably the best romantic comedy ever. And that is... Um, their movie that they made was obviously written by men, and I had problems with the way they wrote her character. And it makes mm. sense that in Harry Met Sally, he gets a female screenwriter to write it with him. It's why it's miles above this. But he starts to write and star in his own stuff. And you're like, okay, Rob Reiner's stepping up. And then eventually he gets involved with Michael McKeon, Christopher Guest, and Henry she- Harry Shear, and that's when they make Spinal Tap, written and produced by the four of them. It is a mockumentary. It's phenomenal. I rewatched it again. One of the funniest movies ever made. Like, it's so fucking funny. And we'd start the Christopher Guest series of improvisational-based movies that would be phenomenal for years. But that gives him a ticket. And he eventually has now a step to make an, an actual directing job of his own with a John Cusack romantic comedy called The Sure Thing. And it would start a series of romantic comedies for John Cusack that would lead to Say Anything that is just phenomenal. Say Anything is amazing. But Better Off Dead, same thing. Those movies happen because of The Sure Thing. Mm -hmm. So he has a romance, and he has a straight-out comedy. Now, years and years before all of this, William Goldman goes to Carl Reiner, and he says, Hey, how about you make my book, The Princess Bride? And Carl Reiner's like, Rob, you do this. And Rob's like, this is phenomenal. 
this is amazing. So by the time he makes this short thing, he's like, I want to make, I'm going to start making uh, movies from books that I love. And he's like, I want to make The Princess Bride. And he can't make it right away. He needs a little bit more clout. So he goes off and he makes this small little movie called Stand By Me. I don't know if you guys have ever seen it or heard of it or anything, but it's, it's you big know, time, baby. It's fucking amazing. It's, it's Stand a great, By Me. Great River film. Phoenix, Jerry O'Connell, Carrie Feldman. Kiefer Sutherland? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of got an it feel to it. It's well, Stephen King. And it's after that, things are now big for him, and he has. By the time Stand by Me is getting made, he's already starting to get the works going on Princess Bride. He goes to Goldman, he's like, I want to get this done. So they start casting things. They get Gary Elways because of of a movie he's doing called Lady Jane, and like he knew about the book, and he's like, I want to play this guy. So he walks in, he's like, uh, of course I'm, I look like Errol Flynn, and I look like a swashbuckler from the 30s and 40s, but it needs to be funny. So he goes in and he does a Fat Albert impression, and he gets the job. <laughs> what the fuck? He does a bunch okay, of can you bunch like say that again? Carrie Elways gets the job by doing a Fat Albert impression. <laughs> I feel like I just had a stroke. Yeah. But he, he wanted to prove that he was funny, and he did. I think. Okay. He wouldn't... I, and it's funny. I don't see how the two characters correlate. It's not that they correlate. It's that he's a guy who's incredibly handsome and could be a swashbuckling, attractive man. But can he be funny? You need to be funny in this part. And he's funny, especially when he's like, body's moving and everything. Right. If he can't get a sense of humor going surrounded by, oh, I don't know, Billy Crystal and Wallace Shawn, then you're not going to hold your own. Yeah. Like, so okay. you need to be funny. And so he knew that going in, and he sold him on that idea. Like, it's Rob Reiner. He's the son of Carl Reiner. He wrote for the Smothers Brothers. Like, there's going to be comedy in this movie. Plus, uh-huh. he'd seen Spinal Tap. He's like, I'm dealing with a funny guy. I need to, I need to show him that I have a sense of humor. Yeah. So that's how he gets the job. Robert Wright Penn wore a dress and walked into a doorway, and they're like, you're it. That's literally how they explain it. They're like, she walked in, the sun was behind her, and we knew it was her. Out of 50 women. She's so... The first one? Not the first one, but out of 50 women, that's how they found out. They were just like, oh, she walked in, they looked at her, and they were like, all right, that's Buttercup. Wow. We just know. Um, Now she's in Wonder Woman. Now she's... She had House of Cards going, dude. She's... No, that's right, she had House of Cards. She's Jenny from Forrest Gump. She's in Toys. She's Jenny from Forrest Gump. I knew I had seen her somewhere. Other than freaking Princess Bride. I was like, it was bugging me. She's, she's Jen. She's the asshole blonde from Crosscut. Uh, she's not an asshole. No, she's great. Jenny? Yeah, she's, she's great. I don't know. I have to watch it again, and I just don't remember her in the best life. Did she? That movie does Jenny dirty. That's probably why that. Yeah, I just had this conversation with a friend of Brian's the other day. Yeah, Jenny's done dirty in that movie. Anyway. Anyway, um, so uh, Wallace Shawn was supposed to actually be Danny DeVito, but he had to cut out the last second. And what? Washam was afraid he was gonna fire it at any moment, so he's just like scared the whole time. Wait, who is gonna? You mean the guy who revived him? No, no, no. The inconceivable. Oh, that would have been Danny DeVito. Been Danny DeVito. Dude, I'm not gonna lie. This that dude's character was grating. It can be for people. Oh and I've, man! I've grown up with him all my life. I've heard his shit. I've heard his characters. I'm pretty used to it. But like, Clueless the person who did the audio in the in the like the video audio editing, they left his voice way too high and shrill, 
and it was just Imagine. like, oh, oh, it was brutal. I'm still, I'm sorry, I'm still gobsmacked. Danny DeVito. Yeah, he's just as Sicilian. As, so. yeah. Oh man, it that would have been, been so good. It would have been very much like his taxi character, but mm-hmm. um, I thought this guy fitted better because it gave more. If Danny DeVito was in it, it he would have stolen. The line I don't think we would have gotten guys. inconceivable. Eagle was awesome. Well, at least inconceivable wouldn't have been as memorable of a line. Yeah, no, not at all. Uh, so, um, Montoya is Mandy Patinkin, most famously from Criminal Minds and Homeland and stuff like that. He's a famous, famous theatrical actor. Yes, Chris, take that in. Patinkin. Mandy Patinkin. From, you said it was from Criminal Minds. Yeah, he was from the first few seasons and then he backed out. Oh my god. Who is he in Criminal Minds? I don't remember his name, but it starts with a... It does, it's not Gibbs. That's not... That's he was not, that's uh, again, No, 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 no. I, 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 he is Criminal Minds. Just look up Criminal Minds. First okay. seasons. He's in the first few seasons. You'll know. But he was on Homeland for a long time, too. He's a big theatrical actor. He's one of the most famous singers on stage. He um, jumped at this part immediately. Like everyone else, he had read the book and was waiting for it to be made into a movie and jumped at the opportunity. Hmm. Um... He thinks this is his favorite part. There's not a day. Oh hell! Yeah. There's not a day that goes by that he has not quoted the line to him every day. Gary 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 Elways, though he does work these days, wrote an entire book five years ago called "As You Wish" about the entire production and interviewed everyone again. But everyone knows how powerful this movie was for their performances. Uh, they all miss Andre, Andre the Giant, one of the saddest stories in wrestling history oh, ever. God. ever. The, he was hired for this for his brutality, but he was actually in massive pain in his back at the time. He wasn't able to wrestle, so all the yeah. stuff that he does in this movie, he can't actually do. It's all wires. It's all tricks. He can't even lift over 50 pounds. Basically, just looks. So basically, he actually won, him, won everyone over, A, by being an incredibly nice guy. And B, yeah. because he is a good performer in the movie. You love the guy. Like, he's just yeah. such a warm-hearted dude. Like, they didn't expect him to act, but he's a better actor than he ever could have been in this performance. Um, and then, yeah, I think he died in 1993. Oh, uh, I can tell you. I can sum it all up. On, I can it's sum incredibly up sad. The incredibly sad story for a homeboy. Um, yeah. And so... Uh, um, for that, Big Slice. Uh, yeah, uh, um, that's pretty much the cast. They shot all of this almost pretty much on location, except for the sword fighting set and some other bits. But they had a real castle. I thought Humperdinck was a good casting too. Humper, okay, so Humperdinck is, uh, uh, God, what is her name? Anyways, uh, uh, guys, can I share with you real quick? Mm-hmm. This is this is how Sarandon. Long. His name's Sarandon. Chris Sarandon. In a six-hour period, I want you to guess how many 12-ounce bottles of beer Andre, Andre drank. Yeah, he in drank a lot. In six hours? In six hours. He would have to drink a lot to get drunk because he drank a lot of beer all the time, yes. This guy, we're talking about like a 500-pound, 7-foot 189. Guy. 119. Yeah, sounds about right. One of the most famous things about him is how much he drank, yeah. The guy... Drink 119 12 ounce beers. So if I do the math real quick, 119. It's <laughs> a fucking barrel. Times 12. Like, that is 1,428 ounces of beer in six hours. Yeah. Because he was in a lot of pain. Because he was in a lot of pain. Yeah. He didn't want to like smoke. 
So drug, like, drug testing. Like this was almost around the time of the steroid he basically trial. He was carrying the carrying wrestling uh, on its back at that time. He was yeah. traveling That's the ten world. cases of beer. It's insane. in six hours. <laughs> ten really cases sad. of beer. He loved this. Everyone loved him. It was crazy. Yeah. Anyway, oh, sorry, I had to like. Well, probably the most famous story that sums it up. is that he was uh he took That's Carrie Elway's out on ATVs and they're like they make ATVs that for your size. He's having a... What? Yeah, and so Carrie Elway's is on an ATV and it he's went wild. Beer, like every five minutes. Brian Stefan, <laughs> he's doing the math. <laughs> <laughs> he had a beer every five. Minutes. Well, you can See, that, that we know what Brian's thinking about right now. Where you compare his <laughs> hands to like their heads, yeah, the beer is like a shot It's like glass. a sip. Yeah. It's a, it's a power hour for his uh... Yeah. Uh, so yeah, that's the Chris Sarandon was uh, in a few things. He got he jumped at this as well. Knew the book, wanted it, and I think he's actually pretty good. I think he gets the short shift because he doesn't do much performances. But honestly, one of the most quoted lines is the when he's at the truth, Christopher Guest, and he's like, "I've got this to do. I've got this to do. I've got to kill my wife. I'm swamped." Yeah, <laughs> it's a pretty good fucking line read. It yeah. is good. Um, and when they did the re- the Quibi thing that I was talking about earlier, Carrie always shows up for a quick scene at the end for the moment where he's like he's doing the speech and he's like I'm I will do this to your body and this to your body and Carrie always does Chris uh, Sarandon's lines exactly like him. Because he's probably seen this over and over and over and over again at conventions, but like he nails the inflection perfectly. Uh, it's amazing. So I really think Sarandon gets a little short shift because of how many amazing people are in this movie. Um, and one of the main reasons this movie existed is because it is produced solely uh, or financed solely 110% by the guy who wrote the show, All in the Family, Norman Lear. So if Rob Ryder was not on the show, he never would have gotten this producer involved. And Norman Lear, again, one of the most important All connected. All, All connected. They cut a lot of corners on um, this, man. You can tell. Well, it, it's he did he did the best he could with the finances he had, but he yeah. shot on location as much job. as he could. He, they had to take everyone to London. That's a real castle that they're in. Especially when they had to cut around Andre. Dresses, uh, yeah. Beautiful um, color. It brings attraction to her as a person, but I love his color choices on yeah, everything. Yeah. He did a great job with that. Uh, so the movie comes out. It does not do well. And it declined. It, well, it, they didn't know. It, he didn't want it sure. to do that. He wanted it to be a hit, but it didn't. And then eventually, over time, it grew and grew and grew to the point that it's beloved to the day. I think people couldn't. I, I think people at that time wouldn't have been able to understand the satire behind it and the funniness behind it. And because it's it's you. This is a storybook. This is the this is yeah. like the, that's why like even their fencing comes off like. Someone's this reading a story, like, a story, a story to a, a, a kid. You well, know? the fencing is actually pretty interesting. They got uh, one of the most famous fencers and practitioners of all time, the man who actually trained Errol Flynn in the first place. Mm, um, he doubled for him. He also he also did all the lightsaber work for Star Wars. That he did all sweet. of the sword work around that time for many things. But, but the most important thing is that those two guys trained for six months to do that. That in fact in the script it says. Then they have the greatest sword fight in film history. That was the only thing that was written in the Do they consider this the greatest sword fight? One of, one of, yes. Yeah, because they watched it. Because at this point, they weren't doing this in cinema anymore. It was more of like their generations, like Rob Reiner's generations of like Errol Flynn and all that. So they watched all of those movies and took as many things as they could and then made basically a raid to ending S type fight to it. Sure. Um, and since then, no one's really made anything like this, really, 
in terms of sword fighting. So yeah, it really hasn't really. I guess maybe that Bond movie where he fences. Oh God! Yeah. An eagle's fight with the six-fingered man at the end is fucking awesome. Yeah, all all yeah. of them are trained to do this. There are no doubles except for when there's like acrobatics, but it's all yeah. of them sword fighting. Yeah. One hundred percent. Um. So yeah, that is the story of the movie. It's a massive hit to this day to the point that the Quibi thing had like stars upon stars upon stars upon stars in it. So. People genuinely love this. Better than whatever the hell Gal Gadot was trying yeah. to do. Yeah, Andre the Giant was such <clears throat> a good actor, dude. Just huge. Uh, I so I as a kid, no. I like like you when I watched this as a kid, I would watch it in bits and pieces on TV, and I was like, what is this thing? What is it? And then one day I actually sat down and watched it, beginning to end, and I was like, oh, it's fucking great. That's what it is. It's phenomenal. Yeah. It's amazing. And then as I grow older and older, I'm just I'm just amazed at how everything came together. This seems like it was it's easy It's a complex to do. plot. It is, but that's the thing. The best thing about it is the script, bar none. Yeah. Like, the book is yeah. amazing. I listened to it, and the, the economy of what it is is fantastic. Like, the, at the beginning, you hear more about Buttercup's family and her life and who she is as a person, but, like, here it's just like, no, they're in love. Let's go. Like, he knows what he's doing. I think people forget about, too, especially, like I said, the commoners, that you forget about the second half of this movie like you, you always kind of think about this movie and it leads up to this the fencing part and the sword fight but like the second part of this film is just so good there's so much cool shit going on i mean when he when uh humble dinker or humble when he talks humble about dinker. killing his wife i was just like whoa i was yeah. like they took a fucking left turn i was like what the fuck this that's, dude's just yeah, gonna dude, strangle yeah. his girl on his honeymoon night like what the I was paying attention to that this time as well because there's two things that you that the I think you'd have to be dumb to think that it isn't Wesley that's climbing up the rocks and following them. Yeah. And then the Dread Pirates. You have to be stupid to think it's not him. Like it's obviously Clark Kent is Superman. But how long does what? it take? I'm confused by everything you just said. Like Clark Kent. If you are watching this movie. No, I, what? I know. I know. Well, when you watch this movie for the first time, <laughs> sure. Wesley dies. He's dead. Dread Pirates killed him. And then all of a sudden she's kidnapped and someone's following them in a black mask. Well, that's what I'm saying. But the you, adults get it. I feel like no, kids no, no. Would. I don't. Well, maybe some kids wouldn't. But in all honesty, I think the kids are though. I think you, <laughs> the hope. One of my is, favorite shows on CBS. The hope is <laughs> that you that it is Wesley. You're like it would be weird if it wasn't Wesley. You're like oh it has to be him. But the real thing, the real trick in the movie is when is Humperdinck truly evil. When is he really evil? Yeah, he does seem cool as, and actually pretty it's nice It's a long at first. time. Long yeah. time before you're like, oh, this okay, he's going to throw him in the pit of despair? Well, he's jealous. She loves him. That kind of makes sense. Yeah. And then it's right, like, right, I'm right. going to strangle her in right. bed tonight. And you're like, right. uh, uh, <laughs> you shouldn't say such things to me. Like, yeah, that guy's ready to murder. Yeah, that was the turn for me where I'm like, what the fuck? That takes crazy. a long time to happen. Yeah. The who the six fingered man I thought also was played really well too because you see his eyes while they're on the while he's on the horse and you're like dude this dude looks fucking sinister as hell man. But you know who that is, right? The six fingered man. Hmm? Christopher Guest. Oh. The comedian of Spinal Tap and Waiting for Guffman and Best what? in Show. Yeah. He doesn't crack a smile once. No, he does movie. not. Wow. He, he does the same thing in the other... There's another Rob Reiner movie called um, A Few Good Men. And there's a scene where a doctor shows up in the courtroom. Uh, a few. Just okay. a few. Okay. And, 
and the doctor shows up in a courtroom, <laughs> yeah. and it's played by guests, and it's the most straightforward, like, I'm a doctor, and you're just like, this is the guy who is Guffman? You're fucking Guffman. That's what are crazy. you doing? It's so crazy. The uh, the part where Humperdinck smells the Ayanaska, that maybe is another sign from a storyline perspective that maybe he's, like, been killing some motherfuckers, too. Oh, yeah, probably. Which I didn't even realize. I, I, I forgot that he put poison in both. I legitimately yeah. thought he only put poison in one. Right. When you turned around, I switched him. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, oh my god. (laughs) So good. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god. Man. Yeah, I I think the best performance in the movies, although they're all great, is probably Patinkin. He's the most fleshed out. He feels the most like a human. Patinkin. The, 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 my father. the Inigo, yeah. yeah. It, the one-liners in this movie are insane. And Dark. and for me, like, you grew up hearing all these one-liners. I heard them from other people that weren't associated right. with me, so yeah. I never could put two and two together. Exactly. But the part where he's like, I hate waiting, and then backs away when he's like, if you're going to not throw the rope, you're going to need to wait for me to climb up. And he's like, I hate waiting, and then backs away. Like, I used to hear people say that all the time, and I'm like, the fuck is that from? <laughs> it's right. You know this this movie right here. Or uh, there was another couple lines that Anigo says all the time. You know, you killed my father. That that he. I don't ever remember that from any other movie other than this. Right. You're right. Prepare to die. Yeah. Prepare to die. Why do you keep saying that? <laughs> I was like, that's hilarious. It's so funny. Yeah. yeah. You please stop saying that. It's so frustrating. Yeah. <laughs> this guy is trying to kill. Like <laughs> fucking rabbit, yeah. The way they approach the killing shit is really funny, too. It's so funny. Okay, so, like, on that, this is one of the probably the most quotable movies we have done on this show. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Man, it just keeps going and going yeah. and going. Yes, one of the best scripts. Well, I was going to add, like, we always go to the next step. Chris, how did you like this? I, I liked this more. Yeah. It was like, I think I got it, I think I got it from, like, a script level. Um, like, it's just so, it's so, it's just so quotable. Yeah. It's one of, like, it's, this is one of those scripts that's, like, like, um, it's just, it, yeah, it's just, it's just really, like, quotable. My favorite quote in the entire movie. Mm. The movie just gave, they gave me pause, actually. Mm. I suspect masks will, I, I suspect masks will be uh, worn by everybody in the future. I'm like, oh my god, Alex, I yeah, looked at yeah, like, the that one, one too, yeah. It's wild, isn't it? Wow, they wrote that in the late 70s. They did not know. Well, I mean, there have been other pandemics. Also, they were talking about different masks, but they weren't being specific. Well, that's why I thought it was funny when they say it in the pandemic one. I was hoping that there would be like a week or something, but like, no. Um, One one line that I really love is when they capture them after the fire swamp and they're like, do you surrender? And he's like, to me? Yes, of course. You can surrender to me. Like, I just love that bit. He just does. He nails it. He's so funny. It's Her. funny because they, like I never see him smile. He's like he's always almost just so straight faced because he, also he's just like he's so he always just comes across like he's just in control all the time like he's already thought about all. It. It's just so fun to watch. The, I was he would never do a character like this again until Robin Hood Men in Tights. That's the closest thing he would do to Tell something like this. Tell me you've seen that. No, he's never seen that. 
And Maybe I, was, I did, but it was really long ago. Probably not. Dude, rewatch it. That is not only... It's like Dumb and Dumber meets I'm just Princess trying to get, Bride. I'm just trying to get this guy to watch Hot Shots, and he loves Maverick. The, these th- here's the thing like do you like Fair- do you like Fairly Brothers comedies no he probably doesn't know who they are do you like Dumb and Dumber again I'm too young you've seen Dumb and Dumber I have seen Dumb and Dumber mm-hmm. do you think that's funny though I do think it is okay so there there was a <laughs> hold on Brian hold on, hold on I will say this we have the Naked Gun movies on the series wheel and I'm gonna those are a little intense for Chris I mean I, I for a minute hold on on Dumb and Dumber okay, okay I wanna hear I wanna hear cause that's <laughs> my favorite movie of all time we're talking about like spoof comedies is all. Sure, 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 sure. Yeah, she comes in here all the time, pulls it, pulls it over, like, what is that supposed to be? For dinner. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, dude, that movie's amazing. Dude. My favorite line of the entire movie because it's just so quickly, it's easy to miss. It's just like that guy. Like I lost the episode. Joke, joke a second, man. That shows that. <laughs> yeah, those those guys had a lot of really but like, yeah. good stuff. So I was so I was uh, I was saying earlier, it's like yeah, this was I really didn't get this. Cause I, I was just like, is this supposed to be like? Cause it, another thing that they would quote all the time is Monty Python. Yes. So I was just like, is this another one of those? Another like, movie I, we have on the wheel too. We'll get to that as well. Like, is that another one of those? Do I have to go and watch those now? It's just like you need if, if you really genuinely want to understand humor in film, then you need to start with things like Monty Python. And you need to understand where that humor came from uh-huh. because the whole British wave of humor was so beautiful. It, it genuinely was because it was just such a different approach to humor. They, there was more thought process. It was intelligent. Yeah. But it was also like they were doing things like repetitious humor. Like uh, we're going to do something eight times and then the ninth time you think it's going to happen, they're going to hit you with something else. They love words. You know, and they love words, but it wasn't it wasn't slapstick comedy and farts and things like that. It was like really thought out shit where you're like, you know, I, I don't know. You've got to go back and watch. But anyways, that time period then transitioned into like things like the Farrelly Brothers, which that was a whole genre of comedy where you, you, you are... Our generation grew up with like a different style of comedy. We were like, "What the fuck is this? Why is there a dude that just blew cum on a girl's hair, and now her hair is sitting like this, and she's on a date, and we're literally watching a film where this happened, and we're like, it's the biggest hit who, in the country. Who is talk like I've never seen a joke where someone's talking about coming in some girl's hair, and it's like not only acceptable, but it's actually a really funny scene." And it's like you think about these things, or like it, 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 it was a different viewpoint of humor, where you were like, okay, wow, the whole, the whole film industry has transitioned comedically. Then all of a sudden, now you've got humor in a whole different genre, where it's like Tim and Eric and Eric Andre and all these guys started to bring really. I different, want to be the barber. Well, Will Ferrell, Step Brothers, all that stuff. Like that was a whole genre of comedy where you were like Wedding Crashers and like uh, Talladega Nights and things like that. Where you're like, what is this new style of humor? So you know what I mean. So if you money, if you want to understand humor through film, go back and follow those. Everything steps. has a history to it, you know. So no, no, no. I just wanted to ask this. You talked about the. Girl having something about Mary. Mary. Yeah, something about Mary. Was it of age though? Yeah. Good. What it's do you mean re- of age? No, no, no. Like, no. Was... He, it's a reference to the Milk Money episode. It's a joke that oh, we have on the show. 
Like, I'll remember like, it for the rest of my life. But I will, say, I will say this, when you listen to the episode, you'll know exactly what he means by of age. It's one of the funniest moments. That's really funny. Okay, so... But, like, yeah, like, the, like it was so weird. Like, one of the things that tripped me up was, like, okay, why is he the pirate? Why is he masking up? Is it because he's mad that he thinks that Buttercup took this weird guy's freaking hand in marriage because he was dead? Because, like, you know, but, um... I do think that's part of it, but also... But she, then he explains in the fire storm. He's like, oh! But he treat, she treats him like crap for so long. And he takes it, as you wish, because she loves him. And because that's how she enacts... Oh, you know him. what? That and makes I think, sense! I think he's giving her a bit of a ribbing, because he can. Yeah. And, but eventually he's going to take off the mask and say, I love you. And then look, what the moment it comes off, he's like, are you okay? I love you, sweetheart. Like, he was always going to do that, but I think he was kind of giving you know, a little bit of... He had a little somehow. Yeah, this is her... This yeah. is his version of get the pail off the fucking thing for me. Right. Okay, oh, that, make, that makes totally... I, now, that, I, makes I, I haven't heard that by anyone. Most people are like, why is he so mean to her? And I'm like, I think he wants to give her a little bit of a hard time. Like, yeah. why not? That makes... Okay, then that Just makes total... Fun with it. That makes total sense to me. Then I, I, I get it. I get that now. Um... I also think you got to recognize too, Chris, this has got a very, like, um, how should I say this, without coming across a certain way. I, I do think that, that <laughs> I do think that there's a certain style, I was thinking about this today, and trying. I figured maybe you'd give me better help on explaining mm-hmm. it, but I do feel like there is a certain sense of humor that comes from the Jewish community. Yes. And I feel like there's... I feel like it's very Mel... Like, Mel Brooks, his style of comedy, like, this felt like Mel Brooks directed this. Well, Rob Reiner and Carl Carl Reiner's best friend was Mel Brooks. And there's just... I mean, the the scene where they go to try to revive um, Carrie's... Wesley's character, and they bring him to that character who's down in the. It, the depths. character in the book was based off Mel Brooks. Wow, that makes a lot of Jesus sense. Jesus Christ, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, because that because that guy is. That makes all the sense in the world. It's just it's it's weird, like asking for change and like all that yeah, all stuff. Like it's just it. weird. It's just I, I don't know. It's just like power. Like, three dollars sixty two cents. Yeah, it's, but that's the change. Okay. But even that guy, him in the window doing that stuff, I was like, this just seems like such a Mel Brooks film. Yeah. Um, Can I say real quick? I'm gonna be so mad if I go back to Milk Money and it's not hundred three dollars sixty two cents. I will be pissed. But you also have to keep in mind, Ryan, this is based off a book written in seventy two, and at that time. Who was a bigger force in comedy than Mel Brooks? No, I yeah. Like I he'd already made the pre- he'd already made Young Frankenstein or Blazing Saddles by that point. Yeah, you're right. Like he was a, like he that would be like us making something right now and then. But wasn't the seventies also Animal House? Uh, oh yes, but later, because gotcha. Mel Brooks started in the or late sixties. He was done with Young Frankenstein by the sure. mid seventies, and then he took a break, <laughs> and then came back. And then yeah, and then the what you're talking about is the Groundlings, John John Belushi, Harold Ramis, all that gotcha. stuff. And then they would be they would split in half. They would make the movies, and then the other half of them would do SNL. Yeah. And then they would control the seventies for forever. John Landis, all that shit. But um, Reiner is the son of famous Jewish writers. Yes, absolutely. 
Certainly that humor is involved with it. This, the whole R-O-U-S-S scene was yeah. hilarious. Because you could tell it was just like their buddy Frank in a fucking suit. You know, like... <laughs> crawling just, around. Yeah, crawling around. And, like, ah! and then with a puppet head. Like, yeah. You know? yeah, 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 yeah. So there you were could two... see his ass popping up and shit running around. I was laughing so hard. There were two actors. One could scamper and one could just kind of control different elements. The one that could scamper was late because he was pulled over by the cops, and the cops were like, what do you have to do? And he's like, i got to be in a movie. And they're like, what do you have to do in the movie? He's like, i got to be a rat. i, I got to be a rat. And they're like, whatever, man. Like, we're so cops. That, so we there are moments in this scene <laughs> where, where he's just fucking around with a dummy because they couldn't get a person in it. Because the guy got and pulled over by the cops. That's, that's why they just throw it at him. Funny, dude. That is funny. Wow. So there are going to be two people in there? There are two people for two different needs that this scene calls for. Oh. It has him also when the rat's coming at him. He's holding the rat's mouth like this. Like and I was gator, thinking, yeah, yeah, I was thinking to myself, like, off, like if, it's the if I'm getting attacked by something that has its mouth open like that, in my thought, I was like, I don't know if I'd be grabbing it like that, even though that's probably the best, smartest yeah, move to that's do. That's attacking Exactly. You gotta get but, something in between the teeth like a stick or something. You, quick, give me a stick. Yeah, quick. She does nothing. No, like the red... Like, no, 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 no. pissed Peter off a lot. Yeah, she does pissed nothing in that scene. Oh yeah. my god, what's going on? Cecily was like, come on! <laughs> fucking hit it! Get yeah. off him! No, Maybe, dead like, like the rancor. Oh, yeah. Like, Return of the Jedi, you just stick the bone in his mouth. <laughs> just gives it over. Nerd. I, I, I gotta say, oh, the closest sorry. thing that we have ever watched that is That's such a great scene, too. Uh, her getting sucked in the sand. They're well, about, just because when he, he says... Uh, it's because of how her walk-off is. You know, like he has uh, this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's she, a hell of an effect. But it's after the fact. story. He's like, "Do you understand what happened? Well, you understand what I'm saying?" She's like, uh, uh, "No." She was like, "Yeah, that makes a lot of sense." Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and then she um, just falls in the center of some quicksand. I would say, sand. I would say the closest yeah, thing that's more than quick. that we've yeah, done that's on this show sand, man. to this movie has got to be Never Ending Story. Yeah. You know what? Yeah. Uh, Except uh, there's no horse getting drowned into a swamp. No, but there is that people talking about it. There's like a framework of storytelling and all this stuff. Yeah, like there's an aesthetic. City, yeah. Swaps, all that stuff. I expected him when they were talking about the whole three th- things of the swamp. I expected them to be in there a little bit longer, but it's like immediately after their scene, they're like, well, that was crazy, and we made it to the end. Yeah, and I was like, huh? I was like, <laughs> well, then when he meets huh? the soldiers, they're like, what are you going to do? He's, He's like, like we'll we'll let the fucking there, man. We'll let the fucking We made it out pretty easily. We know so we're, we're right back now. Up we got it under control. Come find us. Yeah. We'll be in a rat. Yeah. We'll be in a rat. So, yeah. I, um, oh, gosh. What was, what was the other thing? Okay. So, yeah. I did I did like, like okay. So, this was like a very easy run time. Like, hour 90 I thought it was just like they packed a lot in here mm-hmm. for an hour 90 hour 40 no yeah yeah for hour, hour 90 40. Jesus I'm so tired hour 30 hour 40 um, hour 90 God I agree this was so this funny. front to back was an incredibly well made movie on a lower budget yeah. awesome storytelling great acting great visually cinematography was awesome and the one-liners are amazing. Like, this is just a solid movie. This yeah. is a really, really solid movie. I think there's magic to this. Like, I think yes. everything yes, came together. Sure. The script is the best part, and it's what drawn everybody in the first place. 
But I, I, I think everything comes together here. The casting of these two alone, of Wesley and Buttercup alone, they're just so good. Dude, yeah. even the guy who's the really weird guy who's down in the pit of <laughs> despair, and he's like kind of got I this sexual feel. He's like touching him with his so funny. D- the dabs of water, he's got, like, and he's like stabs in his mouth. Yeah, he's oh like looking God. at him. He's like, who oh. did that? Who, <laughs> it was so who did that remind me of? He looked like somebody, and he sounded like somebody. He, Andy Circus. He looks a little... Well, what? Andy Circus is in the Quibi one, too, but he reminds me a little bit of Chris of like Kyle Gass. He bit. sounded like... No, he sounded like like Andy Serkis' real voice. Oh, well, yes, he does. But that's the, that's the joke. Like, he's like... <laughs> Dude. I'm going to jail your blood. Yes, that's a, exactly. His normal voice sounded like Andy Circus' normal voice. That's why I thought it was Andy Serkis. Also, <laughs> well, well, you can't fucking blame me. That guy's, like... Freaking, you put makeup on him and freaking computerize it. He'd be anything. I think British people, they have uh, eclectic voices. Yeah. I was guffaw laughing when the fucking priest comes on. He's like, Now it is a pet on Uncle Jinx sitting at the altar and he's like, Can we fucking hurry this up? He's man like, Man and wife, say man and wife. <laughs> so. And here's another thing that bothered me about Buttercup. I hear you mentioned like she does nothing as he is like she's being it's like um Wes is being attacked. But like here's my thing, it's just like when she's when when uh he's in bed after he's been paralyzed. Mm-hmm. That's right? so funny. Jenny, yeah. Jenny. When um Why would you say Jenny? <laughs> I meant go Jenny. Okay, anyway, um so one thing that bothered me was just like but I said, but the, the priest said, man, I was, so they're the married, right? I was like, oh, God. You shut up. You shut up. You didn't, you didn't say I do. I was like, okay, all right, all right. Okay, people, all right. She's a little weak in some departments. <laughs> You're not married to the guy. You never will be. Okay. Right? Hmm? Like, you're clearly not okay with this to the point where you're going to kill yourself because you think that's the best way out of this. Yeah. You go on a daily horse ride. And your thought is like, well, I'm just going to go back. I'm like, well, I, well, I mean, think about it in terms I guess he's the best hunter, but it's like, still. But there's like, the, like I said earlier, she doesn't know how evil Humperdinck is. She doesn't even know that Humperdinck is going to fucking murder her. Name and she never me. ever knows that Humperdinck is You don't know how evil Humperdinck is, right? <laughs> <laughs> very, very much a name to be taken seriously. You don't know how much of a Have you heard about that Humperdinck guy? What? He strangled his wife to sleep in her wedding. <laughs> Humperdinck? Humperdinck? He's yeah. going to try to start a war. Yeah. Mr. Humperdinck? Yeah, Humperdinck. Yes. Third grade His science? His friend has six fingers? Yeah, Humperdinck. Humperdinck. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, like... <laughs> I... I... Oh, I'm trail off. Yeah. They're like, it was just so weird. It's just like... Oh, her... Okay, so think about the movie we watched, The Princess, right? Dude. What is the thing you have to do as the princess? You are married off... To nations so that you're an object. Stop like that is that Chris, is your role. So yeah. One small little tiny thing I'd like to throw at you. Okay. About Monty Python is. Put your penis away. Instead of them Ooh. riding horses. Instead of them riding horses, they just they pretend gallop and then they use coconuts. That's in a movie. Yeah, that's what we just said. Yeah. Oh okay. And the horses are riding. Do that movie too. Um. So anyway, so like I, I think that was the part of just like this like. There was just that part of like, 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 she gave up. She gave up after the the priest was just like, 
I'm gonna like like the priest was like, man, what? She's like, oh, okay, so I'm married to him. I guess there's no way out now. Freaking, oh jeez, I just I don't, I don't even fault her as like a character doing that. I just it's more of just the writing for me. That's the only thing that really right. bothered me. It was me. just like it was it was it was it was weird. Just like to me, it's just like because I know for a fact, just, just I know for like a fact if I was getting attacked by a gigantic rat, uh-huh. Cecily would be there and like fucking kicking that shit in the ribs. She's calling you. Cecily, your girlfriend. Yeah, she she would suplex that motherfucking rat off me, and I know that for a fact. She wouldn't be standing there going, "Oh my god, oh my god, Peter!" But just think oh of my it. god, like fucking. She went to go the, try and grab a branch. But here's just, the thing. And then the the uh, the, the monster grabbed her leg. That's why she couldn't swing the branch right away. Yeah, but she's still just standing there. But she's scared. scared. It's a rat. Wait. I just killed a rat the other day, and I was fucking scared. No, here's the and, thing. Nah, man. They ain't in love like Sex and Huge. Here's the thing. You a rat. think of yeah, think of the rat. chiropractic care you'd have That's to. That's a man name. Think of the chiropractic care you'd have to administer after kill rat love. Kill rat love. Okay. Um. Anyway, but like. Are you crazy? No. We said that, yeah. Yeah, we said. Yeah, that. we said. Yeah, we literally were talking about that. She's in the room, by the way. Yeah, she's um, in the room. She. <laughs> Hate him in Buttercup would not fight. Yeah. And also the the whole We were thing, yelling. We were yelling. The whole thing where he's like, Oh, the priest said men and white, so I'm married to this guy and I was like, Oh jeez. <laughs> so wait, did you are you saying that you think that she gave up too early? Yeah. She didn't give up, she just didn't understand the concept of marriage. Marriage. Like the actual sex. Marriage. She was married to Wesley. No, she wasn't. She was not. So what the they were just boyfriend and girlfriend yeah, when they left. They went girlfriend. on. Uh, then I misunderstood that. Point. Yeah, Did you no, think they no. got married? They never got married. That's well, maybe he means she knows that it doesn't matter. That's what that's what she says. She goes, "I married him because I thought you left and died." And she's like, "Well, no, 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 no. She okay. He is trying to marry her because at that point it's gonna make the, it's gonna make things great for their country. There are they're fighting countries. If he marries her, right. it'll make things better. But he wants to start a war, and make things worse in the process while holding more power. And she's like, well, this is a nice guy. I'm a princess. I eventually am gonna marry a prince at some time, not some farm boy. That's why he leaves to get riches so that he can afford the ability to marry a princess in the first place." So like okay. So once he dies, she's like, well, I'm not gonna love anybody, but if it would make the country better and give my family money, then sure, I'll marry this guy. But then so, when she finds out he's a horrible person, she's like, and that Wesley's alive, she's like, I'm just gonna fucking kill myself. So the whole system's just screwed up. Well, the, okay, we have to talk about the biggest element, the most magical thing about this entire movie, and it's the the theme of the movie, which is that true love is real and worth fighting for. It's love. The way that they talk about it, she's like, I don't want to marry somebody else. That's the perfect movie for that bit. It's love, Tars. It's love. Love, Tars. It's the best. Love. Love, Tars. I like hate every now and then. Love's the other Is I. Is I. But I think that's important. Like, the way they talk about true love, it's like, liar! Like, true love is so important in this world. Yeah. Like, that. that's how she's seeing it. She's like, I know Wesley's alive. I have to marry you and he's off somewhere else. I'd rather fucking die. Like, I'm, I've gotten the most addictive drug that this world has, and it's the dick of Gary Elway. So can we just please, like, either kill me or give me that dick? Like, <laughs> like that's how that's how the story is it. I think that's how Boo! Boo! Muck! This shit haunted me as a kid. That was... I closed that was my eyes and I was just laying going... Yeah, yeah, that yeah. was... 
No, she's the one to more sloppy Joe's all Chris, over. Chris, Hold on, that was the best description of anything you, that has ever come out of your mouth. That was so it be good. Anniversary? Okay. That was so good. I'm clipping that for the video. That would make me no man. That would broke me for a second. But like that's pretty much the most addictive that. drug is the dick of karaoke. The most addictive drug in this world is the dick of karaoke. Always. I thought nothing could beat my poetic like. That's um, a good one. Nothing could be my like. I made a comment on, Beat on your uh, tank. What are you talking about? I made a, I made a comment on Reddit uh, like this morning. Just being like, silence truly is the most, the loudest noise in the world. Really? Like, and I was like, that's really poetic. And then that just comes out. I'm telling you, man. <laughs> Damn it! It's the most, it's the most powerful. Did anybody hear a ring when it's really quiet? Is that a bad thing? That's tendonitis. Yeah, but things are actually. Don't listen to music very loud. What? Like, the, the, like screens and stuff. Like you can hear like. <laughs> I, my dad wants to I'm slow. I told him I could. He bet me money, and then he would keep the screen on and turn it off, and he blindfolded me, double blindfolded me, and then I told him when it was on and when it was off. Yeah, and he was, and I did it ten out of ten times, and he was like. Yeah, yeah you can hear that shit. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Cool. All right. And it's the, because I think we just have. Like there are people that have sonically better hearing, and so I think you're just able to hear yeah, more somewhere. Yeah. This is what no, a phone, that, this is what a phone turns on. Just any screen, screen, I can hear sound, anything with electronics. No, so you're daredevil. Yeah. 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 For sure. Yeah. Well, yeah, like in in my um, even out here, I'll like hear my computer turn on. I'm like, God, fucking damn it, I have to mm-hmm. shut the door. <laughs> And, and then the minute it's off, though, you can hear, too. You're like... You notice that it's gone. Like, oh, it sounds yeah. like I'm outside oh. and there's trees. <laughs> right. Wow, there's nothing now. Yeah. I didn't realize that it was on until it was off, and now that there's nothing yeah. on. So, yeah. The, what a side tangent. Right? No, yeah. was it better than mine from uh, last week? When I talked about, uh, the, the, talked about that joke I made? And then nobody responded. Oh, that's that right. That out. made Peter cringe yeah, so hard. <laughs> yeah, actually never. He basically sucked up. inside okay. his own asshole. Um, yeah, I'm recording and I'm going, oh. Like, I'm not even kidding. <laughs> it's I'm like, my, really squinting. Squinting. Just like, all of the oh. embarrassment. His technique is Absorbed um, It hurt. Yeah, I absorbed it for you. Yeah. That way you couldn't feel it anymore. When they first went into the tree and they pushed the pimple on the t- on the tree or whatever the fuck it was they, I I was like how the fuck are they gonna find this spot and then I love that and he was like what you forced of my father you know and then he, and then he just puts his arm just like, oh, yeah, and he's just like oh. it's too good it was such a great way to do it alright yo the screen in this scene the screen oh, the screen, the yeah. screen is yeah. Oh Imagine that's, this that's is like the tor- Superman stream where yeah. he has to turn back time. Oh, so yeah. yeah. Imagine how this as a torture device and them taking a year years off your life. Wouldn't yeah. that be just the worst? I'd rather get any other torture than them taking years away from huh, you. Know, you I do that just, when you get less sleep every How every long night. do you think Wesley has to live now? A couple years. Probably 50. 14 hours at best. Wow. That pill can't give him He's probably in his years. 20s in this. Yeah, but I mean, they took years off you're his miss, life. You're missing the How point. How many years the love? Yeah. No, he no, died from it. Love will he, keep he, he him mostly alive. Died. He mostly died, and then they gave him a pill. But the machine's job is to suck years off your life. So what is? So do you think that was enough then? No, you're missing the point, guys. It's love. He'll Bars. he'll stay alive as long as Buttercup's alive. Right, so Fuck, he's right. 
Fuck, he's right. Wow. It's very, it was very Tommy Wiseau. Fuck, you're right, Mark. I can't. Every time Tommy Wiseau is brought up, am I either think of the room or when he tried to cosplay as the Joker? Well, you know, there aren't very oh. many famous things that that guy has done. Ah! So it's really kind of down to those two. Although he did make a movie this year, and the trailer is out. Think about how much money and how big of a dick swinger the candle makers were back in these days. Oh, hell yeah. You know what I mean? Like, they're like, oh, you want light, bitch? Well, I'll get to work. Did you see the new <laughs> Candelabra by Phil Maheen? Oh, That'll my God. be a kidney. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And all of your toes. We gotta have it. I need some more. You've got six fingers? Well, I guess I'll take all of them. All 11, baby. Yep. So... Yeah, I think that's pretty much. I do like all, almost all the, the actually, yeah, yeah, uh, all of the performances. Um, just all around, just really solid. What's up with Yellen's character? That's kind of a goofy. Why is he character. always yelling? I said the same thing. Like the kid. Alex, <laughs> <laughs> <Alex's laughs> I wanted to say like the kid in the movie that he hasn't seen, and it's not even worth mentioning. Oh, gotcha, gotcha, yeah. gotcha. You, know, you, gave up, you gave up so hard. Yeah, so I was quickly. like, no, I'm not. No, You're like Buttercup. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're just naming Mike. I'm out. I said, see you guys laugh. I'm not a beta at these exact same time. I'll have to hear it. Holy shit. <laughs> Where are we? Where are we? 1.2? Okay. okay. Wow. That was fucking immaculate. That was incredible. Well, I, I love how these single not. I love how just. Like what? You gotta, have, you, have siblings, you gotta have siblings, man. You don't have a, You don't have brothers and sisters, but you have brothers and sisters, right? Yes, yeah, so you, you like to yeah. point this out often. <laughs> I was gonna say, what is that? Why don't you run well, into Let's do that things. off air. You know, like. like he has friends growing up. Point it out at least on There's a consistent part in my life where. Almost, almost every day there is a conversation. Well, you never had siblings, though, and it's really brought weird. up by someone who has siblings. Yeah, yeah, every single sibling. Time. You don't <laughs> understand. I'm, I'm well kid. aware. Thank it's, you. I'm just saying that we have different experiences. I spent most well, of my he life. He gets experience. the point. I that I like pointing it out. He doesn't get that because I like pointing it out. Man, you better cut the tip on that point. Ow. Ow. <laughs> My name is Brian. Did you Rollins. get your tip clipped in that moment? Was that what that sound was? Your tip got never, clipped? My tip got clipped when I was too young to say anything. And I'm actually happy it got clipped, so. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. Plus maintenance. Yeah, less maintenance. Too much to clean. Yeah. I don't need to do extra stuff to get there, you know what I'm saying? It's mm. a different kind of soap than the other soap, you know? Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. yeah I don't like pulling up my socks. <laughs> <laughs> That's what they were waiting for. They were like, <laughs> I just don't understand. <laughs> you gotta have siblings. <laughs> I, I can't say it to you. You gotta have siblings. This is such a good line. <laughs> I'm happy I'm Watch your knee. Watch your knee. Don't piss yourself. Don't piss yourself. Jesus Christ. How much that plug? Oh, he's got siblings. He gets it. <laughs> oh, that's funny.
I'm also, you know, in a relationship with a, a woman that has oh, plenty of sex. Oh, stop man. It's not the same. What the It's not even close to the same. I'm on your side, and I've got your back 100%, but don't ever use that as an example. It's what? terrible. What? My well, I'm dating someone who's got siblings. No, that was, that was my point. The, my point is every day I am reminded because oh, she has a story, and she's like, you just don't fair, understand. Oh, oh, every God. day. Just, just so you're like some parents just don't understand. He's like he's like in a Will Smith promo video. You don't think it haunts me that like I Peter, my, just don't my child or children Dude, I want will not hey. I got this guy. No, my children on my That's side they won't on. have cousins. They won't have an aunt or an uncle, other than like you know my friends being a, a godfather, or a godmother. Oh, sort dude, of just had a there's some experience. people that don't even better. have friends. Have a different oh my god. You're still you're still mansplaining. Oh. You're, you're still because uh, you're a man. You're still uh, siblings planning it to me. Because I have siblings. I'm, I'm oh my yeah, god. Yeah, you don't. Did you know that? Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Are you aware? At least you turned out awesome. Because most single children are Dicks. fucking douches. The worst. Oh. You're awesome. Oh my god. You think of other people. That's incredible. Because you had no one to think of. <laughs> you had no one to think of during your time growing up. Because you were an old child. Because you were an old child. So it's, like, it's just really crazy. You just don't get it. <laughs> Here, just don't understand. I think we should talk about this. Off air. Let's talk about it. Oh, my God. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Are you my dad? Woody Harrelson, Matthew McConaughey, Brian. Did you kill somebody? I can't, guys. I can't. I can't. You're, you're in, you're in a. I love how lax Alex is. Like, and then Woody Harrelson's dad's just at JFK. He's probably like, come on. Like, like, no one is talking about that shit. There's Alex. Like, yeah, you know Woody Harrelson's dad killed JFK. Okay, okay. You're siblings. You don't understand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Peter, just don't understand. They might be siblings. Yeah. 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 Oh god, guys, I can't, I can't, I can't go on. You were straight up in a birthing <laughs> position, like you were ready to like birth a laugh. Control your breathing. A laugh. Yeah. Face oh. a corner. Oh. Oh. Part of we're trying to catch the child. Face a corner. Oh, he's about to do that. You shouldn't talk if you've already like that. Oh. I can't believe he didn't kill her right there. He can't. He has to wait until they're married. He's got a Maui to her. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God, man. Maui, yeah. <laughs> wait, Josh. Yeah, I, I got to say it. So my mom married my second cousin. That's right. You told me this. Yeah. And then, uh, she, she's ordained. She's like, she can do this. And uh, they, they love this movie. Like our our family, we quote this movie all the time. Really? So when right right when um when they all are together, yeah, you know, uh, they're underneath the little like this little cute wooden um awning sort of thing. She takes the veil down, and then my mom just opens the book up. She just goes, Mowage. <laughs> Marriage is what brings us together today. <laughs> she was like, for like, she nailed it. For like two weeks, she, she was tired. Yes. She, yes. she was like, she asked all of us. She was like, should I? I at least like, one. Yes. yes. At yes. least once a day, I would hear her in her room with the door closed, like marriage, like practicing it. 
It was, it was amazing. It was fucking awesome. Oh, God. I, Did you I, get video of it? I think there was a video. I don't, yes. I don't own the video, but... Um, that takes major commitment, too. Oh, yeah, and he was an Andy who Did most who got of the married. people get it in the... Oh, everyone was, but that's... it was for Andy, specifically, because yeah, 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 like, yeah. he loves that movie yeah. so much. And, awesome. and just the look on his Man face. Way. He didn't even laugh at first, because he was just, just so shocked. Just, it was so funny, he didn't even laugh yes. at first. Yes! It was, it was that's the type of humor that is the best. <laughs> just the look on his face, yeah. and looking at him like, <laughs> this happened just now. That's amazing. At my wedding. <laughs> That's a full circle moment for sure. Yeah. Anyway, we're at the hour mark of the movie. <laughs> anyway. Anyway. I'm so... Dude, when Andre the Giant tells everyone to get the fuck out of the way, that's pretty awesome. Holy moment. shit. Yeah. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Fendi! Fendi! <laughs> Has to run and go do the door. <laughs> and he's like, hangs him from the fucking armor. I'll be right back. He's like, get the door! Get yeah, the door! Yeah. Get the door! Get the door! Desperation. <laughs> Smashing into it. <laughs> Their relationship and buddyship is so great. They're, that that was one thing that really sold this. Yeah, the rhyming thing. The, the, yeah, the, why didn't they continue the rhyming thing? That would have been pretty fine. Too good. I, well, he does do it when they're drunk. When they're when he picks when he picks him up when he's drunk. They do the rhyming again there. Oh, cool. that was a funny scene. Yeah, too. they do. I guess I didn't recognize that. He but goes, it, your breath it. stink. He goes, you stink. Yeah, but it's it's much faster than the yeah. the beginning, so it's more of just like a, a little a little bit that they do as the scene goes on. It just immediately adhere, endears you to them, a because Wallace Shawn is such a dick to them, but then immediately they are nice to each other. You're like, well, they may be evil, but they're okay. Oh, the movie has. Oh no. The movie has started over. All right, Chris, we're gonna have to Chris's go back. eyes. Because that's a joke. We're gonna have to go back. That's that a back. joke that Peter did on the very first episode with us, and it stayed. Yeah. In fact, let's start over. No. Let's just start let, we're over. not going to. Okay. All right. Fine. We've made it this far. Why would we start over? Well, I need to do more research about like siblings, and so that I can actually have the knowledge to begin the episode. That's your problem, not no, mine. No, I'm sorry. You, um, will, you will never, ever gain it. If you could choose the amount of siblings you'd have, how many would you choose? Yeah, what would you have? Um, I've always, well... I and this is hypothetical. <coughs> right. You can't, you can't have it. <laughs> right. You can't ever have it. Right. My, my mother is Just like I can never capable. be a single child. Married! 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 Every time I, I, like if I see you, mom, I'm going to do that. Married! Uh, I always wanted an older sister. Oh. And but I have <clears throat> what's so what's so poetic is on my dad's side. That's right. All girls as my cousins, like twenty. Fun. So and I and I'm and they just with, love you, don't yeah, they? Yeah, I'm like yeah. mainly four of them. I'm super super close. That's with. That's awesome. And they're all. Introduce Are me. they from Minnesota? Wisconsin. Oh, perfect. Oh, yeah. I'm so sorry. Reciprocity, bra. Jesus. What the fuck was that? There's too much cheese. I was ruined like you guys. You just don't understand. Remember when Alex had phlegm that one time? And that literally just happened to me by you just bringing up the word Wisconsin. And you went. That's what happened. That wasn't on purpose. Oh. Poor Wisconsin's. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck 
the Packers. Um, Sorry. <laughs> um, anyway, but yeah, old. I've, I've yeah. got like three older sisters and one younger sister. Okay, so you'd want an older sister. So you'd want. Would you want a brother at all? No. I mean, it. He doesn't like you, dude. He doesn't <laughs> like you, dude. Well, I mean, this is what I would want. I wouldn't care if I had, you know, one or the other. You but, literally, I'm giving you a makeshift world where you can yeah, choose what sibling. Yeah, it would be an older sister. And that's it. This is all he's going to think about. <laughs> you want me to give you a different answer? No, I'm just I'm that's wondering. that's it. Wow. No, I'm just <laughs> wondering. You obviously the guy who sibling. clearly has made it an issue of like, you guys bring up the sibling thing. <laughs> and then, and then we're like, hey, dude, you can have as many siblings as you want. How many do you want? He's like, just I don't an older it. sister. I don't bring up at all. <laughs> I rest it my sounds days. like you want 15. <laughs> I, rest, I already got it. Anyway, Peter, what do you think of the princess right around this? <laughs> yeah, yeah so we're talking about a movie here, guys. Do you think Buttercup has any siblings? No. Yeah, she's an only child. Or she's really, or she has like a really like fucked up family history, and she's just like I'm getting out. You think a woman she in this time was... she has a fucked up family history? More than likely. Dude, she was so beautiful she in got that sold. town. Peasants, like who she were got, her? She doesn't even know. She's a princess. She, she got even sold know. to another fucking kingdom. Like every other princess. What? Then she probably doesn't even know then. <laughs> huh? Then she probably doesn't even know. She has headphones. Probably not. No, that's fucked. Yeah, fucked up. Like Oshin. Ooh. <laughs> it's just for us. <laughs> <laughs> it's just for us. I don't want to be a part of that one. <laughs> I feel like one day. I feel like one day I will be. Yeah, yeah, right. Right. yeah nice. <laughs> One day I'll, I'll be a part. July. Zemi's just <laughs> chilling in the background like, what? <laughs> what if he was just hearing that for the first time? <laughs> Probably and then he knocks on the window. I heard that. He's like, my dad has brothers? Huh? <laughs> I have cousins? What? Yeah. So, um, yeah. Right, yeah, I, I remember a lot of this movie um, because my mom would, <clears throat> we would watch it together often, like on uh, on demand when that was a thing. Oh, yeah. Um. So yeah, it's it was one of those movies like, for some reason like Labyrinth. Yeah. Where I just would watch it so much where it's just, it's just background at that point. Yeah. Um, it's Back to the Future for me. So I uh, the, what's really weird I didn't put this together until now but, the this is such a a niche thing. But if you've seen Labyrinth, there's a character called um, Didymus, Sir Didymus. Okay. And he is, he's a, a puppet, but he's a dog. And he's like a, he's like a... Yeah, um, I remember that. Um, we'll get to him. A, a swordsman specializing. He's got a feather in his hat. Mm. Uh, but he, like, he gives off the same energy as Wes in this. Mm. And I didn't make that connection until now, but it was reverse. Like, Wes, when I was watching it now, I was like, God, this, this is so familiar. And it's not familiar because I watched this movie so much. It's something else that I've seen where it's, like, kind of the same sort of guy and the same sort of vibe. And it's yeah. Sir Didymus from a fucking <laughs> Jim Henson movie. <clears throat> wow. um, but, like, the the deadpan and, like, his quips all the time. Right. And even how they fought, like... He, w- he would barely move, and he would just be able to, like, you know, counterattack or block somebody yeah. with not even moving his upper arm. He's just, like, it's all in the wrist. Yeah, yeah that ding, scene that, uh, 
they do where he's been injured and he's leaning against the wall and he's fighting him like this. And that reminds me of so weird. And it reminds me of Star Wars too. Two fucking old guys like whacking laser swords together, and then one of them just bites the dust. Literally just goes. Well, that's. I mean, there's a difference between the two different most famous styles of sword fighting film, and that's the fencing and the arrow flint shit, which is what this is mainly focused on. Which a lot of it is just like. They're dancing, like um, and then samurai swords, mm-hmm. which are entirely different forms of fighting. It's way more. It, it's more about like the tension build up to the swipe, and then someone's arm. Yeah, they're there. edging. They're edging. Yeah, the very much so. so. So like this is very much like pa 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 ha ha like it's ha <laughs> ha. It was what action was then. Uh, but yeah, I mean this is such a classic to me. I mm-hmm. I didn't. It was nice to watch it and get a refresher, but like. My, my mom and I, our favorite character was was the giant. It's Andre the giant. Andre yes, giant. Every, every watch, where we just we love him so much, and we love all the characters. But that was like that was our character that we had yeah. together. Mm-hmm. He's sweet dude. Yeah. So he's like he's like Groot. He's like gives off Groot yeah. vibes. Yeah. Groot yeah. vibes. So one thing I do have to share, guys. That I forgot. Yeah, he's massive. Good God, his his hand is the size of his his entire head. Yes. Of Wes's head. Like it's it's pretty crazy. It's like he was holding a beer can, and the beer can was about like this in his hand. Like it was, it was pretty like crazy. A quarter? Yeah, like a quarter almost. Like a like a freaking silver dollar or something like that. <laughs> um, so I have to share actually some tragic news. Mm. Mom does not like this that much. Oh, why not? Come? She's just, she's this just is the not... blonde chick who screams so much? Yes. Oh. Um, she's you, just... make, you make fun of it, but... Anyway. Uh, no, she just didn't... Just didn't... Didn't vibe with it. Hmm. Some, I think did it was she like, watch think... it when she was younger at all, or did she just not... No, this is up her alley, so she's totally would have watched it. Like, at, at a... This is 1987 it came out, yeah. so probably... A year after Chopping Mom. Yeah, anything after. But I was saying she she knew about it. Yeah. Okay. She just did she uh, watch she, it with you this time? No. So she's seen it enough to know she doesn't like it. Yeah. What doesn't she like about it? It's just um she's seen it before. Mm-hmm. But like, she's I guess it was just something about the humor just didn't she wasn't biting it. Seems with it seems too goofy. Yes. Yeah, it's like too goofy for her. Um. But I was about to say, it's like, she likes Jack Sparrow, and he's like a goofy guy in terms of what he's like. He gets so annoying sense. as the movies go along. She likes that. And I was just like, okay, Mom. <laughs> there's just, just there's just that like, weird... You want to know how you can tell, Chris? Go home and wear some fucking eyeliner. You know what? If I, you get treated a little bit nicer... Way to bring that back. Let me say that there's a difference between Jack Sparrow and this is very simple. Jack Sparrow <laughs> is silly. This is witty. Uh, yeah, that's true. Like he's deadpan wit. Plus yeah. he's sober the whole time. It's you know, smart. Jack Sparrow's drunk ninety five percent of the time. But he's right? like he's you know he's gonna take this and maybe he doesn't. You know he's all over the. He is a cartoon live action character. You don't have to think a lot to understand yeah. why he's funny. He uh, he's sitting. Gary always is like, oh, you surrender? You surrender to me? Okay. And you're like. Mm-hmm. That's funny, but like if you watched it on mute, you'd be like, "Oh, he just said something." Yeah. Like there's, it's very smart. It's witty. It's tongue in cheek. It's not trying to slap you in the face with comedy. And when you have to kind of think about it, some people, when they're not in the mood, will be like, "I don't want to do the work." You want to call your mom? No, she's sleeping. She has to work in the morning. Okay. Mm. 
Call her back. Call your call her work. Call Zach. I live with her. Yeah, call call Zach. Call back. No, don't call Zach. You've recommended it. Don't call Zach. We know you want to. No. So. Alex, call Zach. No, no, I love. How the fuck did they get away with Andre the Giant pretending like he's in the cloak, but then they burn the cloak? That's yeah. I mean, he's he should have been engulfed in flames and burned. Yeah. That made no sense to me. Right. Giants. You can say that it came from a magic person, and maybe that helped him, but that's about it. Yeah, they, there was a back and forth where it's obviously just like a a, a two by four in a in yeah. a blanket, and then it's yeah. and then it's an up close shot of his face. Yeah, and then, I, I'd be scared it's the of both. I don't like two by fours. <laughs> and then it's like what man? I'm and not then for his face, guy. unreliable. Not a big wood guy. I'm more of a stone guy. I'm a metal guy. I like castles. I think they did it for the two by four, not cabins. Just saying. Castles. I think the idea that they put a two by four and then maybe just like a well drawn like picture on like a back of a paper plate is done. There was some sort of like mannequin like paper mache face yeah. in there. But yeah, then he he burns and then he's like fine right after. Right. He's a and giant. And then yelling. Like Yellen's stuck they, there they by I feel like the, an actual giant. What is Yellen doing? He's just being quiet. He's jealous. Yeah, he's, he's quietly trolling. And for that, I give it a D. <laughs> yeah. So I, that I think is the, fucking terrible. I think the yeah, that is terrifying. It's not very real. The best case scenario for that burn is like Harvey Dent. Like that's the best case scenario. Oh, yeah. If you have any face left. But yeah. they don't. They don't call say Red Skull. Shut up. Shut up. That's like they that's don't the expected outcome. Yeah, look, there's like a mannequin head in there. You know what right. he probably did, you guys, is he was there and then he drops his face down and comes out the back of the cloak and then they light it on fire. That makes more sense. There could have been some sort of like it, yeah. secret, secret tunnel. Secret tunnel. I thought the costume design. Oh no, nope, he's still, still there. there. He's still, still there. there. Yeah, dude, the costumes are great. Uh, maybe he's bulletproof. Okay. Well, they call. I think giant. it's a magic cloak. I think he got the magic cloak. Uh, from the magic there you go. So who? Where that did the cloak come from? He said. He said that he got it from Billy Crystal because it fit him. Ah. Now it. It what I'm nice saying, he's also a giant. He's not act like they don't say he's a giant because he's just big. He's literally a giant in this universe. He could be, yeah. yeah. So what does Billy Crystal say? He goes, "You're the kill squad," or he goes, "I'm part of the kill squad." And he's like, "You are the kill squad." Yeah, he's like, "Would you bring the brute squad?" I am the brute squad. You are the brute squad. You, yes, you are the brute squad. <laughs> you are all of them. Yeah. So. <laughs> This is the way they drag his Carrie's body around. so him. good with his body. Dude. The floppy really stuff. Think, yeah. yeah. And then when they show Andre the Giant carrying him in the hallway, I'm like, I think he actually carried his ass. Like, well, I told, but hearing the yeah. shit about him, he probably didn't. They had wires. Yeah. yeah. But I love this scene like at the beginning where Andre is pulling them all up from the rope and it's so effortless. Yeah. It makes it even more funny. Yeah. Because he doesn't even need to use his legs. He's just that strong. He can just pull him up like nothing. But the smart thing about it, too, is his character is like, he's like, you're fucking losing to that guy on a rope. And he's like, I thought you were the best. And he's like, I have fucking three people on me. I, I was like, three. look at this smart giant. I gotta find <laughs> myself another person. Please don't say that to the senior. Yeah. <laughs> right here's hilarious. He's like, get him. Or he goes, go take care of them, them, and them. And then. Anigo just kills all four of them in four like a single move. Yeah. Oh, you killed my father. Right. That, that, like, that, that was actually kind of sick. Watch like, this last Anigo move on the fourth. Oh, guy. when he does this. Uh, he does flip. this like. Yeah. It's the Spider-Man. Spider-Man. Watch yeah, 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 yeah. He Spider-Man's him. He does the spider pop. Dude. <laughs> yeah. 
God, so good. He spider poses him on the ground with his hand on the... Yeah. yeah. That's amazing. <laughs> Hello. Why are you saying that? His run is so good. <laughs> he does the Michael J. Fox run after him. It's really good. <laughs> Before Michael J. Fox. So he goes off and then here goes him. He's like... <laughs> <laughs> he runs with his head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. fucking kid, you! Dude, I am that guy. If I'm getting chased, I'm going in the door. Right? Like, that was so good. Imagine in a castle how thick those fucking doors are, too, man. Right. That ain't a fucking little... That's not a screen door right there. Hey, do you all down to this nightstick? Gary looking up at it is great, too. And bam. bam. <laughs> what a good friend. He's like, now Thank get you. The fuck, go do your shit, you. man. I'm on, we're good. I got Thank you. Oh, this guy. Oh she my god. She's me like, and no. then I kiss. The, the best thing about it is she looks at him and she goes, I've fallen in love. I'm going to commit suicide tonight. I'm literally going to kill myself. And he looks at her and he's like, Well, that's nice. And then he goes, like, She's like, I got a kiss. I got a kiss. What an old anyway, man yeah. way to fucking look at That's nice. <laughs> I have no idea what that's like. I'm going to slit my wrist. I've had all awesome. the decisions in my life that's made by nice. me. Because I am the king. I have no idea what you're talking about. Mm, my son's great, right? Maybe talk to my wife. People love my son, correct? That's nice. <laughs> Yeah. yeah and I don't care if you're a smart or dumb person, everyone would do that. They'd be like, What's fucking way did they go? Yeah. Yeah. No, it kinda reminds me did you see the I'm sure you saw the new corridor crew video, Peter. Yeah. Where the Jake trying to disappear in nowhere. Oh no, I didn't see that one yet. So yeah. no, they that that came out like yesterday? Or no, it came out today. Oh, well then I definitely didn't see it. Oh, okay. But I saw the trailer for it. Yeah, it's like with, now he's Jason Bourne and he's gonna try and disappear in the middle of nowhere and yeah. So the, nowhere. this guy likes to um, either he's like MythBusters basically with certain sort of things. So like you know how Batman can just disappear. Yeah. He he like he takes it seriously and he's like, well, what would someone actually do in order to disappear like that? Yeah. And it's a whole video and so he he plans it out. He like Batman would he would know where he's gonna be in the future. He knows his little escapes. But then it just came to the point where he can't, like, run away from the scene. He has to become a part of his surroundings. Correct. So he's, like, talking to this guy, and um, and he does it to, like, three different people. And he has a whole script, and they don't even know that they're a part of the script. Sure. And he's like, can you go grab uh, that thing? And they're in the prop room. And they just grab the thing, and they turn around, and he's fucking gone. And it's a closed room. And they're just where? Where can you see this? This is quarter quarter crew, crew on uh, YouTube. Okay. And and they're and they're just they're baffled. They have no. They don't even know that they're being like filmed yeah. in the wow. in the sense that they're being pranked like that. They're just you like, know what? what the fuck did I you was know? just thinking about that today, which is really ironic. I had a dream where I woke up today, and I was all I was thinking about was is how easy it would be if you had Spider-Man like capabilities to be in a room and pop up to a corner and sit there as someone enters and goes back because you really aren't walking into yeah, rooms. You're not going to look there. Yeah. You're not really at all. Like, no. So I mean, you could do that now since you're already a ghost. You could just go wherever you wanted. He's in a robot popcorn. Oh, that's right. Popcorn robot. Because um, you are limited. This is a pretty badass body. But yeah, but you're still like, you know, you still have 
primitive limitations. Yeah, and again, a, I asked Zach to give yeah. me a fucking instruction manual, and he chooses to tell me that I'll find out in the month of July. Yeah, that's Zach for you. Well, fair enough. I'm excited. See, you didn't. You weren't wrong for my theory. I thought I, my theory was he got a hold of the real butter. Mm. Somehow, it's accidentally. He didn't wouldn't know what it is. And you want to know? This is super late in the game, but this is right. perfect. You want to know how I knew you were on my computer? I fucking heard it. Hmm. I heard that sound. <laughs> oh, I no, I heard that. It's <laughs> a little hilarious. scream. That's yeah. hilarious. <laughs> It was already on. I don't have to tell you. Um, sure. God, that fucking second hit that Inigo has with him on the six-fingered man where he like yeah. pushes it away and he's like, fuck out of here. You're right. Oh, so, so anyway, so like... That's why. There you go. Um, movie's literally about to end. But anyway, so... Sorry. Right. Did we get it all that. out? Do you think we got it all out? We covered all the bases? Yeah, I think we like, I do want to say one more thing. I thought the grandpa thing... It was a nice touch, but it just reminded me of my own grandpa. Yeah. And how you pastor him and... Well, you just passed away. Yeah. I know, in mine. So, kind of reminded me of that. I was like, oh, that's sweet. But just I just listen like to the story. <laughs> right. I want my father back, you son of a uh, bitch. So, my grading would probably be uh, a... A... Plus. I'm gonna go. Wow, A plus. I, I think. Look, you can get really technical about certain things. This thing looks fake. This looks like a set. Whatever. <laughs> Aged, you know. I just think that there's so. a magic to this. Something came together perfectly. Everyone yeah. had a great time on set. There's just nothing <laughs> wrong about it. And the more you watch it, the more you're like, God, just like the script is so good, and everyone loved it, and it just, it just seemed like all everything radiated off that script. So I, A plus, just because it's, it, it's just. Magic. It's just the magic of film. It's love. Really. It's love, Tars. Like, what some movies need that magic to get them over the edge. Mm -hmm. This music is... I mean, this movie's like 25% magic. This is not bad either. Um, A. You know what? I'm going to go A, too. I really... Yeah. Really? I'm gonna go a. <laughs> I, I really think... I see how most people can see this as an A+, but for me, it's an A. Real gem. Yeah. Real gem. Like... And I hate my teenage self for being like, what is you're, this? You're a teenager, man. I know. Basically, you're an entirely just, different person. Maybe right just recognize when you're doing that now and be yeah. open to more opportunities. Speaking of which, the teenage me was brought up in conversation. Um, remember when I shared my Kung Fu Panda fan fiction? Uh-huh. Well, maybe, may, maybe one of my friends is maybe a published author, and maybe I just like shared it with them. Oh my god, today. so we may see your stuff out there one day. No. They're just, they are going to read it. They're, this was like an inconfidence, like, hey, yeah. you're, you're, you know. You're going to see your Here, stuff. You want, do you want to, like, vomit at, like, 150 pages of shit? Here you go. <laughs> I'm telling you, man, bamboo. Also, I haven't recorded, I haven't recorded a recap on the podcast. Exactly, but, like, there's bamboo under the fingernails. That's some good torture. Jesus oh, Christ, they're going to read that, and it's going to be so bad. Um, they were literally asking, like, how can you get angsty with Kung Fu Panda? I was like, we're going to find we're out. Find out. They're going to find the find fuck out. Me 24. <laughs> um, okay, Kung Fu Panda, me 24. So, Fahid? A, uh, a for me. I, I would say I'm right around, like, a 94, 95. Like that's like an A. I would say that's a definite A. So, okay. Yep, yeah, but, uh, but not, not the highest grade A and... 
Uh, not an A minus. So right around that lower touch on the A, because it's 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 an amazing. I loved it, the movie from front to back. I told you it's got great acting, great mm-hmm. screenwriting, great everything, blah blah blah. But there were times. The only reason it didn't get like a A plus for me is that I do feel like there are some times where the corners that they cut, if they hadn't cut them as hard as they did, it would make the movie even better. I think I think I would like like Butter- the rat scene and stuff I, like that. I feel like Buttercup could be a stronger character. I agree. She doesn't need to be I a princess kicking at part. like when they were doing the Quibi one. Like uh, Penelope cruises her for like a scene, and she gets she just gets out of a chair and she goes, "I don't want to do this," and then walks away. And she does it with such fierce passion that you're like, I would kind of want to see Buttercup yeah, I'd like do that. that. Like I'd a like little that. bit more fierceness to her, like. Yeah, I, she doesn't need to be Joey King jumping from one side of the tower it's to the, the other. It's the top half of but. her face doesn't move very much. She doesn't have as much emotions on her cheeks and up, but the, mm. but her actual like commentary and the way she acts does. Yeah, she's 19. But she doesn't. Actually. I mean, what? Yeah, she's she's 19? 19. It looks like it. Why did they get him so fucking young? Welcome to Hollywood, dude. Forrest yeah, so. Gump, she was what in her 30s, 20s? By then, she was in her 20s. Anyway, my God, Jesus! Yeah, let's all stare at her. We're not. That's I know it's Andre on the screen. Well, that's why she hasn't shown up for quite some time. Andre, his charming, he got yeah. four horses. So what do you I think, love what do you when think he jumps Pete? into her arms too. It's great, and he catches her. Yeah. What do you think, Pete? Which yeah. grade? Uh, yeah, the the some some of these uh, Buttercup scenes kind of kind of pissed me off this time around but it's it's not even her that's the problem it's just the writing of her character seems a little blah sometimes yeah uh, uh. <laughs> but uh <laughs> anyway mm-hmm. um wow that really threw me off uh do you want to move on do you want to move on move on ah. <laughs> We'll talk about it off the. Oh my god. <laughs> but yeah, this this is a classic for me. So it's like, it's so hard not to just give it an A plus. But you grew up on it, man. You yeah, better A plus that. Fucking. I really, I really did. There's, there's all the even the voices themselves. Like yeah. I could close my eyes and just like picture the whole movie. The interaction between the kid and the dad and the grandfather is really fun too. That relationship between them is great, and especially when the kids like. I don't want to be... You know, he starts mouthing off a little bit at the end, and the we'll grandpa's like, will you just shut the fuck up and listen yeah. while I finish the story? We're almost done. Yeah, exactly. Like, it's just yeah. great. You're going to be fine. We're almost done. The most romantic of all the five kisses that have existed in the world, <laughs> this would be the most passionate kiss ever on Earth. Someone was there tracking. Good night, boy. Oh! Yeah, <laughs> yeah try not getting a little mini Woody, buddy. Oh, oh, God. God. They all come and none of them were in each. Thank you, Alex. Thank As you God. wish, you fucking fucks. Hundred and three dollars sixty two cents. Yeah, it so was. I, it really was. That it. That's it. No, you just look it up. Uh, see, I'm I'm definitely confidently. I'm between an A and an, an no, A plus I, right I, now. Agree. You know what? I don't know which like this. Uh, can you really find fault in this? Because I can't. Yeah, Buttercup. Yes. There, there, yeah, oh, there's yeah. some faults. Buttercup really does fall. There's a Cheetos bag above Fred Savage's head most of the goddamn film. I. I you know what? B. I can make shit a B. No, C for Cheetos. <laughs> 
D, D for, for Cheetos. D for Karyo Space Dick. Um, it's would, over. We can stop talking. Oh, uh, no. It is over. Um, so, yeah, I would say it's an A for me. I don't know why it's not an A+, plus, but it's an A. I feel like the ending, too, like the credits, they could have done a better job with the two rather than just throw You know what? Yeah, see. Us. Yeah. <laughs> like You're really bringing me down now. She knows. Even a De Niro face. I like it. Yeah. Okay. She's got a great ass. She got a huge ass. She got a great ass. Dude, when he showed that. me that for the first time, I couldn't believe that this had existed in cinematic history. I was like, great. It's just the way he does it. Like, you have to have been on coke. Like, there's just no way. Yeah, dude. All right. The Princess Bride. Wow. Curiosity. On to the curiosity. We're going back through it again, and then wheel. maybe the series will after that. Wheel. Wheel? Wheel. Wheel. What about it? Wheel. Brian starts changing wheel. 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 Tribute. We know Zach's. What was Zach's? Um, it was. It was. You could totally tell it was. Edge of Tomorrow. Lived I Repeat. That's what it was. See it in her eyes. In her voice. I kind of have to change mine then because I don't want another. I know mine if you want more time to think. Uh, You can go ahead. Okay. Uh, Nine. Going with nine again. Oh, nine. Tim Burns nine. Tim Burns nine. Not Tim Burns nine. Fate's on your side. Yeah. yeah. Um, nine. Nine! Let's see. Uh, and Chris chose what? I He's thinking. I forgot what Zach chose what? I'm trying to... Uh, Edge of Tomorrow. I'm trying to think of something not Nine. Nine. Okay, so I want to find... I'm trying to think of something that... Mm. Brian, feel free to contribute. Feel free to contribute. To the wheel? Yes. Mm. Uh, now, wait, wait, wait. Curiosity is a film that you have either never seen... Or always like never want to see and always wanted to, or something you literally haven't seen for years and you want to go. Like back for to. me, that was the you know, Ray Raider. Sure, sure, sure. Um, <clears throat> hmm. And then if you make it, we gotta have you on that episode. There we go. Born on the Fourth of July. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the Tom so Cruise Born on the Fourth of July Vietnam movie. Fourth of July. Yeah, I saw, I saw a fucking like a little snippet for that. And I was like, I told Dad, I was like, I've never seen All that film. Stones. And I was Born like, I want to see that. July, dude. Interesting. Yeah. I've never seen it, but I've seen enough of it to know that. Pretty serious movie. Interesting. Pretty serial. Um. Okay. So if we're going. That's a. That's two Tom Cruise movies. On the wheel. That's crazy. Two Tommy C's? Okay, but I mean, all, the films, Cruise? all those films are a little bit oh, serious. Great, great man, great so man. I'm going to pick something that I literally Too haven't bad. seen in a Too quite bad. a lot. I, I'm still saving Little Women for my good and Southland Tales for my bad. I'm going to go with oh, Mystery Men. <laughs> Mystery, Mystery Men. Mystery Men. <laughs> ben Stiller, early days superhero movie that no one... That people need to go back and watch. Again. Meteor Man? Mystery Man. Oh, that's a great one. Although, if I was going to pick, I would pick Blank Man over Meteor Man. Yeah, oh, Blank say, Man was, is so good! I watched Blank Man not too long ago. It's so good! Can Meteor Man? Man? No. That, he doesn't say Have you chance. seen Blank okay. Man? I've seen both of them. Oh, dude, Blank Man is so good. Meteor Man's great too. Welcome to the 
had a pick during the week, and I completely lost it. Um, so I'm just going to pull something from the Bro, back. Bro, we buy you so much time. I know. <laughs> we buy you so much I'm gonna, time. We buy you, like, two minutes buy time. Like, two minutes time. Seven Amazon Prime account. Oh, my God. Prince of Persia Sands of Time. Oh. Wow. I didn't hate it when I saw it. Wow. I didn't hate it. Give it to me. I'm going to do Alex. I remember, I remember when wow. that movie came out... Uh, Jake Gyllenhaal had done so many serious roles. He's just like, I did that and the year, the day after tomorrow because I just didn't want to think anymore. Ooh. And then Nightcrawler happened. Which is his best performance ever, yeah. All right, so we have Mystery Men, Born on the Fourth of July, Nine, Edge of Tomorrow, and Prince of Persia, Sands of Time. That's an interesting batch. Gentlemen? What about it? Oh, yeah, that's right. we got to do our thing. All right. So he's about to... Well, that's when we spin the series oh. In like three weeks. <laughs> 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 Friends over here going, wait, what's going on? And then the window opens. I pull my pants down. Yeah. 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 And Chris yeah. got yeah. super comfy. Yeah. I, was like, <laughs> I was like, yo, dude. I was like, he is so chill about what's going on right now. I was like, he usually, if he's cool about it, what the fuck is going on? He usually, yeah. so Alex will usually rip one and then Peter will take off his pants. Well, I'll pull them down. I don't need to take them all the way off. But it's a ritual that I do. Welcome to the werewolf party. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, uh. All right. Three. <laughs> the double two, take you had. One. Spin. You were like, what light? Like, <laughs> yeah, so you're like fumbling around. I gotta have a thing. I can only pull up two socks. Jesus Christ. Same thing. Yeah. I told you fate was on your side. Look at how close it was to Born on the Fourth of July. It was dangerous. Dangerously close. It was almost there. Okay. Okay. Not the fourth. I'm glad tonight. because you've been talking about this one for a while. Although yeah. you do you have been ruling some of these wheels for a bit. Yeah, it's about goddamn time I rule another one. <clears throat> um Alright guys. All right, the on curiosity the wheel. curiosity wheel, as oh it stands, God. and we all sit and Brian stands at the right. Oh, okay. it's more floating, but yeah, like yeah, floating. Hell comes to Frogtown. Good. Oh, that's a curiosity. Oh wow. Like uh, somewhere, somehow got on there. Um, you did. Flight of the Navigator. Yeah, I did. Yeah, I'll leave. just because you want some Roddy Ryder. Roddy Ryder. <laughs> Roddy Ryder Patrick. Roddy Ryder Roddy Ryder Roddy, 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 Roddy,
That's Chris. Yeah. I can work with him. Okay, sorry. I'm, sorry. I'm having five different conversations and I'm jo- Okay, so um, what, do you, what do you think you got on the curiosity wheel? What do you think I've got on... What do you think is on there? No, why do you think Flight of the Navigator is on the curiosity wheel? Oh, uh... Steven Spielberg? No. Touch? Never seen it. He's being a smartass with you right now. I know, it's, it's something that my mom... Dude, does. that movie mm-hmm. fucked my mind. Ooh. That movie freaked me out. That movie made me sit there and be like, this doesn't make sense. This just doesn't fucking make sense. So it just... tripped me out, and still to this day, I'm haunted by Flight oh, of the Navigator. you got trauma from Flight Dude, of the Navigator. It, is, it freaked me out, man. I, if I've seen it, I don't remember it at all. Uh, in any capacity. Uh, try uh, Evangelion. Uh, Heart and Soul. You've ever seen that? That movie's amazing. That's Robert Downey Jr. at his best. That's a 90s movie. He is not a 90s child, but I put it on there to show him how good that Dude, movie is. Dude, it is a heartfelt, beautiful movie. And, and for people who have uh, never had siblings, it's oh a my must. Oh, God. There it I'm is. not joking. <laughs> there it is. I'm not it joking. It has it is for people who've never had siblings. It is the way you started to turn your head and look yeah. at me. Well, it is for he is, no. he is an only child in the movie, yeah? I know. That's the basis of the you movie! Said, you seen it, right? Yeah. Oh, Chris is the one who has it. Yeah. It's his podcast. Am I not allowed to look at only children's? What? I... Uh, uh, you want to take that again, Brian? Uh, uh, Am I not to look at only children's? Okay. Well, oh, wait a second. Yeah, you double down. Yeah. Yeah. Am I not allowed to look at an only child? Oh God, this is getting worse. <laughs> Just give me the shovel. <laughs> Just give me the fucking shovel. Am I not allowed to look at children through windows? What's going on? Do not Google my name. Do not Google my name. <laughs> already, you're already dead, dead, so yeah. Like, That's right. It's not like uh, I'm Rambo, dead. Last Blood, the last nice. Rambo, the last Rambo. Oh don't. my god. Brian, have you seen it? Don't spoil <laughs> it. That nice I'm not going to say it, but I'm going to say that it is just... Yep. Yeah. Yep. Pride and Prejudice. And Zombies. <laughs> nice. 2001 A Space Odyssey. Hell yeah. yeah. That's a fucking freaky movie. Added last week, Spider with Chronicles. Oh my god, yes. That's right. That's what it is. <laughs> Spider what? Spiderwick Spider Chronicles. Wow, I just Spider-Wick went. Chronicles. I went two curiosities in a row. Yeah, you did. I was so confused. And yeah. I also put Navigator. And you put Navigator on there. Bridge on the River Kwai. Yes. That's a dope. That's an Alex pick. Gojira, the non-racist one. That's also Alex. That's Zach. The one that we can't talk about. No, 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 it's Zach. Oh, 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 got you. Yeah. Oh, no, Jira is an anime, right? No, 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 no. We can't talk. Like, uh, no, no, the original 1954 Godzilla. Godzilla. Oh, fuck yeah, dude. Oh, gee. Baby. The non whitewashed one. Yeah. yeah, they whitewashed it in 56, um, so act- it's like an original one, and then there's cool. one where they put like, white actors in it. Um, I mean, not cool, but you know. And then the next one, we can't talk about it. The first rule of the next one, we can't talk about. The next movie that you're about to the say on the wheel. The first rule of it, we, we can't, can't talk we can't about. Talk the second about rule it. is, we can't talk about can't talk okay, about cool. Night yeah. games. Moving on. Mm-hmm. Uh, Three Kings. I still in the gold. Great film. That's amazing. And it also makes you wonder about the military. I'm going to monitor how many times we say the next one. Beetlejuice. Beetlejuice? Jesus Christ. I'm sorry. Right away. Every right time. after. Classic. Yeah, but if we Classic say Jesus Christ a bunch film. of times, it says nothing happens. I just said it. Hi, hey. right, what's up, guys? Uh, <laughs> 
Michael Keaton is so gross in it. I know. That's why he's like, I'm a pretty gross guy. Michael Keaton plays me. Right? How do we get rid of him? How do we get rid of him? Let's get the gun. I don't, that's not how we got rid of him. Whoa, he... Whoa, whoa, that, guys, 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 come down. Like, Peter, Peter, that's how I'm going to get rid of me. All right. Peter, put the gun away. What are you doing right now? Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> are you going to just All right. Dude, oh. that dude is like a fucking... Literally, um, like an ashtray came to life. You can smell him through the screen. You can. Like, uh, next one. It's like 12 Almost hour done. cat piss. Uh... <laughs> Limbo. The most Hello. curiosity oh of all. Oh my god. Hello. So you, yeah, that's right. You that's rule the, the curiosity. That's the name of the film is Limbo? You yes. Are, yes. Huh. You, you What's have it about? Of the you are running. No one knows. Cool. It is the most curiosity out of all of them. I saw, so I, saw, I saw 30 seconds of one scene and I turned it off and I was like... Oh, so you Brian'd. Cool. Nice. It, it was like <laughs> in the middle of the movie or something. Yeah, I just you, saw a bit. You've made a lot on this, on this wheel a lot. That's wild. Gotta do the next one right. Sky Captain and the World of Tomorrow! It's actually a really fucking good film. Uh, it's like one of I my favorite films of all time. What? It sounds like something that I would deeply enjoy. <laughs> no, trying to, like, I'm just trying to connect with my brother. I've seen, a few, I've seen a, a few bits of it. It sounds like something I would thoroughly enjoy, just for how batshit stupid it is. It's <laughs> nice. really bad. Oh, man. I, I love wait. terrible And movies. finally... It's like kind of a nice word. Ex- executive Decision. Oh, yes! Dude, Kurt Russell at his best. But no, so literally, his absolute, okay, just well, a touch okay, past his best. Come on, come on. I said past. Uh, yeah, I, that's why I didn't watch it, because when you and Dad did, because I had to go home with B, I was like, I, what if I get this on the wheel, and I didn't, I'm like, now I have to wait. All right, here we go. It's so memorable, I forgot that it was happening. So Brian, good. you know what to do. Sure. Just sit there quietly. <sighs> Brian, it was nice having you on. Thank you for being on. Always an honor. I appreciate it. Three, two, one. You don't have to try that hard, Peter. No, I have a hernia and it just hurts when I sit down for a really long time. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's blood. (laughs) Does that every time? Yeah, that's so funny. Ladies and gentlemen. The next movie we'll be reviewing on the UK. The next movie we'll be reviewing on the Meister Movie Podcast. Pride. Prejudice. Prejudice. Ah! We'll never ever be able to do that after this episode. I know. It's Yay! Uh, then we don't have to do that anymore. But yeah. I am excited to see this. This is great cast. Great cast, great cast. James, Matt Smith. I have no no idea who made this. I never up. saw when it came out. I've never read the book. Same. This is a big curiosity for me. It's gonna be good. Um, it was it was uh, sandwiched just between Rambo: Last Blood and 2001. Oh, thank God. I mean, I would have wanted 2001 out of either one of those, but it's, this is a nice thing to get off the wheel. Not really. Rambo is unfinished business. I'm just saying, I, dude. I know what happens in that movie, man. Okay, so just. But you know, I know the story, but I haven't seen the action. Is what I'm saying. Okay. Okay. And very careful. Okay. 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 What could I have? A lot of stuff happening in that third act. Yeah. Yeah. It's gonna be fun. Do you know what? Do you know the last kill? 
Okay, so... It, no, do you know the last one? I don't want to talk about it now. I want to save it for the episode. Wait, but you do know. Yeah, I want to talk about it on the episode. Fuck. I want to talk about it all I told you? But I haven't seen it. Okay, well... Let me put it this way, Chris. I can tell you the, one of my favorite kills in Brawl and Cell Black 99. Cell Black 99. Cell Black 99. <laughs> Racist. Uh, Vince Vaughn murders his way into the worst part of a prison, like uh-huh. the hell basement of a prison. Uh-huh. And then he breaks down the door, and there's the bad guy and his henchman, and the henchman just runs up immediately to giant Vince Vaughn. Mm-hmm. Like, giant Vince Vaughn. He just runs up to him, and Vince Vaughn goes... <gasps> Knocks him on the ground, he falls fat face on the ground, and then Vince Vaughn just takes his foot, crushes his face into the ground, and then scrapes it against the floor. You hear every single bit of it. He then flips it over and you see the face. And I could explain that as graphically as possible. We'll never, ever, ever lessen the experience of watching it for the first time. Okay. That's fine, then. Anyway. So... I know about you that practice that right now. I've right? said it more than Francis once. I have said it more than once. It's a favorite kill. Bite the car! It's that's a rough one too. But it's quick. But this one is not. You hear the scrape of the bone on the ground. Oh, it's amazing. It's so hot. But like I like <laughs> but see like Chris, yes, I people have told hot. it to me but I haven't seen it. Okay. Um, and I luckily didn't see it until we landed on it, and then I was like, Well now I have to wait. Because yeah. of course when it comes to the fourth and the fifth one, it's about the violence of the third act. Yeah. Like, that's all it is. Yes. Like, I can't wait for... I just want to show Peter the entire last 30 minutes of the fourth movie. It, it's like stomach it's, violence. It's... 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 It's gore-fest. It's, it's gore-fest. I, I... I... But it's matched with digital blood in a way that's almost unfathomable. Though, like, be careful, though. It's so crazy. You gotta be careful because um, uh, VFX Artist React did do an episode on it. So he may have already seen it. He may, well, yeah, there you go. We'll I mean, my memory is poop, so... Well, there okay, well, this it. time we're dealing with Pride and Prejudice. Pride and Prejudice zombies. and Zombies. Last I checked, was it PG-13? Oh my god, if it is, that would suck. It, 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 it's gonna, it's gonna fall flat. Oh uh, man, that would suck. We haven't done a zombie movie on the Buttercast in quite some time, but we've never done a zombie movie on this show ever. How many zombie movies have you seen, Chris? Uh, there was Zombieland, uh... Shit, PG-13. Um, uh, that's disconcerting. That's disconcerting. That's very disconcerting. Um, there was... I've seen Zombieland, the first one. Um, I Am Legend, would you count that? Technically, sure. Why not? It's a mix um, between zombies and vampires. I feel like I've seen more than that. Um, okay. Shaun of the Dead, obviously. We did, we that did do we did that. that. That is one of the, the best show. zombie movies. Yeah. Okay, um, that counts. I think that's it. Mm, okay. You ever see World War Z? No. Don't okay. have stomach for it. Don't ever because it's boring as shit. Oh, is it really? movie's boring as fuck. Oh, the way people talk about it, it's like, With it's like the zombies? best thing ever. What? what? Yeah. I've never understood the love of that movie. I don't understand. It's like a group of people is, that... Is, there, is it a book? It was a book. It was a book. I think that's the reason why. Apparently there was this nice... It's a, apparently it's there was, a book community that guides that. Apparently for like a month there was like a really cool video game that they made off of it. Maybe, but... The movie like, looks but that's like not what it is. The movie is just Brad Pitt constantly going to a location. It gets abhorred by zombies. People die. He leaves. That's it. Over and over and over and over and, the and next over day. again. And the next day. And there's like... I, the prom- day. I promise. Cool. I'm worth bringing in to you say David. He does. He, he, at that point, you're like, you're a gnomon. He does. <laughs> like, you're a gnomon. Uh, yeah. It's like, yeah. just kill. Where? Kill. Yeah. No. It 
has the same plot as the movie Twister, except the tornadoes are zombies. Find the most remote place you can go to and then stay there. In fact, there was a zombie Twister, I bet. Yeah. They'll all just congregate to you. I would love to see that. They had a shark tornado. Why not a zombie tornado? In, in, in world in in zombie worlds, why is there not more natural disasters? You know, true. Yeah, but now we're gonna get. Okay, so let me ask you this, Chris. Do you know anything about Pride and Prejudice? Outside, I definitely yeah. don't remember. I know very little, but I just know that it's amongst the uh, more amongst the female side of our church group. It's like like Jane Austen is like. A big deal. Big deal, yeah. I'm, I'm more of a Bronte man myself, but I do love Pride and Prejudice. Are you going to watch any form of this, like the like the Kira Knightley Pride and Prejudice, before you watch this, or oh with this God. at all? I will say, if you do, I really do like the Kira Knightley one. I think she's phenomenal. It depends on how, it depends on how long it is. I would say watch this. It's I mean, PG-14. Well, you usually wa- <laughs> he usually watches the movie right before the show, so it's not like you can watch it after. But I'm wondering how much understanding the story of Pride and Prejudice helps this movie, but there's also the idea of just him going into it without any context and being like, I'm just going to watch this movie as is. So Okay, two hours, seven minutes. I could probably stomach that. Yeah, the, the original, the original the, one, Keira Knightley, yeah. I think it's the best the, one I've seen. The cast for Pride and Prejudice and Zombies, and they all have, like, chiseled jawlines. Jaw yeah, dude, they're like, all gorgeous. Every single one... Even Matt Smith. I mean, that guy is... That guy is famous for his chin. He could cut a fucking tree. And his dancing in Venom, but still. Yeah. Like, Jesus. And being in Morbius. That's what it was. He was dancing in Morbius. Everybody is famous and beautiful. Except that dude on the... Go up, Jonathan. (coughs) That that dude looks like his chin got cut off. Oh, He looks like a serial killer. Like a jump. He got an inny. This guy right here. Yeah, he's got an That's an inny chin. Anyway, um, okay. Pride Prejudice was your choice. This was my choice. Yeah. Because I just want to see what they did, how they would take this famous novel. Famous novel, yes, thank you. Story. And add zombies. But like, yeah, that's why bad. I'm asking if you're going to watch any context of it before they add the zombies. Do you know the story? God, no. That's what you should at least do. At the very least, right. go and. I did turn in my man card okay. after admitting that I unironically watched Blue. Here, here's so, what I'm going to say. Dude, I, I, I read every single baby's card. Yeah, that, that is the... That, I'm going to say this. I, when he said that last time on the show, I said this exact phrase. I'm going to say this for Peter. That's toxic masculinity. <laughs> uh, but I would say... I'm drinking all my guns, all my, my man card. So I, I took forever to get involved with this kind of stuff too, these kind of stories as well. Mm-hmm. I recently watched Pride and Prejudice for the first time because of the Pirates movies, and I loved it. Um, it's like Clueless. Clueless is based off of a classic book as well, and basically it was just about a girl being a matchmaker for people and learning how to fall in love with being nice to people. So this book is about a family with a bunch of daughters, and at this time you have to like marry off your daughter. It's one of the things you have to do if you're a woman, you mm-hmm. wait for a man to come for you. It's just the way it is. But there are several different sisters and their vibes and what they like. It's a little bit like Little Women, but not entirely. And then there's one sister who meets a guy and immediately just things are off. And But there's something between them. And they can just never get on the same page despite the fact that 
they would probably be kind of good for each other. And you're seeing it all from her perspective, particularly how the guy acts. And then by the end of the film, you start to understand things a little bit better. Mm -hmm. So it's, it's really just about someone being so prideful that they'll never understand what someone's doing, so they see it as prejudice. It's this. It's just how people miscommunicate when they like each other, but in a, in a really interesting way, I think. I um, see. But uh, the Joe Wright one I really, really, really enjoyed. Hmm. Okay. Um, and I'll probably watch it again for this, but I'm certainly going to watch the movie first on its own terms, and if you want to do that, I don't think there's anything wrong with it, but um, I am interested to compare the two. And if you don't want to sit and have me sit here and do that the whole time, right. uh, we'll see. But uh, um, <laughs> I am excited to see who lives and who dies knowing the story a little bit. Like, I remember watching the movie and I'm like, oh, I hope one day this person dies. That'd be fucking great. You have a list? So, uh, there are I do that in real life, There too. are characters in Pride and Prejudice <laughs> that I wish would just, like, fuck off and die. And then there are people that I, like, love because it's, you know, you cherish certain characters. So I can't wait to see some of them turn into zombies. Oh, my God. BC-13 zombies, please. Still, you know, it was at the time where zombies were, you know, a big thing, so. And Abraham Lincoln, Vampire Hunter, and all that shit. Yeah. But this was the famous book. We definitely had a phase. It, it was this book that be, made everything popular. This was the thing that, like, blasted out. So there must be some merit to this. I'm hoping. Yeah. Also, it, it's really, it's going to be interesting, because, like, you just said, like, you have not seen anything from this guy. Who, I, well, who, I don't who, know who made it. I don't know who made it. There a director on there? If I may. Yeah, go ahead. Um, die. Burr Steers? Is that really the guy? Oh, no. That's his, that's his porn name. Let's <laughs> Burr Steers. And cowgirls get out tied. Wow, he looks like a Burr Steers, actually. Oh, he does. He's an American that. actor. Look at Charlie St. Cloud, 17 again? What? He made these movies? Apparently, I like Charlie St. Cloud a little bit. Seventeen, so he worked a lot with early Intruder. I never use a weak thing. Wow, this is going to be an interesting. How to lose a guy in ten ten days? Billy the Kid. (coughs) He was apparently a part of Reservoir Dogs. He directed Pulp Fiction. He did not direct Pulp Fiction. No, no, no. We're looking at the wrong. We're looking at the wrong. Uh, I, I have to see for myself. Cause, like, yeah, there's got to be directors for his ask. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so directors. <laughs> That's right. You gave up like Brian did earlier. I So he directed, um, the most recent thing he did in directing was. You know what I'm saying. A show called uh, Chapelweight. Chapelweight? Nope. Uh, director of TV series Elemental Hydrogen versus Hindenburg. Uh, I must be documentary. Oh my god. The movie, last movie he directed was Pride, Prejudice, and Zombies. Oh, he's director jail. Um, <laughs> before that was Charlie St. Cloud. Before that was 17 again. 17 again. Okay, so it's a his, funny movie. Apparently his first directorial debut was Igby Goes Down. Oh my god, really? Apparently, this guy made Igby Go Down? Igby Goes Down. Dude, that's a good movie. It's got a Colkin in it. Oh man. This guy did not go places. Wow, there he is. So, oh, dude, that's a Colkin. It's a fucking good movie. Kick her in the balls! Um, Kick her in the balls! Alright, Pride and Prejudice and Zombies. Pride, Prejudice, and Zombies. zombies. There we go. Uh, I gotta get it out now because now I'm never gonna woo. be able to do it. We're gonna do it a lot next week. What are you talking I about? I say, sure hope so. Brian, thanks for coming on. Again, I have to. Thanks for apparating here, man. 
But uh, no, I had to summon him and then upload his consciousness into so that you can the USB turn, port yeah. into in the popcorn bots uh, between in the popcorn bots channels. Mm. So <laughs> so whenever Chris wants to turn me off, he touches my genitals. No, I have to pull it. Your delivery. You zoom in. Your delivery for that was fucking. Oh, I don't want. (laughs) So I guess when you turn me off, if you ever want to turn me on again, you can just with my tongue. But that's what I get Alex to do. I mean, you gotta find it first. Yeah. With my tongue. If you can. I mean, I fiddled around for a while. It's it's with your tongue. It was one of the things. Peter, I I eventually gave up. Peter, it's like almost like a year and a half old fucking popcorn. I've had worse. With real butter. That works. Alright. I think we should talk about it off air. That's the episode. Um, Yeah, let's just cut this part out. No, it's not. We're not. I don't cut this. Um, No. I am not going to cut any episode until I absolutely shut down the entire show when we get famous. Um, so do you want to turn me off as I yell out my last sentence? Peter, can you do it? I don't want to get my Yeah, you want me to unplug him? Just unplug him. Like... You know what it's like to have two holes. As you're saying, you want me to unplug you. Yeah. Towards the end. As someone who has two holes, I would like you to do it. Yeah. Do you want to grab, just grab a hold of the cord right here. Ryan doesn't know that. Okay. Yeah. You ready? Got it. No, you're going to unplug the laptop. Okay. I'm not actually going to unplug your laptop. I'm going to un- unplug him. Oh, okay. Idiot. All right. Uh, thanks for watching, everybody. Uh, say goodbye, guys. Bye, guys. Bye, guys. As you will. Peter, pull it. I'm